Whoa, what is it? What isn't it? I know what it is. It's Modern Talk. Welcome Modern Talk, this is Modern Talk. Uh, and this is your host, Tommy Waite. And I'm live on Instagram. And I'm waiting for Booby. She just joined. I'm gonna wave and then I think we can add her. Hello, Josiah. Yes. Go live with Booby Clapper. Coming soon to theaters. Hey, Jeanette. Um, there it is. There it is. Hello. Thank you for being here. Um, how are you holding up? Really? I'm okay. I don't have pants on, and that feels pretty good. <laughs> what percentage of pants on do you think you've had this quarantine? What percentage do you think you had on pants this quarantine? Yeah, I'm sorry. You have pants on all the time? Oh man, the connection's really bad. You're breaking up. Okay, I'm gonna keep going and then hopefully it'll get better. Oh, it's a little bit better. I could, I could, yeah. Look at Sam, this is too scary, I'm logging off. Ha ha ha! Hello, Sam. That is hilarious. E. Um. Did you have something to say? Because I, I couldn't tell what you were saying before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying, I prefer, like I like to have pants on all the time. Um, the feeling of not having pants on is not freeing to me. It makes me feel stressed that somebody's going to like need me to have pants on. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fair. I guess that's... You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think what it's... What percentage of the time have you had pants on? I would say... 45% of the time. <laughs> Probably. Because, like, you know, I'm sleeping most of the time. And then, and then I'm not needed for anything. And, like, I don't know if it's a different thing with guys. Like, if I, if I need to get on pants, then I could just throw on pants really quickly. Or shorts. Um, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> difference between... We kind of talk about, like, differences between guys and girls in the podcast, too, so... Yeah, this is a little... I shave, shave all the hair off my legs all the time to get the pants on. So oh, just, interesting. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't usually do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you shave your legs. <laughs> so, this is uh, the intro to the Booby Podcast. So this is the first time we've done this, had the guest on the intro virtually um uh so the the intro to this is there are a few diff te technical difficulties where it didn't record sometimes which made me really sad but luckily the podcast is so long that the percentage lost is so low so that's like a really great silver lining <laughs> um and i i was re-listening into this while I was editing it, 
Um, and I just love talking to you so much. Like, we're so good at talking to each other. <laughs> I feel like we could go for, like, years. It's so crazy. It's so, yeah. Like, I was, I was re-laughing at things that we were saying, because it's been a long time. It's been, like, two or three months since we recorded it. Um, and is it, is it that long? Yeah. And then I was like also leaning in to certain topics that I was like, oh yeah, we talked about this. Like, I really want to hear what we said about that. <laughs> um, I know, I'm curious what it was that I had to say about anything. <laughs> yeah, you get to, yeah, it's just as fun the second time. <laughs> I like all these comments that people <laughs> I can't even see them. Oh, there we go. Um, TommyWaite.com Spill the Gossip I don't know who Lindsay is Hello Lindsay Lindsay's my, uh, Lindsay's my old housemate From the last house I lived in Oh <laughs> nice Um And hello Jonathan Walmack Is that how you say it? Yes that's <laughs> Thank you for being here <laughs> What? Yeah, it's weird. I like I wasn't oh expecting people I don't know to be on this, but thank you. Um everyone is yeah, on. Yeah, I do. There are like a handful of people that I know that. Hello, Ransom. Um Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um so this was uh like my birthday a couple days ago and Oh, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh my god, wait, I feel like I saw that on Facebook and then I didn't. No, because I, I purposefully put it not on Facebook. Oh, really? Yes. Because... <laughs> I think I saw it then. Probably somebody else. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well. But, yeah. And I, I don't like birthdays because, <laughs> like, I think this is really funny, but <laughs> I think birthdays are a realization that no one cares. <laughs> and I... Sad ones, um, and I I put that saying on my birthday cake once, and that makes me laugh. Um, oh, that's, do you have a picture of that? I do have a picture. I'll send it to you. Please. Um, hey, Dylan Black. Uh, and also, it didn't like it was. I don't like birthdays in general, but it was obviously harder because it was self quarantine. Kind of, you know. Oh, yeah couldn't celebrate it i had red lobster takeout with my parents um which it was it was nice but crab legs aren't as good with takeout so right better off like a stripper's booty or yes yes you you understand me I, i was trying to get my parents to do that but they wouldn't they weren't down with it um sometimes yeah catch them on like a sunday yeah yeah i think i think that would be better for them and then I had, <laughs> I had online classes that day for like five hours too, so that also didn't help. Um, but my uh, fun thing is <laughs> my dad got laid off, um, I think yesterday or two days ago, and he's just been calling his friends to talk about it like the past two days. And he just sounds like a little teenage girl from from the 80s or something. Uh, <laughs> He's just like always like, 
Alright, yeah, I'll definitely keep in touch with you. Okay, bye. And then just like dial someone else and then keeps talking about the same stuff. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, man. I was mm. waiting for like the funny part of that because you said it was like a kind of a fun thing happening. But <laughs> <laughs> this isn't sounding very good. I just, yeah, it's not really fun, but it's, it's fun to say it's fun even though it's not fun. <laughs> Are we missing more, uh, uh, Jonathan has more, did you just call me a little person? <laughs> That's better than midget, him. right? Yeah, I figured that, that was why he was saying that. I think he was trying to make a joke about me being, um, famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I turned it into. Yeah, I remember I was just talking about Jonathan Wallach, um, on the phone the other day. Oh, wow. To our, cause he's a tangential, like I don't, I think I might have met him once, but he's friends with a friend. <laughs> um, and I was talking about friends. <laughs> wow, Jonathan's the man. Uh, Dylan, say the I word. I don't know. I don't know. Intellectual? Inconsistent. Intelligent. It's intelligent. Okay. Intelligent? Did we, Did we win? Is, is, is Dylan Black a you person? He's a me person, yeah. Okay. He, yeah, he goes to my school, and he's also from Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's all I really had, um, to, like, tease what we have, like, that we talked about. Booby has tips on how to get fired, and (laughs) move across the country, and how to be an influencer. Uh, those are, like, her three kind of tips that we go through. Um... And we get the full crew story that uh, we talked about in the first one. Oh my God, that amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very amazing. Um, Jonathan, did Stefan really break your foot in a bar? We talked about that. Did we? Can yes. We go over like the whole sequence of events. Yes, Stefan really did break my foot in a bar. Was it? Um, is is Stefan? Yeah. Was. Was that the one um, outside of? Uh, a, a no, ball, like Johnny D's or something? Yeah, we were trying to, the second one was, um, we were trying to sprint into Jimmy D's, the bar, to get inside. Yeah. Because uh, we were excited to dance, and then I broke my foot um, when my friend stepped on it. The one time that Stefan broke my foot, we were in a bar um, <laughs> trying to dance together on his birthday, and he was reaching through a crowd of people, and instead of, like, grabbing my hand, he tripped and pushed my shoulder down. <laughs> his entire body fell on mine. Yeah, it hit my foot, but my foot twisted and it snapped on my metatarsals. I hate that story. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Oh, and then we talk about Tinder no goes. So that's that's another highlight. Tinder no goes. Yeah. I have another one. Go I for have it. Another one. Go for it. It's like a hinge no go. <laughs> swinging like way too hard and going like a paragraph about how um like just a paragraph of compliments that definitely have been crafted for like me and 20 other people minimum right like trying to go too hard in the flattery yeah 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 um because it's just not genuine and it's such a waste of your time what if it what if it's what if it feels specific is there is there any way that you would be convinced it's that it's ever. no? There's um, no way for it to feel specific, and it just because I can only imagine that any man 
whatever he sends me is being duplicated by like 20. Um, and so whatever amount of time it takes him, unless he's like copying and pasting, which, you know, smarter, I guess, but also worse. Um, whatever amount of time he had to text that out, he had to have that times 20 and that's too much time on your hands. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <sighs> yeah. It's actually worse if it feels specific. It means he had more time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's the, the desperation. I was thinking about, uh, yesterday I was talking with my friend about this. Um, I think a very slight change of intention, like changes a lot. Um, but if you if you're more focused on how how you could like another person rather than how they could like you, do you know what I'm saying? You you're not thinking. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Can you restate yeah. that? Yeah. Lost by the heart eye comment. <laughs> um, okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, you, you're more focused, you're not focused on what can I do for them to like me, and you're more focused on how can I like them. Mm, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, more focused on, like, how to be good to them. Right. Rather than, I'm decently ripped right now, so I'm going to go. <laughs> what? That's fair. Blaze on, brother. Um... <laughs> All love. <clears throat> oh, we're glitching. Yeah, no, I feel what you're saying. Okay. Um, is that your, your, that's your approach now to the dating apps? Um, I'm not, I'm not on dating apps right now, but um, I'm just in general, I'd like to remember that more, just in every interaction of people. Yeah. Okay, I don't really have anything else. Do you have any other final uh, thoughts before we send people on this voyage of our conversation a month ago? <laughs> no, I think you answered. Because my questions were pretty much, I didn't remember. You know, I, I say a lot of things. A lot of things come out of my mouth. Yeah. And most of them just get forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't remember what exactly we all covered and how much of my own personal information I divulged, but you answered my question today. Okay, good. <laughs> so, you did, I'm excited to re-listen. You did swear a lot, and which is fine, but I was, it was, it, because it, I was listening, because it's like four hours, so I was listening to it a lot, obviously, and then so every time I heard a swear, I'd have to like click it in my head and be like, oh, I need to edit that out, and then edit that out. And then in real life, I was hearing swear words, and I was like, I need to, oh, I, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> oh, my God, like whenever somebody actually would say something. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I need to cut that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I don't have, I just sometimes don't have the ability anymore to not um, swear like a, like an old man. <laughs> That's okay. It's I I I don't like people worrying worrying about it while they're doing the podcast because I don't want them to like be worried about the words that they say. Um, I just I just thought it was funny because it affected my real life somehow. <laughs> Do you have like a like a clip of all the swear words together that we could use for like a remix? I really thought about that, but I I, I could still go back and do it, but. 
it would take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. That's too much time to take. Um, who is? Stop that. We have to end this. So soon. Why? Um, no, just uh, Bennett. DC Bennett. Yeah. Down there. He did a flag. Um, throwing gang signs. Uh, <laughs> no. Um. Uh, Danny, um, said Tango Cabin Fever, and I don't know what that means, um, but then he said live on quarantine radio, wait, hold up, and then didn't say anything. Oh, and then he said booby clapper, okay, so. Uh, Oh, like he thinks that's a funny name, as opposed to being my given name, Clapper. Right. (laughs) And then Christina, who's my dear friend from college as well, said the legendary booby clapper, so she must have heard about you through me before. Uh, oh, that makes sense. So I was like, I don't think that I know her. Right, yeah. And, yeah, you're famous in, in my group of friends. That is the only kind of fame I want. <laughs> TommyWaite.com fame. Um, I love that. Oh, okay, I get it, Danny. Thank you. I have cabin fever. Um, so I guess that's it. This is almost 20 minutes, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all we have is time nowadays. Honestly, this is incredible. I mean, I still have, I'm gonna still be doing some work tonight, but um, yeah, what a gift in times like this to be able to kill time. Yes. So effectively. <laughs> well, I hope you you get to the things done that you need to get done, and then you can listen to this all night. Thank you so much. I will probably do both. <laughs> okay. I won't, I won't get the first. I won't get everything done. Okay. All right. On repeat. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for talking. Thank you for being on. I'm glad we did this together. Same. This is good. (laughs) Okay. Get into it, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Like a setup in here, too? Yeah, it's not bad. Oh, I forgot to. Do you like peppermint? Yes, I do like peppermint. (laughs) I saw someone do this on a podcast today, and I was like, oh, that's such a good touch. Were they, like, light a candle? Yeah. That's peppermint. It wasn't peppermint, but my mom had peppermint, and I was like, good. I love that. That's smart. Very festive. We love a good candle. And yeah. you do have aloe water, like, already. Yeah. Can I put this right here? Is that going to Yeah, work? absolutely. But I'm going to have to ask you to pour it in there. Of in course, the so I can slurp it. I love mug. this. <gasps> I love! Yeah. You really balled out with these. I try to. Oh, do you want to... Does it matter where you sit? Oh, I don't care. I think okay. that was. I assume that was your seat. It doesn't matter. I just. I think this is lower. I wanted you to not feel like. Wow! Thank low. you. <laughs> now we're eye level since you're so tall. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done a podcast in this place yet. Really? Yeah. I saw that you um, hadn't done any since like summer. Like, yeah. Hadn't posted any since summer. Yeah, I did. The last one I did was in Costa Rica. No. So that was an interesting one. Yeah. I have to listen to that one. I mean, we can remake there it. There you go. Is it working? Yeah. Amazing. So, Ricky, no. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pray for Ricky. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think. Did, did I answer everything that you asked? About Ricky. About just anything? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. think you did. Yeah. Because, yeah, you said, where did we. Um, Oh, yeah, because you shot in. And you've been living in this apartment for two and a half years. So, you must have moved yeah. to this one right after we. Did the other podcast, right? Mm. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, they didn't get the coffee pour. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the aloe water pour into the coffee mug. Um, 
Yeah, we moved in 2018. It's like, is that a year and a half? That's a year and a half, yeah. But we spent two Christmases here. That, Does that, that make sense? sense? I don't know. I'm trying to also do that. Yeah, because we moved in the summer, so we got the back end. Oh, yeah. 2018 yeah. and then 2019. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're back on So track. it was a year and a half. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, that makes more sense. Yeah. Wow, well, I like and it. Then, yeah, thank you. Where are your, your folks right now? They, I kicked them out because it's they're very... Yeah, because it is very... You pretty uh, much everything. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah and to so be fair, like, can you find like something to do for like approximately five hours? <laughs> approximately five hours. <laughs> Should have walked up ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> approximately five hours. <laughs> That's fair. It's not um, unfair at all. Right. Uh, it's kind of unfair to them, but... um. I've done that with my parents. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Five hours. Like, well, I mean, I haven't been like, can you... Can you vacate the premises for yeah. like a five hours? But I've done like when, whenever I used to have people over mm-hmm. when I was living at home, um, I'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna be loud yeah. in the entire house for an entire night." Yeah, just warning. I'll put you up in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, straight up. We have like cool little um, areas in my parents' house, though. Oh, really? Where, like they could go lock themselves up mm. in their respective mm-hmm. bedroom suites. That's good. Yeah, there's there's only one floor and it's pretty easy to hear everything. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and I don't like watching. <laughs> I don't like watching like sports with my dad because he gets too intense, and he makes me mad because he's so negative about everything. Oh man. <laughs> um, so I try to like go somewhere else to watch it, but sometimes I get stuck in here, and he's like right there, and we're like share a wall. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he if the, if there's like a like a couple second difference that really is annoying because he's like, oh, blah, blah. <laughs> oh you get the update and before you ready play. Oh man, wait, what was I gonna ask you too? Oh, you go to school in Virginia. Were you always going to school in Virginia? Um, I think since you knew me, yeah, but uh, I went to. Well, I was going online college for one semester in twenty. That was twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, the fall of twenty fifteen. And then, gosh, that was so long ago. I'm about to graduate, so it's really weird. It's exciting. Uh, yeah, but it's also scary. But thank you. Um, and then the next semester, I went to CCAC here, uh, community college. And then um, I said that for the listeners, not for you. I know you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I did that now. Like, yeah. that? <laughs> um, and then the last four years, because I think... I only took one class at CCAC, so I was still like technically a freshman when I went to Virginia, and uh, so I spent four years there, and now it's my last semester coming up, which is really weird. That is really weird. Yeah. What are you getting your degree in? It's called Cinematic Arts, so I like made a movie last semester. That's, I was going to ask you about that, too. Yeah. Did I send you the script? I don't, mm, did you? Oh, did you? you? Was that whenever I was in my semesters of school? I think you did send me the script. I feel like I, I received a script from you because we I had so. another. So I would like your did. feedback on it. Well, send it to me again. Yeah, and I'll still okay. give you feedback. Even though you yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because I still have to edit it and we still have like two scenes to shoot. Um, That's so cool. So that might be helpful even if uh, 
like it doesn't really matter that we kind of shot some of it because yeah. I could edit that out or add stuff later. Anyway, certain, it's a beautiful piece regardless. It's very beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really fun. Um, I haven't talked about it yet, I guess. Yeah, so, I feel like exciting. you don't get probably as many opportunities to. I was I was listening to the old one and I was like, oh man. I currently still have so many questions. Like we were having a conversation and questions that I had for you would pop up. But then I think I would just steamroll them with my own <laughs> responses. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I have to make it a point to like remember what it was that I wanted to yeah, ask sure. you about and yeah. probe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to interrupt me at any time for that. Um, when do you actually leave? Uh, leave. So apparently it's Friday. I knew it was January 3rd. Oh, dang. But I thought that January 3rd was a Saturday. So then on Friday night, I was looking at my calendar and I was like, I'm like eight days out. And then I looked and I was like, oh, no, this was the week mark. Oops. Wow. Yeah. So that's wild. That's scary and exciting. It is scary and exciting. Wow. It's such a transition. Yeah. So let's go in order. So there's a getting fired story, apparently. (laughs) There is a getting fired story. Let's start with that. Um, Because I was thinking about this and I was like, I hope that nobody at my new job ever like listens to this (laughs) because um, I've gone through. Oh, you're fine. I mean, you know, I think it'll be okay. (laughs) I uh, want to text Sammy too. Oh, please do. He, uh. I asked him if he had any questions yesterday, and he's like, I just want to say that I love her influencer posts. Oh, my God. And uh, I don't have any further questions, but I'll let you know, so I don't want him to remind him to the oh first chance. Yeah, this last chance. Oh, okay. that's so <laughs> nice of him. It's people like that that encourage me to continue to do the most obnoxious thing I've ever done <laughs> on social media. I think. I think it's easy to say, like, fair to say that that's the most. <laughs> I hope that's the most obnoxious thing. Yeah. But, yeah, so they're getting fired. Sorry. We'll get to getting fired. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I graduated in spring um, with a degree in industrial engineering and mm-hmm. a theater arts. Yeah. And, um, which is, like, fun. And yeah. then... Um, Dynamic. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to think so. <laughs> I've learned through the interview process that it actually there are ways to look at that in a very negative light and be like, what? Like, what? Mm. <laughs> um, but... So anyway, so I graduated and I had a job lined up yeah. um, to start in July. So I spent May and June breaking my foot and then doing some traveling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I went to, to this new job. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was a sales job for um, um, like radars and different um, tools for industrial level and pressure measurement okay. in manufacturing. So like... Yeah niche whatever yeah like a it doesn't seem like a a very large market turns out it is really yeah because you know if you have something in a tank in a facility they have to know how much is in it i guess right um so i was in training for that and because it was going to be a direct sales job i had a car and a phone and a laptop and an ipad that gave me like all this equipment can i interrupt real quick please how did how did you play how did you click (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that's when you pluck and pick something um how did you pick uh that specific thing was it just that was an opportunity that arose and then you're like yeah radars yeah yeah pretty much um because i went for industrial engineering which is not like i and i didn't have a focus within industrial engineering that i was super into Mm -hmm. um because i liked mechanical engineering much better yeah but just couldn't cram mechanical engineering into the same amount of time just because of like 
technicalities with my theater degree too. Mm, I was okay. going to have to take like an extra semester for one class. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just get it done. So I did industrial instead. Um, and my dad always told me that I would be good for technical sales. And I didn't believe him for the longest time. Cause he was like my dad and he was <laughs> yeah. just trying to get me to do it, yeah, yeah. I guess. Cause he did it before. Um, but then I was just like Googling technical sales jobs. Cause then I realized that it probably is a good uh-huh. field. It's very people oriented and I like okay. talking. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> um, and um, yeah so I just googled technical sales and, and that came up and I was like well like good enough I guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure I'll, okay yeah. so they give you a phone and a car and a laptop and an iPad and an iPad it was one of the cool iPads too it's like the iPad Pro wow and it had the Apple Pencil with it dang so I was making these like dumb drawings I would go back to my hotel room during training because training was in Cincinnati wow and I'd go back to my hotel room and like draw all these like wild I would eyes? get like wine drunk and like draw. Yeah, I was drawing some eyes. I was you drawing like some eyes. eyes and some like little cartoons that luckily saved into my cloud. So I got to keep them oh, after cool. everything happened. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, so I was in training. Mm-hmm. I was like five weeks in and I had bought on, um, on Easter Saturday slash um, April 20th last year. <laughs> I got roped into buying a ticket to Lollapalooza. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, perfect. So then Lollapalooza was coming up during training. Yeah. And this company was really cool. Like, they were a great company to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in that I was, like, fresh out of college. Mm-hmm. Had no experience. They were taking a, a risk with me anyway. Right. And then I was like, can I please go away for a weekend? Like, can I take a day off during training <laughs> to go to Lollapalooza? Which was, you know, not my brightest yeah. moment. Highlight, But yeah. just because that's, like, not a very professional thing to do. <laughs> um, but so then I, I went... I took, I drove the company car. I asked them if I could please like fly to Chicago because it was going to be outside of my like 500 mile radius Uh, around Pittsburgh that I was supposed to be able to take the car. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I just need to know how to expense flights because I obviously would have to like pay for a flight in and out of Cincinnati anyway, but I just don't know. Like there's technicalities with Mm -hmm. like how I was going to be coming back to Cincinnati for a second. (laughs) Um... And that's my spittoon. Your spittoon? <laughs> yeah, you got your dip in. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but they were like, no, just take the car. That's fine. I was like, okay. So I took the car to Chicago and I parked it on my friend's street. Mm-hmm. And I had in the back all these like donation bags for Goodwill. Oh, okay. Um, which I had not yet donated. Yeah. So that was in like the hatchback trunk. And then um, I had like all this luggage because I was pretty much out of Pittsburgh for three weeks um in a row just because i wasn't going back for that weekend Mm -hmm. so i had three weeks worth of stuff like a massive suitcase and like a small suitcase and two backpacks Mm -hmm. of stuff um and my friend was having a party on saturday night of Lollapalooza when Uh i was not going to be there yeah and i had all my stuff in his apartment and i was like oh like i have all my company equipment i don't want if anybody spills something or like heaven forbid somebody you know steals things when they're drunk because some of us are known to do that. Um, so I was like, oh, heaven forbid, you know, something happens to this stuff. I'll put it in my car uh-huh. where it'll all be safe. And, <laughs> and then in the morning, um, I went to just check and make sure my car was still there. Because I was like, oh, you know, like I had done that every day. Uh-huh. Um, and I was walking up the sidewalk to the vehicle where I thought it was. And I couldn't see it. And there was somebody who had like a very similar car, but their back window was down. And I was like, I didn't, I definitely didn't leave my back window down. Um, so that's not mine. And 
I was running out of room on like the street. So I kept on walking towards it. And it was in fact mine. <sighs> and I didn't leave my back window down, but somebody broke it, oh, no. smashed it and took all my stuff. So like my passport, no. my laptop, this like gold chain my dad had gotten me as a graduation gift. Um, and then all my company equipment. So like laptop, phone, iPad. Oh, and, no. um, yeah, it was so bad. Yeah. But I was also like, <laughs> Like, imagine me, like, like pigtail braids, because I was getting ready to go to my Sunday right. of Lollapalooza, right? Yeah. So I had on, like, a little tube top and, like, you know, those, like, rave, yeah. not even rave shorts, but they were just, like, spandex shorts. Yeah. And a hoodie, because I wasn't going to, like, stroll around the street of Chicago yeah. in my Lollapalooza gear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just started screaming bloody murder. I was like, no! No! And I started, like, oh, I, I started hyperventilating, and I sprinted up the street to my... Yeah friend's apartment Mm -hmm. because it was all gone like they had not left like they didn't leave anything you know actually they did leave one thing they left this massive suitcase full of women's clothing (laughs) they took the two backpacks though and like i guess climbed into the front seat and got my wallet from the glove compartment and um yeah and like my second phone yeah it was just bad so i had my actual phone still Mm -hmm. my personal one that's good um and i used that to call my mom and to frantically call the woman in charge of my training and be like, I'm, hi, I, um, oh I don't gosh. know what to do. It was not a good moment. Not ideal. And then I spent that whole day, I went to the police station. Uh-huh. I forgot this is about me getting fired and not about just the robbery. Anyway, filed a police no, report. That's, this is all interesting. <laughs> I get caught in my stories and lost in the sauce a little bit. Um... But so I thought a police report, I spent the day like chasing this iPad around because the people who stole it turned it on twice and I had to find my iPad on oh. and I had it in lost mode so I would get an alert yeah. when they turned it on. So I like got in this car with this broken back window yeah. and like sped to this place and I was calling the police on the way. I was like, can you meet me there? Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I actually like, physically tried to chase down this iPad yeah. and turns out whenever you have it in lost mode and whoever took it turns it on they also know that it's in lost mode and it's not like they're just gonna like wait around for you to yeah. get it from them yeah so i feel um, like they should not do that yeah it's weird i learned a big valuable lesson and that is that if you have your things stolen it's really like impossible to get it back really? a lot of the time yeah and you think like you think all these safety measures with the fine yeah. phone and whatever will help you but it won't really <laughs> yeah That's so discouraging i know i know but it is what it is i guess i hope they needed it for something mm-hmm. um because it's a really great way to look at it <laughs> well it really did also it was like because i have always believed there's no bad people and i yeah. think that we talked about this we did. yeah um and even that day i was like you know i really definitely believe that because even like it just solidified that I felt like I was happy that I was not ever in a position where I felt like I needed to like break into someone's car to steal mm-hmm. stuff to survive yeah. or whatever and yeah. make money. Um, and I don't know that I'll ever be in that position. And it just like I just kind of felt bad that anybody wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, wow, that's great. That's yeah. I don't know if it's great, but it's just like that is just the way it was. I was like, I'm never gonna even if I lose. I remember thinking, I was like, even if I lose my job over this. Like, I still can get another job. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have to be, like, running from the law. I meant that's to... a great way to look at it. Not, oh, thank you. Not, not, like, it's great that you got your stuff stolen. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I figured. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then I, I, I did, you know, I still went to all Blues that day. <laughs> Why I, not? I got a lot of free drinks for it, too. Because I, like, went in and I was like, I got all my stuff stolen and I'm going to get fired. Um, 
So then I had a week that next week. So it was Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. At Lollapalooza. <laughs> and then the the next day I drove to Cleveland to do like field training. Mm-hmm. Um, with your broken window? <laughs> yeah, with my broken window. I actually got it fixed while I was in Cleveland. Like oh, the guy nice. who it was I was shadowing um, picked me up and like we contacted the people to get my window fixed. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Um, so I was in the field with him that week. Um like did you know did well i guess it was what it was mm-hmm. um i'm not a big fan of the state of ohio but okay. <laughs> i just spent too much time there now um but then i went back so then i was in cleveland for that week doing my shadowing mm-hmm. and he was very nice because he also worked for that company okay and he was like oh they're not gonna fire you like because i told him that i was worried about that yeah. i explained my whole story to him he was like oh like you really tried and you know you're just a little naive and young but you learned less and i'm sure yeah. and i was like yeah and then I went to work that following week after that mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. And it was the one week, apparently, that um, on Monday, training didn't start at 1. It started at 8. Oh, no. But I didn't have my schedule. And I tried to access my schedule, like, on my personal phone. Mm-hmm. But I now didn't have any laptop or right. any like yeah. anything. Um, and they were, like, a really secure company. So none of their – you couldn't get on their company stuff without mm-hmm. – like company stuff. Company stuff. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get on their company like websites and, and <clears throat> databases without the equipment. Yeah. Um, and so they're gonna replace it that week, but I didn't have my schedule, I guess, all written down ahead of time. Yeah. Or if I did, it was in my stuff that got stolen. Right. Um and uh yeah, so they apparently started at eight that Monday instead of one. Yeah. So then I rolled up at one. Yeah. Well, I rolled up at like noon. Uh-huh. To be there an hour early. Nice. Um, you know, I was trying to make up for right. a couple other times that I had been late. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I really need to be good now. Yeah. So, um, so in order to do that, I showed up four hours late. <laughs> to oh work. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, unknowingly. And then <laughs> that afternoon, everybody was still like, all the guys that I was training with, they were all like, oh, they're not going to fire you. Like if anything, are they like, they're, this is such a nice company. They have such a good heart. Nobody's going to like, nobody's mad about it. In fact, yeah. I like because I'd, I'd sent so many emails to the CEO, too, about my stuff getting stolen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I need to pay for it to be replaced, like, that's fine. I don't want to be a liability to the company. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, like, that's, I guess, just the profession. That's that's what my dad told me to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was also prepared. I was like, I don't like it. Because that, that makes sense, right? And yeah. I think it, as long as I told them that, they wouldn't, like, hold that against me, I guess, yeah. maybe as much. Yeah. I mean, it still doesn't look good, though. No, yeah. So, um... Yeah, so then I was late that day, <laughs> and then the guys that I was training with, they were like, oh, we've been in management for 20 years, and they're not going to, like, they can't fire you for that, blah, blah, blah. They can't fire you for being late, like, how were you going to know that you had to be here, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they could fire me for it, and they did the next morning. Oh, no. Um, and so then they very kindly asked for my car keys, <laughs> and um, got me a flight home, and then the flight was getting delayed, and like canceled and stuff and i hate flying anyway like yeah. i get scared about it um so i ended up getting a rental car and driving home the next really? day but there's one more kicker in the story that okay. many people don't know yeah. um, <laughs> as much as i'll tell this story like to everybody um in the rental car the next day so i was gonna fly out on tuesday mm-hmm. and i ran into the ceo that night at the um hotel because i stopped back once i got this rental car got that all approved mm-hmm. i stopped back at the hotel to say goodbye to the hotel staff because yeah. they had been very kind to me and i'd kind of like broed with them yeah um and they were all real sad and then the ceo walked in and the hotel staff was like feeding me like chardonnay because it was like 
happy hour there. Yeah. Um, and the CEO came in and talked to me and he was really kind too and like said some very nice things and um, felt really bad for me and asked what had happened because he just kind of like let my boss do what my boss thought was right. Okay. Um, and then he asked what happened and I told him the story and he was like, oh, did you tell your boss that? And I was like, well, yeah. And he was like, and he didn't go easy on you at all. And I said, well, I, like, I think he really went as easy as he could on me. <laughs> but I do understand, like, it's not a yeah. good look. Um, but then the CEO told me to just stay one more night. He was like, if you drive back now, you're going to get into Pittsburgh at, like, 2 in the morning. And that's not, you need to start making better decisions. <laughs> so start with just staying one more night. Like, yeah. Okay. So I stayed. And then the next morning, I was driving back in this rental car. And a tire from another person's car on the highway flew off. Or, like, it might have just been, like, it had already been a blown-out tire on the highway somewhere. Uh-huh. And flew into my lane, like, right as I was driving over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't think that it had done any damage because, like, I've never had that happen before. But yeah. I just would assume that it's not going to cause a lot of damage. Yeah. And, once again, a wrong assumption. Because <laughs> um, then I pulled into the Hertz, like, rental facility <clears throat> in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. at the airport. And they're like, so uh, we see that your bumper's about to fall off or something like that. And I was like, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh and gosh. it was. And that is now an $800, $870 outstanding um, bill that I still owe them. Wow. And I asked them earlier this month, I was like, hey, it's going to be another like couple months before I have yeah. a paycheck that I can pay this off with. Is that okay? And they said, yes, ma'am. And I said, okay. <laughs> so yeah. So that's how I got fired. (laughs) That's how, that is how that came to be. That's insane. Did I answer um, any questions that you had about that Um, situation (laughs) with my storytelling? Yeah, I think so. You told it well. Thank you. I told it long. That's in, that's, yeah, wow. (laughs) I'm interested about the, the, um, the CEO being like, they could have went easier on you. That's. Yeah, I think, because he really liked me, yeah. and I really liked the CEO. Uh huh. Um, and he had he was a new CEO of like the America part of the corporation, so mm-hmm. it's a big like multinational. Yeah. But he had just gotten promoted, I think, from CEO in like South Africa to CEO wow. in the U.S. And so he was like rather new in his position. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really liked me because he had gone into the same position whenever he was fresh out of college. Okay. Um, and I think that he, when he was fresh out of college, because what he, he told me verbatim, he was like, you know, I, I like a diamond in the rough because I was a diamond in the rough. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you're just a, a pretty rough diamond. <laughs> um, and and he was like, what, what did he say? He was like, but I don't want to um, micromanage mm. anybody. And he told me, he was like, you know, if, if down the road you get back into this line of work um we'll be here still and it it might just take a few years for you to mature yeah enough to but i don't know that i actually want to work for them Mm -hmm. because then i realized ooh, i could like much more refine my focus in technical sales and do something that i actually like yeah and passionate about yeah um so what i'm about to go into is like the same same idea but for um like wastewater treatment okay to um like reduce consumption and, and use of water in facilities. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds way more fulfilling than radars. Yeah, I think way more fulfilling. Like, yeah, it's got like a clear purpose for it that's not just um, 
I think profit. So yeah, that's what I I'm excited about. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing else I wanted to kind of like think out loud about was I wonder if the person that took it saw it was a company car and was like maybe if I steal this it won't matter because it'll just take money from a big corporation and that's I mean that's possible too yeah. and I thought about that I was like maybe they really? don't realize that like um like I'll lose my job or they probably like they might not even care and that's fine uh, yeah. <laughs> but it could be too that they like looked at it well and probably I was the only person on that street in Chicago I mean it was a nice street and I was parked like in front of security cameras you know what I mean like these people are filmed doing it but I learned that that also doesn't matter really yeah like they can't do anything (laughs) so insane isn't that wild um but yeah I mean I feel like I would almost feel better if they just like they at least had put that much thought into it that they Mm -hmm. were like yeah this yeah this person is just a corporate drone (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) take her stuff yeah um, so let's talk about the ins and outs of moving across the country. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> what does that entail? So, um, it entails like a lot of last minute decision making mm-hmm. kind of, um, especially just because of the way that my like new job has, has gone with the relocation package and everything. Um, cause they're, they gave me some money to move. Oh, that's um, good. To relocate. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel good and yeah. wanted. But um, that all didn't get approved until after, like, all my drug tests and everything went through. So they did all my drug tests and my, like, background screening yeah. a few weeks back. But that takes, like, a couple weeks to get back to them. Mm. So I just found out last week, not this past week, I guess, but the week before, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Recently, I found out that I, like, for sure I'm getting the job. So I was, like, already lined up okay. um, to have an apartment there because I was just like I had to prepare as if I was for sure going to get the job right yeah um and then th- that all finally got approved and the relocation package though was going to take another 10 days oh man to get like deposited into my account yeah. so I was like oh so I actually have to front the bill they yeah. don't know that I'm poor <laughs> turns yeah. out <laughs> um, yeah. they don't know I don't have money yeah so um yes yeah, so I borrowed some money from my dad that I then like paid him back with my relocation yeah money. that's good um yeah, so I currently am, like, boxing stuff up mm-hmm. to drop off at a Greyhound bus station soon um, because here's a tip for anybody who, okay. like, ever needs to move across the country. You can do what's called, um, what is it? It's, like, bus freight or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and you just take all your packages. If it's boxes. It's only boxes. It can't be furniture. Okay. Um, and you take them and drop them off at a Greyhound station and then, like, on the buses that take so, like purportedly people right also across the country they'll like yeah. put all this all these things on them yeah. um to or maybe it's not even like people buses it could just be its own thing mm-hmm. but um they do like the same greyhound routes to just like, take boxes across the country and it costs a lot less than like fedex or yeah. amtrak yeah huh that's that's a great tip yeah you know i do what i can <laughs> <laughs> you've had a lot of good tips about I mean, I guess the other one wasn't a tip, but that there, um, there's no no good security for the yeah stealing stuff. It's helpful to know that. Yeah. What's one of those things that you don't think ahead, I guess, about too? Yeah, because you just, uh, it's not gonna just think you're not there. gonna get your stuff stolen. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, so that's, yeah, the ins and outs moving across the country. I, yeah, I found roommates on Facebook. Oh, really? In, like, a San Jose housing group. Yeah. Nice. And then they looked fun. I just found the people who looked like they were, like, down to make friends. Because <laughs> what, what I'll be, like, I won't have an office or anything I'm going to. I'll just be. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll just be, like, bopping around to facilities. Interesting. Um, in my own little territory. So I also won't have, like, somebody working in the same territory. Yeah. So, um, so I have to make friends with roommates. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I found them and they did the like the legwork and found the house that we're going to oh, be living wow. in yeah and then now it's just a bunch of packing up stuff I'm still trying to find somebody to sublet my apartment so if anybody is looking for an apartment in the shady side yeah. area <laughs> I have a room nice um yeah and other than that I guess it's just like coping with saying goodbye to everybody mm, yeah but it's like your farewell tour I called really? the past couple weeks my farewell tour <laughs> Because I was just going out, like, all the time with all my people. Yeah. Um, and, like, drinking. And I was like, it's not <laughs> it's not an issue if it's a farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not problematic if it's just to say goodbye. Yeah. It's a goodbye drink. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Four seven. <laughs> um, it's hard to say goodbye, so you just got to keep drinking. You got to keep drinking like, away the pain. Goodbye. Yeah, drown yeah. it out. <laughs> Um, what about salary negotiations? Yes. Yeah. I read a lot about this because I never considered like negotiating a salary that didn't, that didn't, I don't know if you, I mean, have you looked at jobs or not really? Right. Okay. So uh, like assuming that you had looked at jobs, would you think to like ask people for more money? No, I don't like doing, I don't like messing with money. I just be like, whatever you want to pay me is cool. <laughs> See, I'll and do I, it feel for free. Like, I also like, I also feel like, because I for the longest time didn't equate like the work that I would do at restaurants or at like my TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. didn't equate it with anything um, concrete. Um, and I just in my mind I was like, oh, that's why I am getting paid for this. Like right. I would I would forget though. Mm-hmm. And in my mind I was like, well, this is just what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, I yeah I do the same thing. Yeah, um, but then I read about it because I don't even know how it popped into my mind about doing negotiations. I think because I was moving to San Jose. Yeah. And the cost of living there is extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then I was like, well, what do I do if they don't offer me enough money? Right. And I'm as far as I am through this interview process and I really want to work for them. Yeah. Like, how do I, what do I do if they don't offer me enough money? And then I looked it up and it turns out you're supposed to negotiate your salary. Yeah. Cause companies will, um, just offer you what they think is like your minimum salary that you'll take. Like they'll offer you the minimum of what they think that you'll accept. Yeah. Which is usually like a couple it's like a little bit more probably than what you originally said is like your lowest mm-hmm. yes number, right? Yeah. Um, so then I looked it up and I found out that women like rarely negotiate their mm-hmm. first salary. Yeah. Um, and the, the the statistics have changed a little bit in the so past. So maybe like it's women's years. fault for getting paid less. That's honestly, it's like a whole argument or conversation, I should say, that I've had with my brother. Because like that's literally, that's what people get out of that. Like my oldest brother was like, this is why I say that this, the wage gap is, um, and I, I, like, I, you know, I get where that comes from. Like that the wage gap is, um, you know, it's not like society's fault. It's women's fault for not taking higher paying jobs, but it's also like society's fault that nobody told women that they yeah. were supposed to like be making bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to be getting their own bag.
Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then I looked up how to negotiate salary, and here's my um, So, the you'll get offered a number, and we'll just use, like, a, like, 50000 right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you negotiate salary, usually you will add 10 to 20% of what, like, your original, like, what that number that they offered you was. Okay. So if it's $50,000, you are going to add either, like, like five to ten thousand onto it, mm-hmm. um, and how you decide between the ten and twenty percent is you use. I read a whole article on this, and I wish I could like credit whoever it was. Yeah, if you find it, I'll put it on my website. Yeah, if you look it up, I mean, it's I could look it up later after this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tell you. But um, so there's like an aggression factor, and the aggression factor. I think this is the funniest thing. Wow. The aggression factor is you rate on a scale of one to ten how badly the company needs you for the job. Oh uh, yeah. And then, so we'll say in this case, it's like a five. Mm-hmm. This is These are not the numbers that I used in my own head okay. for like my stuff, but yeah. um, for the sake of ease, it's a five. Mm-hmm. And then it's how badly you need the job. Is that what it is? Yeah, so it's how badly the company needs you mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Minus how badly you need the job right. on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. So if you say um, they need you like a five and you need the job at a five, right. then it comes out to zero, and that's how much you add to the, how much you would add to 10%, like how many percentage okay, okay, okay. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would add to 10%. Um, so in that case, it's zero, like they need you at a five, and you need it at a five. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just it's, you just add 10% of 50,000. Yeah. If they need you a 10, and you need that job like a zero, then you would, Ask for twenty percent more wow. of what they offered to you. And then the way that I did it, though, <laughs> and I really hope that nobody in my company ever hears this one, um, because my number was negative because I needed this job like a nine. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they needed me probably at like a two. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at negative seven. Um, but if the number comes out negative, you just leave it at zero. Yeah. Um. So just ten percent. So just ten percent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. So I was at negative seven, and I still asked for like more than ten percent more than what they first offered me. But that's because it just made a prettier number. The other thing as well is did they accept it? They yeah. So I hit them with a counter offer. Yeah. And then they hit me with like a slightly lower counter offer. Yeah. Is that expected usually? Yeah, yeah they'll okay. usually like come back. So like I had a friend who asked for. She was also living in like a really um, high cost of living area. Mm-hmm. And they had offered her, I think her company originally offered her 80000 but she knew that, like, a male co-worker of hers was making eighty-five, mm. So she asked for ninety, <laughs> And then they came back and hit her with eighty-five. Yeah. So it usually happens like that. Yeah. Um, the other little tip, and this is this is probably good for you because you're about to be going into the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. getting jobs. Um, and, like, with salaries, potentially. I don't know how that works, I guess, as much with film. It's more no, I don't. it's more, yeah, it's not salary-based, but. Yeah, don't get a salary job. Okay. Um, but for anybody else who wants to know, it <clears throat> looks better. This is also, I think so many of these like things are so funny because it's just people being like professional people talking about professional things, but like dumb little tricks that they yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one is if you like say that the number that you come out to that you want to ask for, using the same example as before, we'll say 50,000 mm-hmm. and you added 10%, so 55. Mm-hmm. To make it look more like you did more research than just like that quick math, yeah. 
you make the number sound more specific. So it looks like you did more calculations. If you uh, didn't actually do more calculations. Wow. Like, I had a whole spreadsheet. Oh, really? So I could have been, like, down to the cents yeah. what I needed. Um, but they say, like, instead of asking for 55000 ask for ask for, like, 55000 or 50... Yeah, we'll say fifty five seventy five. Yeah. Like, you just add a number so that yeah. it looks like you did more yeah. than you did. Yeah. Um... Which I think is hilarious. Yeah, it's such a simple thing, but it could help a lot. Yeah. 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 And I also would suggest, like, making... Because I made a big spreadsheet of, like, the benefits that they offered and how much I would be paying for my insurance mm-hmm. and um, how much California taxes were going to come out of my right. paycheck. Um, yeah. Made, like, all these different calculations in a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And so then if they were to ask me, like any specific questions about why it was that I needed that much money, I could tell them exactly why I needed more. But they were actually so, like, just chill and lax about it. He was like, yeah, no, I don't even disagree with what you're saying at all. I think that you should be getting more because it is a more expensive area. And I was like, thanks. Wow, nice. (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's that on salary negotiation. Um, although, interestingly, and I'm talking so much. No, no, no. This is this is your podcast. I figured this is. <laughs> well, it's not quite mine. This one is yours. This, wow, thank you. <laughs> um, but um, women, I was looking into this too because of like what you said and mm-hmm. that's what my brother said about that like women, it's women's fault that they don't get paid as much. Yeah. Um, women who ask for salary negotiations, there's been uh, a couple studies done and you might have seen this in my like screenshots that I put on my Snapchat story where I was like, what the heck? Okay. Women who ask for um, more money, even if they use like the same script that the guy uses or whatever, they did mm-hmm. you know, studies for this. Um, but essentially a woman asking for more money comes off much more negatively than a man asking for more money mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time women end up accepting like, it's, I forget what it was, it was like 33% lower um, if they ask, if they negotiate, if they try to negotiate a, a higher salary, they'll get their final offer will be like thirty three percent lower hmm. than um, like the male counterpart or something like that. Just because of perception or like. Yeah, I think just because a woman asking for more money yeah. seems, I guess, in um, some eyes, out of place. Yeah. And like, yeah, um, what's it called? Unconscious bias. Yeah, yeah. About, yeah, of just women aren't supposed to ask for more money or a woman being more demanding is seen as um, either aggressive or, like, bossy mm-hmm. or demanding. Whereas yeah. a guy asking for more money would just be like, oh, he's just a professional man doing what a professional man right. does. <laughs> <laughs> That's infuriating. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's just one of those, oh, yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, there's no... That's why that whole argument is so nuanced is because there's so many different little things that mm-hmm. yeah, variation, contribute to... Var- yeah. Var- variation. Variation. Vari- variables. Variables. There, there we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Some V-word vernacular. Um, <clears throat> Great word. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder... Um, I, I feel like... I don't know if it, it can't be true, but doing the the back work that's not a term but doing the back work of <laughs> doing the spreadsheet down to, like to the number i feel like somehow that helps you even though they don't know that you did that i feel like the confidence that comes with doing the back work helps at least some some way yeah i, I would agree with that true, but i'm sure that is 
feel like that translates in a lot of ways. Yeah. Different I'm, situations. I'm sure it does. And I, that's too, because I was like, I could go into this phone call because I was, this was like the scariest phone call I've ever had <laughs> yeah. to. I was, I was more nervous for this phone call than I was for like any of my interviews. With yeah. Them. yeah. Um, because it did just feel so weird because I liked them a lot and I really wanted the job. Yeah. But I also wanted to make as much as I could. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so having put in like a good three hours of running numbers and yeah. I don't know if it was that long, maybe two, mm-hmm. of running numbers and, and coming up with all these different like, you know, um, different adjustments, I guess, to the cost of living. Yeah. Um, like I made a whole weighted matrix of <laughs> of um cost of living differences between pittsburgh and san jose yeah so that i could come up with like the actual like um there was just so much it was a fun day i really like math so it was fine <laughs> yeah but um right yeah i do think that it made me feel like i had i gone into the conversation clueless i probably would have been like um can i please have some more money right yeah and they would have been like what yeah <laughs> whereas i was like so i did a lot of calculations yeah um yeah I think you're right um I think oh oh, you I would guess that you're more nervous for you think love that backpack thank you that is so good my name and face it is wait here's a question I'm not hit it I don't want to steal your thunder because I know that you also just had a thought pop up and mine is so tangential no 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 um where did this drawing of your face come from? Did you make it? Or did somebody make it for you? Let me write down what I'm going to say real quick mm. so I don't forget. Um, By all means. Oh. Okay. Uh, where did it come from? The This one? The white? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the... Silhouette type thing. Um, yeah. Uh, that one... So that my, my album cover is like this face, but it has more stuff, but I simplified it. Well, I asked for it to be simplified um, to uh, to just be like a black and white simple thing because I like, I like simple and elegant kind of like looking things. Same. And then... For this, I tried to do like something a little bit different, but it still like feels like the same thing, like the same uh, style, but it's more specific to the podcast. And so I kept like this, just literally the silhouette of my head and hair, um, and then that. put modern talk over. There's a bunch of iterations. Of me and um, his name is Noah Fraser. Uh, I know him through. Uh, Pete, who also did the podcast, um, and we're friends now, and he did behind-the-scenes pictures for uh, my movie. I saw all those pictures, oh, yeah. and so that's why Thank I wanted you. like to know all about those yeah. pictures. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. Um, yeah, I'll definitely send it to you. Yeah, please do. I'll write that down so I don't forget. This is really good aloe water. Isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. Sammy actually turned me on to that. Really? Yeah. Sammy, well done. <laughs> What's the actual like flavor in it? Is this just what aloe tastes like? I don't know. I think it's just... Oh, it did put citric acid in it. Which yeah. Which makes it taste fruity, I'm sure. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Like sugar and water and... Spice and bites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, cane sugar. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's just sugary, know. pulpy water, but it tastes so good. Love it. <laughs> it's so good for hydration. Good, but... mm-hmm. And I've been dehydrated for like three years now, so <laughs> this will be good. Yeah. Uh, so I always have like pencils for the guests, but I have pens now. I so love that. I'm a pen can... person. Really? Too. Yeah. This is yours now. Thank you so much. This is amazing. Yeah, it's a stylus it's on the end too. So you could use that and that it lights so... up if you click the... Oh my gosh. I love this. <laughs> this is so good. I love... Like I'm going to take this everywhere. San Jose. San Jose is going to get... Does it write well? Oh, so. it writes smooth. Yeah. yeah this is you. nice. These are the old ones. I didn't have a stylus on this one, but um, I updated it anyway. Yeah, so the thing I was going to say, um, but you were fine to interrupt because um, that was good. Uh, you're, it's, I think you were nervous for the conversation about the uh, Sally <clears throat> because when you're interviewing, you're interviewing to help them in a way. And in asking for money, you're help asking them to help you. Yeah. So I think it's an easier way to be more comfortable about an interview than uh than asking for something yeah i think that's true yeah because during the interview i'm just like i'm like their guest and mm-hmm. and they're yeah they're kind of doing things for me anyway and um but, but you know but i'm i guess also coming there like to try to help them build their role yeah you're yeah, right yeah. and then whenever you're asking for more money you're like so Thanks, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really what it is. But I wanted more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we didn't get through the cruise story. Do you feel good about the last point, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I okay. think so. I think, I yeah. I feel good about it. Um, we kind of really uh, skimmed over the cruise story <laughs> in the last one. So let's, let's go through it play by play. Play by... I'm telling you right now, like, we... I guess it has kind of consolidated in my mind right. more. Yeah. When I first came back, and I said this last time, it literally, like, the first people that I told this story to, it was, like, a two and a half hour long wow. thriller. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, play by play. You want it, like, play by play, the bullet points that I hit. Yeah, like, so... How that did, I think are important. Yeah, where did you first meet them? Like, there's, in the parentheses, there's things oh, that you yes. said to, like... Um, bullet points kind of yeah because I was yeah I was gonna um, I was just listening to this like finishing up our other one uh, yesterday nice. and I, like I got to the point because I'd gotten your notes on what we were gonna talk about mm-hmm. and I saw this whole list of like <laughs> quotes and then I found the part in that podcast where I was like I'm gonna just shoot mm-hmm. at you some buzzwords yeah. from this trip <laughs> yeah. and I want you to come up with a movie title for it yeah was, I don't think we ever came up with a title but we didn't we, we did not we could do it this time actually you know what's crazy is that um um my i was in a this is another tangent but i was in a costuming class last spring Uh um and i had told them some of my like stories of my escapades i was gonna say escapades were you yes great minds i was i was gonna when you were done with that sentence i was gonna say escapades but you did it they're so good let's go okay vocab (laughs) word um yeah, the so I told some stories of my escapades with um, <laughs> specifically with foreign men and specifically oh, Canadians because this guy was um, living in Vancouver. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, and the one guy said he was like, "I feel like 
You could be a Lifetime movie, and the name of it would be, um, what was it? It was um, Tears, Cognac, and Maple Leaves. Oh my goodness, wow. that's such a good Lifetime Was it Tears, movie. Cognac, and Maple Leaves, or what? It was something like that. It was Cognac and Maple Leaf. Maple Leaf, for sure. Leaf. Just two, which is the one I mean. Um, yeah. And I have it in my notes somewhere. I can always find it. <laughs> But so yeah, so I guess the where I start with this story, I guess depending on how I tell it, yeah. Um, I went into the situation of this cruise with like the worst mentality possible mm. because I had been really stressed at school for my first semester. Yeah. And um, I was just I just finished that semester up, like just finished staying awake for like a week <laughs> to take all these finals. Yeah. Um, definitely messed up the finals. Like I was not doing well mentally. Yeah. And, um, scared of, not only, like, scared of being in the car, I was scared of everything. Okay. So I was, we were in the car on the way to the airport to go on a boat, mm-hmm. which are, like, three miles, like, I'm scared of transportation, uh, so yeah. I, I was terrified of the flight there. I was like, yeah. if we, if we even make it to the airport yeah. in this car. What if there's a tire in the sea and we hit it? <laughs> yeah, what if we hit it and then we have to pay a Hertz rental, yeah. $870. <laughs> um... So I was just, I cried for like a full day and a half or two. Oh, wow. Leading up to it. So then we finally got down to Miami and then I found out I love the city of Miami. Oh, okay. It's like the, I, it, I still, I don't even want to go back because I, <laughs> it's like not going to be as great as I've built it up in my head yeah, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. these years. Um, but just the skyline is beautiful and it was just a fantastic, we spent one night in Miami before we got on this boat. Mm-hmm. So we get on this boat and I'm still like anxious in line to get on because I'm like, well we, we made the flight but now we're gonna die on this boat like right, it's gonna yeah. crash um and so, now i have to leave my favorite city of all time yeah yeah what is this yeah. what kind of vacation is this dad thanks a lot <laughs> yeah, we for the, on the first day before we even started yeah, <laughs> um so so i'm in line like anxious to get on with mm-hmm. i have like my passport because we bounced around to different countries and mm-hmm. um i see this guy I'm like standing there like, you know, mortified of, of this nice vacation I'm on. And, um, I see this guy like walking past this, like in this other line, um, to go on our boat and he was really tall, had dark hair, like almost black hair Uh and bright blue eyes and just had like an interesting face. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) this is going to be a good trip. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I saw him, I was like, Man, like, there's gonna be cute boys here. This is fine. Like, if I die, at least I'll die happy. Yeah, with boys. <laughs> um, I'll die on a boat with boys. <laughs> so then we got on the boat and we like unpacked our stuff in our, our cabins. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a before the boat takes off, before yeah. the boat sets sail, yeah. um, <laughs> you, you do what's called a muster, muster drill. I think it's a muster drill. Um, and there's muster stations and I, I still don't know the etymology of the word muster and its use for this, but it's like a, like a safety drill. (laughs) So they just get you up to the deck, um, where they have Lido deck, not the Lido deck, but so close. I actually, I wish I still had like a map of the boat because the Lido deck was the ninth floor. I remember that. And I think it was the ninth. It was either the ninth or the 14th. No, it was the ninth. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> um, so we were, like, on the, you know, the outside. It might have been the Lido deck, who knows. Yeah. Um, actually, it probably was, the more I think about that. So anyway, so everybody's, like, out. And I'm still panicking now because now my brother, um, Matthew, 
is like not in sight because we just all went up to do this like muster drill mm-hmm. and um he was supposed to be coming with my other brother because they were sharing a room okay and daniel came up without him and i was like well where's matthew like what do you mean like where's matthew and yeah. um I was, I felt like I had to personally wrangle everybody and make sure that they didn't get too close to like the edge of the boat and mm, fall off the yeah. whole trip, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that Matthew like wasn't in sight, I was once again panicking. Yeah. Um, and then once again, in my darkest moment, I saw a glimmer of light because once again, the tall boy with the dark hair and the bright blue eyes yeah. and the interesting face <laughs> walked past and I was like, oh, <laughs> like I was just like. I was like, oh, there he is again. And he looked even cuter this time. It had only been a couple hours, but he somehow got more attractive. Um, so, so then I was like, wow, like that. Because I just kept seeing him, like, I felt like in passing and stuff. So I was like, mm-hmm. ooh. And he just was attractive. And um, so then we, like, went about our day, whatever. I think that was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday we were had, like, a day at sea. Um which just meant that we were like, the boat was just going to Honduras or wherever we went first. Yeah. And, um, I remember thinking it was like, cause we stayed up, I think drinking that night, just me and my family. Mm -hmm. And, um, we went, I think, so I really wasn't ready to do anything the next day. Maybe I went to the gym with my dad, whatever it was. Um, the next day I wasn't like ready to go lay out in the sun until later on in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, this was Monday. So, Around, I think it was like 4 p.m. So it's not like I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to get very good rays at this point anyway. Right. But I wanted to go be with the people and like walk around in my bikini. Yeah. So I put on this blue bikini, this like tiny blue bikini, and um, got myself all ready to go lay out. And I remember thinking specifically, and these are thoughts that like go through my mind about many people still. Like I always have crazy thoughts like, what if I see this person? Then uh-huh. I better look like this. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it never happens. Like it never comes true. Yeah, yeah, Um, So I was like, well, I'll just and go And then you see people when you're ugly. And then I see people when I'm fully ugly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, when I'm hideous. <laughs> I didn't um, mean you. Yeah. It is. It's always whenever you're not expecting it that yeah. they come up. But this time I was expecting it. And I was like, okay, like I'll just go lay myself out and maybe this tall boy with the dark hair and the bright blue eyes and the interesting face <laughs> will come see me and be just in awe. Right. Right. at uh, me yeah. <laughs> so, so I went up but instead of going to the Lido deck where like all the partying and stuff happens because there was just a bunch of like people who were clearly like the only young people on the ship right because there's a lot of old people yeah I remember but you there was that. like all the young people and they were all like clearly there with their friends and I was only 18 so um like I was still kind of sketched out about like can I drink on this boat or not right, yeah. I could they everybody let me but um <laughs> So anyway, so I, I I didn't want to go on, like, the deck where everybody was with their friends and having fun, because mm-hmm. I was going to feel kind of out of place and, like, oh, like, I'm just sitting here watching people have fun. Yeah, yeah. So I went on the deck right above that one, because uh-huh. there's, like, one little, like, smaller deck um, around the periphery of that one, I think. Yeah. And it was, like, maybe in some spots or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> so I went up and I laid myself out, and not 20 minutes go by. And the first person, the first other person that I see, like, on this deck that I'm on, the level that I'm on, is the tall boy with the dark hair and the bright blue, blue eyes and yeah. the interesting face. <laughs> and he comes up the stairs, and he has with him a male and a female, okay. who are both shorter than him and, like, less exciting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> not as captivating. Yeah, not important. Not important. <laughs> But then I thought to myself, I was like, wait a second. This whole 24 hours, I've been running on the assumption that this boy is oh, yeah. single. Mm-hmm. 
but he could be with either of these people. Right. Like, I don't know. And for whatever reason, in my mind, too, because he, like, he looked like he cared about his appearance. And, um, you know, and I, he just looked like he could very well have been. And, like, you can't make generalizations, right? But in my mind at the time, back mm-hmm. yeah, since 2014, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, he could he could definitely be with any of them. And um, and it, for whatever reason, it just seemed like he, he was more with either of them than they were with each other. Does that make sense? Say it again. He was more with either of them. Yeah, like he he was either in my mind. There was no chance that the man and the woman were together. In oh, okay. my mind, it was like he's either with the guy or he's with the girl. Yeah, he's not the third wheel. But he's not third wheeling. Okay. I just got that sense from him. But so anyway, so I'm laid out anyway, and I have my sunglasses over my eyes, <laughs> um, and he and this like pow group of people. Um, I learned recently that you can't say pow out anymore. Why? Because. Could tell you that I was about to say powwow. Yeah, and then you didn't. I just learned the other night, and I didn't think about this, but because that is like an actual like powwows for Native American culture, is it? Were like a like an actual like a serious meeting that that their communities attended, or yeah. just, I guess still do attend. Yeah. Um, and that it is like an appropriation thing for people just be like, oh, like we're in a powwow. That stinks. I know, like, it, but you know, it is like such a, a fun. It's a two fun words two together. Words. We could always call it like a. I don't know. Like a, I don't know. There's not a really a good equivalent, but it is a small a bing bong. A bing bong, yeah. Him and his bing bong. I feel like even that's kind of offensive because we're just sounds, making yeah, fun of like the way that Paula oh, is. No. Like that's worse. <laughs> I think we just have to call it like a cluster. Yeah, I don't like that. It sounds like as a very white people, this is like a small price for us to pay for like all the yeah, suffering. Yeah, I think we could find a find a different, find a different word. But um, but yeah, no. Turn. I I didn't even think about that ever. Yeah. Also. I always thought of it for some reason. I don't know. And this is, this has nothing to do with anything, but I always thought powwow was like a bunch of dogs get together. <laughs> that also does kind of sound like it would be. Yeah, it's like, like a powwow. You know, like when, like when, a bow wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I yeah, mean, and the dogs bark at each other. It's what do you call a group of bow dogs? Wow, pow wow. Like a herd. <laughs> a bow wow pow wow stop. <laughs> Just like a chorus of dogs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so anyway, so... Do you know where Redskin comes from, by the way? Sammy just told me this yesterday. Isn't that... Wasn't that a slur used for yeah. Native Americans? But I didn't know, know that one. Like, why they call them Redskins? It's not because their skin looked red. Oh, wait. Did I learn this <clears> at some point? I feel like somebody has told me, and it has exited my mind, but tell me. Educate. Okay, so apparently Sammy told me this, that if, um, when they, when the white people scalped the Native Americans, the blood would run on their face and their skin would look red. That is so... Yeah, that's so much worse. Awful. That is so much worse. I know. And so we were talking about how the NFL is, like, complicit in that in a way because there's a team called the Redskins. And their symbol is literally a Native Native American American with a red face. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so cursed. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Uh, sorry. Maybe that, I don't know if that's the explanation that I think I heard, but that sounds more... I hope it's not true, somehow. Yeah, I... But it sounds like could only wish, but it does sound like it's very... It sounds probably like that's accurate. Yeah. God, that's so... Uh, that'd be so bad. Yeah. Um, to get scalped. I'm sorry, so they had a... So so he had a, he had a group. He yeah. and his herd yeah. of, <laughs> of people, his pride of lions. That's offensive to animals, but go on. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Um, <laughs> but so... I'm like laid out, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And in my mind, I didn't know what I was 
dealing with this man didn't look at me like I'm laid out like mostly naked (laughs) (laughs) alone like I don't have I think I have like a drink and Mm -hmm. that's it and he and and this these two people walk by and maybe that's never I realized or like when I felt like maybe he was with one of them is because he didn't look at me at all like I had my sunglasses on he could have like thought I was sleeping and just Mm -hmm. like really like eyed me up he didn't look at me at all and I was so rattled I was like what no no this is not how this goes because it was such a fake out from the universe that he did come up but he didn't acknowledge right, yeah, me yeah, yeah. Um, I hate those universe fake outs it was so wild and so then like by that time I think my job was done so I like packed up and went back down to <laughs> the cabin that was my one shot my one shot I lost it yeah. um, <clears throat> so then I was like oh shit like I guess he has somebody um, so this is what Monday night so Monday night, yes, I do remember this. Monday night, um, we then went out with, it was me, like went to dinner, it was nice, like he dressed up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it was me and my brother Michael, he's my oldest brother, okay. his wife, and my brother Daniel. Mm-hmm. All four of us then went to the, like the club on the boat after yeah. dinner. Um, and I forget what the club was called, it was like a French name. Um, but so we, we all went into this club. Mm-hmm. And we were dancing or whatever, and Daniel's, Daniel's like, really loud and obnoxious, so he was dancing all over, like, everybody. And, and then, so I'm in there, and, like, my spirits are crushed, and I'm like, wow, I guess I have to find a new boy, but I'll find yeah. a new cute boy at this mm-hmm. club. <clears throat> and we're in our little group, and I turn around, and it's the tall boy with the dark hair and the bright blue eyes and the interesting face with his group of people who are now different people than he was with before interesting, and okay. seem much younger than huh. him. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. Who is he? Are is he with these people or yeah. is he not? I don't understand. So at this point, are you like, well, he's probably not with the one of the two people that I saw before? Yes. Okay. That was exactly where my mind went because, well, because I didn't think that the guy that he was seen with before mm-hmm. was in the group of people that he was in. Right. And the woman wasn't either. It was just him and, and some dudes, but the dudes looked like younger than him and yeah. like they could either be friends or just random people he met on the boat or like siblings, I don't know, cousins. Yeah. Um, and he was like holding his phone and like taking a video of them in this club. And I was like, wow, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, now I know where he goes uh, in the evening. Cause I didn't see him, I think like Sunday night or something. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so then was that Monday night or was that Tuesday night? I think that was maybe Monday night. We just went in and that was Tuesday night. Cause I just seem to remember thinking that, um, Thinking about the song Tuesday. Oh, club going up on a yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, got the club going up yeah. on Tuesday. Because <laughs> we were making that joke the whole... It was me <laughs> and my brothers country, making that joke. You know. We were like, got the club going up on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so that that is the night, actually, because I saw... Mm, whatever, I either met him or I either saw him there on Monday or Tuesday or both. Mm-hmm. Might have been both. It might have been actually me and my me and that whole clan of us yeah. went on Monday night, and then on Tuesday night just Daniel and I went. Okay. Yes, and um, then went back to our cabins or something. Or Michael came and got us, whatever. Mm-hmm. The night that I met him, I had witnessed him in the 
No, I'm so sorry. You're gonna have to edit this so much, <laughs> like to like no, no, get no, no, all no, this no. thing. Because we did, we saw him on Monday. Mm-hmm. Then we went back on Tuesday, and he wasn't in the club. Okay. And I was like, well, sh- like now I don't know where he goes. Mm-hmm, I yeah. thought I had this down yeah. to science, <laughs> and this man just keeps on flipping it up on me. Yeah. Even though I've literally not spoken a word to him yet. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so then on Tuesday, we like went to the club, and he wasn't there. And then me and my brother and my sister-in-law went to go sing like karaoke. Mm-hmm. And we finished up the night early-ish. I think it was probably like nine or ten that they went to bed because we, we now we were like in the cruise thing where we would get off at like a country and go do activities in the day and yeah, then yeah, yeah. you know come back. Um, so then it was Tuesday night, and my brothers had walked me back to my cabin to like yeah. put me to sleep because my dad had been like asleep. He and I were sharing a cabin with two beds, mm-hmm. and he had been in for you know the evening and had gone to bed yeah um so they walked me to my cabin they always did to make mm-hmm. sure that i got in safe mm-hmm. and so then i waited i like went in i was like okay good night waited for them like waited to know for sure that they were in their rooms uh, um and like probably in bed changed clothes like put on this little short tight skirt mm-hmm. and this little like vacation tank top went into the bathroom where we had smuggled cognac onto the boat in a Listerine bottle because you have to like buy the booze on the boat or you can smuggle them in. We also brought what my dad called bladder bags, which are um, plastic flasks. They're they're like bags and you fill them up with liquid and like plant them on your body. (laughs) So when you go through metal detectors, they don't go off. Um, So so I go into the bathroom and there's cognac in this Listerine bottle and I slug some of that. Yeah. Um, And I... Then, like, you know, 15 minutes after they dropped me off, I, like, did my makeup again, too. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just go see what's happening on the boat. So I went upstairs, and I went to the club, I think, at first, and he still wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Lido deck, where everybody, like, there was, like, a conga line or something happening of drunk people. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't see him anywhere there. And mm-hmm. I, like, looked pretty much everywhere that I thought that he would be for him. Mm-hmm. Um and then so I like gave up hope and I was like well if anything and then you started I, looking in cabins then I yeah so then I started knocking on doors I was yeah. like have you seen this man I had like a police sketch and everything <laughs> um so I was like well I guess if, if nothing else I'll I'll just get an ice cream cone mm-hmm. up here and that'll be I'll have that to like that'll give me an excuse to sit and watch people for a while we can check that off that was part of the thing oh yeah Lido deck we already said <laughs> oh you're about to get another one great um, can you guess which one it is? Uh, I think ugly sweater. Yeah, I was looking and that's pretty much the only one left that it could be. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm eating this ice cream cone. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> there's a doorway between like the deck where all the people are dancing and having fun and being drunk mm-hmm. and like the place that has like the ice cream cone machine. Yeah. So I made this ice cream cone and I've kind of given up hope and I'm just like licking it. And nobody who's listening to this is going to have the same visual. But so, like, um, this is, like, the ice cream cone, right? Uh-huh. I'm walking through this doorway, looking at it like this. And I looked up, and I made eye contact yeah. with the tall boy with the dark hair and the blue eyes and the interesting face. Mm-hmm. As I'm, like, licking an ice cream yeah. cone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Full tongue out. Yeah. Full tongue out. Yeah, full tongue, tongue extended <laughs> on this vanilla cone. And, um... Made eye contact with him and held it. Really? Like a psycho, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember walking through the door with, like, with my hips swinging. <laughs> and he just passed me, and I thought, ooh, here we go. So 
again. I like go out and stand on the deck, and I was like, I guess I'm not leaving. I don't know. So I go. I think I yeah. I was standing on the deck in this group of people with my ice cream cone, which I probably at this point like threw away. I think I did because I like mission accomplished yeah, once again. Yeah. I didn't know why I needed that ice cream cone, and now I did. I understood. Um, so um, I'm standing there, and I should mention also that the the boy was with this guy again the guy who's with like the first the first time that i when i was laid out Mm -hmm. um and i but but i was still like it didn't i got the vibe that like he because he held the eye contact too so i was like oh here we go yeah so (laughs) then i'm standing there and um like in a in a group of people like in a crowd and i see him and his friend walk back through which i was waiting like i figured that they would turn right around and they did (laughs) and um so and I should also mention before I went on this cruise ship, I was so painfully self-conscious and I had decided on the cruise ship uh-huh. to pretend to be, like to pretend to think that I was hot shit mm-hmm. because it just seemed like if I'm going to do that anywhere and like see what happens, it's yeah. here. Yeah. And I felt very much like I couldn't do that at school where I like definitely wasn't hot shit because I was like crying all the time and mm-hmm. like failing glasses. Yeah. Um, but here, like nobody knew how worthless I felt. Right, so I was yeah. perfect. So, <laughs> so I'm standing there and, um, he, the one comes back out, like the, the guy who's his friend came back out and stood in front of me by like maybe like 20 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like looking in my direction, but I didn't want to look over at him and make it like a weird, uncomfortable yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't sure what was going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was in my peripheral <clears throat> and I saw him. He was like 20 feet away from me, like diagonal looking at me and then like motioned something to somebody like it looked like he was communicating with somebody behind me okay and i turned around and i saw that it was the guy with the dark hair and the like light eyes like the blue eyes and the interesting face um dark hair like they were like they had separated and i was in between them at this point Uh uh-huh and I don't know if it was, like, a checking out type of thing or, like, if they were assessing whether or not I was with someone. I huh. don't know. I still wow. not figured out what this maneuver yeah, was. that's so interesting. It was weird. Um, but then... So then they, like, the dark uh, hair, blue-eyed man... He gets a name soon, don't worry. Um, <laughs> he then, like, went back to his friend or whatever, and then his friend came back over, and they just looked like they were, like, confused about something. It could have had nothing to do with me. Uh-huh. Um, but... Like, based on the next interaction, I feel like it just... There was something in that. <laughs> um, so then they're both walking towards me again, like, through this crowd. Uh-huh. And finally, I was like, okay, this has gone on long enough. Whatever's going on has gone on long enough. <laughs> so <laughs> I took my hand... And the, the, the guy, the tall, dark-haired, blue-eyed, interesting-faced guy <laughs> was wearing this ugly Christmas sweater. It was, like, a, a ugly Christmas sweater with a pug on it. Mm. And... Because there had been a Christmas sweater contest that uh-huh. night. And I said... Um, he was walking past me. He was walking like close past me. Yeah. So I just put up my hand on his chest and I said, I really like your sweater. And he said, thanks. And then I heard he had an accent and he said, cause he said H and M's the $17 or something like that. Uh-huh. And I was like, what did you say? Cause it didn't sound like that. And yeah. it's like H and M $17 and I can't do his accent anymore. Cause yeah. it was such a strange mix of like German and Canadian. Wow. Um, but that's when I found out that he was from originally born in Germany moved to Canada when he was, like, young-ish. Yeah. Um, so it might have just been a Canadian accent. But he definitely, like, it, there was some German in it. So uh-huh. 
Um, so then he and I just started talking and I was like, oh, where are you from? And he told me and I was like, oh, interesting. Because I think he told me Canada and I was like, your accent sounds different. And he said, mm-hmm. well, originally Germany. And I said, okay. And <laughs> I took that. Then he was, um, he offered me a cigarette and at the time I was smoking. Really? Yeah. Like I've never been like addicted to cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never smoked a lot. Mm-hmm. When At my height, I smoked maybe like one or two a day. Mm-hmm. Um, cigarettes, not packs, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but so he offered me a cigarette and I was like, yeah, perfect. And they were Marlboro Reds. Okay. And ever since then, that was like the only cigarette that I would smoke. Um, and I took so much for it, like after that, back when I would still, cause I don't smoke anymore, but, okay. um, why did you get, why, why did people care about that? I because th- Marlboro Reds are just gross. Like, oh, have you smoked? Uh, no, I never. So they're just. I think they're just like the nast. Like they're like the, the harshest. Oh, okay. Gnarliest kind. <laughs> they're. It's like a, a recognized brand. It's not a bad cigarette. They're just. It's like whiskey. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the whiskey of cigarettes. I feel like. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> um. So we smoked the cigarette together, and he was asking me how. Like he asked me how old I was, or something like that, and he guessed. Like thirty, what? Which was not, and then I realized afterwards, like that was another those uh, neg things, like where he, yes, he was gonna ask if I yes. was like that old, so I'd be like, but I did look older than I was, uh-huh. um, so I think that seemed more feasible because mm-hmm. I think he didn't know that I was just eighteen, right? Yeah. Um. So, um, I was like, no, that's not right, and <laughs> I was like, Two how do you? What did I say? I was like, how did you? How do you even know that I'm? But at some point, he was like, well, you're at least 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And once again, I think because he thought I was going to be like, well, obviously. And I was like, am I? <laughs> and he's like, wait, are you? And I said, I don't know. Am I? And he said, oh, God. And he said something. Oh, God. He was like, he was like, he was like I don't want to. I'm not, I'm not like, around. like I don't want to. I'm sorry. I just cursed. I don't know. That's if okay. I'll leave that out. I'll leave that out. Perfect. <laughs> um, he was like, I don't, you know, I'm not messing around. Like, I don't want to do whatever. And I said, that's fine. Like, you don't have to talk to me if you don't trust that I'm 18 <laughs> and he's like well are you or not and I wouldn't tell him and like I didn't tell him until the very end of the trip and then he also asked me this is such an interesting story I don't know how um how much information you want for this when I got on the cruise ship I was a virgin and when I left I was not wow so this also turns into like my virginity story wow yeah let's Sure. Yeah, we'll just dive. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Um, so he also asked something like somehow virginity came up too. What did I say? I think maybe I like joked. I was like, yeah, like I'm not 18 and I'm a virgin or something like that. Or I think oh. I joked at some point. I said like, knowing that he would not take it seriously, I was like, I'm only 18 and a virgin, <laughs> even though that was like the truth. Yeah. And so then we danced. He like asked if I wanted to dance, and I was like, oh yeah, um, whatever, and. So we were, like, dancing to the music, like, on the stop deck, and it was, like, magical or whatever. Because he was, like, good at dancing. Because I know how to swing dance, and he knew how to swing dance. Oh, wow. So we were swing dancing, and yeah. it was funny. Um, and he was twirling me all around and dipping me, and he, like, bought me a drink. And then we just ended up walking around the whole night. I think we went to the club downstairs. But anyway, so his friend ended up being, like, um, his name was Andreas, mm-hmm. turns out. Um, the friend? No, 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 the, oh, the guy. The I don't remember what his friend hair. was. Dark, dark hair, tall, um, bright blue eyes, and the interesting face. Yeah. Found out his name was Andreas. Yeah. So, um, he and I went to, his, his friend came up and, like, asked him if he was, like, what, what we were doing or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, his friend obviously knew, I guess, like, what the thing was, what the thing was. Um, 
And he was like, oh, yeah, no, we're good. Like, whatever. So his friend, I think, went back. And I was like, oh, wait, who is that? And he explained that was his brother-in-law. So the woman he was with was his sister. And that was his brother-in-law and, like, also his best friend. Okay. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Fine. Perfect. Yeah. So then we went to the club together and we, like, danced there and ran around. We ran around until, like, three in the morning that night. Yeah. I think all over this boat. Um, And then... I don't remember if I had him walk me back to my room or if I just left and, like, walked back to my room. But he and I also would make these, like, little remarks that were negs on his part. But on my part, it's just, like, how I've always, like, done, like, banter. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Where he... Because what did he say? (laughs) He told me that I was too young to be as sassy as I was. (laughs) And I said, you're too old to be talking to somebody who's not even 18. Or something like that. Like, I just kept on throwing it at him because I wouldn't tell him. Yeah. Um, And then... We pretty much did that every single night. Like, every night I would How long was the cruise? It was until the following Sunday. So it was just like, it was, what was that? That was Tuesday night. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. So like five nights. Mm -hmm. Five nights. Um, The cruise was like a week. But, so then, every night I would like go out, I would go, you know, to the, whatever excursions I had with my family Mm -hmm. on whatever country. Yeah. And then we would get back on the boat and we would go to dinner and um, then, like, go out and do whatever we were doing. And then they would walk me back to my room. And then I would wait and change clothes and slug some cognac from this Listerine bottle. Like, I don't think anybody else drank that cognac. I think everyone <laughs> forgot it was there. Yeah. And I, like, I just did the whole bottle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then I'd go back up and I would find him. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, always in the same place. And I think there was one night that I, like, couldn't find him. Was it Wednesday night that I didn't find him immediately and I started talking to somebody else? Somebody else started talking to me. Mm. I went to the club and, and he wasn't there. So I sat down and somebody else started talking to me. Maybe, I think. And then that person like got up and like to go get a drink. And Andreas came out of nowhere wow. and swooped in and sat back down next to me. And he's like, who's that? And I was like, I'm just some random. I was like, you weren't here. So I just, some random guy wanted to buy me a drink. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> and then it was just like a funny little week of um running around and we would like walk under the stars on the top floor Mm -hmm. and he would hold my hand like everybody on the boat thought that we were engaged oh my gosh people were coming up to us all the time like oh like is this your engagement trip or whatever and we would just like lie and be like yeah Yeah. (laughs) um we won one night too because we were we would dance all over the boat like he was such a good dancer and he would spin me around and like, we would do like lifts and st- yeah. it was so funny. We, he would, we would like lift me up and twirl me around and like throw me around. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, one night it was, I think it was Thursday night. Um, cause we had spent at this point some like accumulated so many hours of just like hanging out together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were in the club dancing or we had left, we'd been in the club dancing, mm-hmm. left and we were walking around like holding hands or something and like kissing and then um and whatever and this woman came up to us and she was like hey or it was this woman and like a team of people they're like hey can we get a picture of you guys or something like that and they took a picture they were from carnival and then they were like um or maybe they gave us the award first and then took our picture but they were like um we've seen you dancing all over the boat and we wanted to give you this award for like the most carnival spirit or something like that oh my gosh and it was a vip table in this club with like bottle service and like a it was like a free really nice bottle of champagne and um yeah and it was like wild it was like a three-hour ordeal that we had won yeah in the club like that night and 
we were like, oh my God, like, cool, thanks. Yeah. And I was so excited. I was like, this is the best thing ever. Can you believe yeah. it? He was like, we're not doing that. And I was like, why? Why would we not do that? And he was like, no, like, we don't need to do that. Because he just wanted to, like, I think, continue with what we had been doing, which is, like, walking around and, you know, like, talking. Because we yeah. did have some deep conversations. Oh, really? Too. Yeah, like, we, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, depth to it. It was really interesting dynamic. Because um, there's also so much, like, insulting each other. Um, <laughs> like, I remember him saying at one point, he was like, don't try to make this mushy like the Titanic or something. And I said, oh, and I, said, I was like, I, could, I only wish that this was the Titanic so that I could push you to your death off of, like, a door. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> so funny but um so then i gave like i gave that vip lounge thing away to my brother who was dumb enough that night because we ran into him in the club oh, okay. and he saw me with this guy and he was like who's that and i was like don't worry about it. and just my fiance, just my fiance <laughs> apparently um Oh, and he was so dumb about it. He was, like, drunk, too. So I gave it to him, and he thought that it was just, like, redeemable any night. And I was like, no, dude. Like, that was, like, uh, a celeb. Like, you could have just... No. You needed to give that to a girl tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so he didn't care, though. Um, <laughs> and I didn't care. But, so, yeah. So then, like, the whole night... There, I guess it was every night, pretty much. Well, the first couple nights, he was, like... Didn't, he didn't even, like, bring it up. Mm-hmm. Which I think... I think that he probably assumed that I was going to try to sleep with him. Or, like, okay. that I would assume that that was happening. Which night? Most of them. Oh, okay. I think, <laughs> I think the first couple nights, like, if I had to think about how he was doing it, because he didn't say anything, like, the first couple nights, and I can only imagine that, that he was waiting for me to say something so that he could turn me down mm. as, like, a tactic thing, just based on what I understand now about that whole dynamic. Like, yeah. I, I never, I, I, know, I didn't put a ton of thought into it, but I just realized now, like, that's why that went the way it did. Um, and so then finally it was, like, Friday night... Uh, it was, like, one Thursday night, I think, he, like, asked me to come back to his room or something, or, like, tried to have me come back to his room. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, if we're going to do anything, what I tell him, I was like, if we're going to do anything, it's going to be in the bathroom. And he was, like, <laughs> he was like, why the bathroom? He was like, that's so gross. Why the bathroom? And I was like, because I know that you would hate it. <laughs> that's so good. It was, like, such a dumb, like, thing. But he was like, he's like, no, we're not doing it in the bathroom. And I said, well, then I guess we're not doing it at all. (laughs) Oh, well. And I think he really thought I was bluffing. There was also a night that, like, I, he had said something, just, like, given me one of, like, those little insults, those little digs. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had been standing in the casino. I think maybe he was, he was sitting at the bar in the casino. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe I wanted him to go do something with me or something, and he wouldn't. And I stormed off, like, pretend, make-believe stormed off, and went around, because you could go around, and I could come up on, like, the other side of him, you know, mm-hmm. and sneak attack him. Yeah, yeah. So, like, stormed around. I was like, okay, bye. Like, have a good night. I'll see you maybe, like, tomorrow night, whatever. And I got up, and I left, and I stormed around. And as I'm coming back up behind him, he's literally saying to the bartender, like, she'll be back within five minutes. And I was like, what the hell? Get out of my head. And I was like, Wow. And so then I pretended to be mad at him for a while. And then he was like... Did you come back then or did you wait it out? Like, Yeah, no, well, because I had to be close enough to hear him tell the bartender that. And I was like... And so then I said, are you kidding me? And he said, oh, there you are. And I was like, oh my God. So then um, I pretended to be mad at him and then he... This really could be a movie. It's so funny because especially this part, he said... um, (laughs) 
they were like the most dramatic, like, like stupidly, ironically dramatic nights. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he was like apologizing to me then for, um, I guess predicting my behavior. I don't know. I got him to the point that he was apologizing and I was still storming off yeah. and I was like, no, it's like whatever. And so I then stormed off again mm-hmm. thinking that he would come after me, mm-hmm. but like he, uh, like knowing that he probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he had followed me like up from the casino bar to like the hallway outside the casino. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to go do what I want to do. I think, cause I think he still wouldn't come with me to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can have a great night. And uh, so I, you was, may have a great I night. stormed off expecting him to chase me and he didn't. So then I just went back to my room and slugged some more cognac and like did some more whatever went on another little walk because I was also drunk this whole week so then I went back upstairs and I found him again and I was like hey what's up it was just so funny but it was like very there are such dramatic moments like that one like me storming away I have like a mental image of like the staircase that I then went down and all this Mm -hmm. stuff um and then exactly where I found him because I forget where it was that I found him and I said like hi or something like that or said and it was in it might have been in the club too because how he had found me in the club mm-hmm. and he sat down in the club I think it, it was something like that and I was like hey and I forget like, he like wasn't even surprised that I like came back up to him it was so dumb so then it was Friday night and we had spent like the whole night running around dancing and stuff and um, he asked me to come down to his room because we had been like making out you know what I mean too mm-hmm. um. And he asked me to come down to his room and um, this was the day that I saw him on like during the day on the boat too. Cause I'd never see him during the day on the boat or if oh, I would, it would be in passing and we just kind of like throw each other yeah, like yeah. a nod. <laughs> um, but the one day I, like I was on the boat in the evening and my family had, like just walked away mm-hmm. and he came out of nowhere and he was like, was that your family? And I was like, yes. How did you know? <laughs> He's like, oh, well, you know. Um, and then he introduced me to his brothers, I think, and then asked me if I was going out that night. And I was like, well, yeah, I figured, like, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, okay. So then that night, um, we, like, went dancing again. We did more running around and, like, drinks and whatever. And, mm-hmm. like, more hide-and-seek on the boat. <laughs> and um, more, like, walking under the stars and, like, sitting on the deck chairs under the stars. And it was yeah. all, like, gorgeous. I wish that this was actually somebody who I was, like, in love with. Oh, yeah. But... I, you know, I probably was in that moment. That's probably the most in love with somebody I've been at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, so I was, so I'm 18 years old, right? And I'm still a virgin mm-hmm. too. We'll backtrack into this yeah. because I just had never like felt like putting up with anybody's <laughs> and all through high school. I didn't date because I was like already over it. I was like, this is dumb really? dating. And like, yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't, I was just over it Interesting. before. I, Cause I think I knew how dumb we like, like teenagers dating looked to adults Yeah, and just how how silly it would be in the end and so right. I just never really and also because I was so aware that guys were just trying to like sleep with girls mm-hmm. and um the dishonesty of it all like hurts yeah. me um so yeah it was weird but I never dated in high school so I like was you know I had my first kiss when I was like 17 yeah. and then um I was 18 and a virgin but I decided I think at some point I was like you know if I'm gonna like whenever it happens I want it to be a good story yeah, yeah, I can yeah. like tell for years to come and <laughs> little did I know how that's good it the best would be um, so I was like well this is it like this is yeah. <laughs> this is the time there's a time so because um, I figured because people like try to make it special with like someone they love and I'm like no I just want it to be a funny story <laughs> um, so 
So we went back. We were like dancing, whatever. It was now it was like three in the morning, and um, we went. He like had me come down to his room. He like finally I was like okay like I'll go down like whatever. So we walk into his room, but and he goes into the bathroom, <laughs> and I'm like so nervous now because now I'm like oh shit, like this is horrifying. And I ran out of his room. Wait, what part was horrifying? Just that you were alone with him? That I was alone with him and that, like, this was about to happen. Mm. This experience that I'd not had. Yeah. Um, Which sounds kind of corny, but, like, literally I was like, wait, like, I don't... This is scary. Intimidating. So I ran out of his room while he was in the bathroom, like, without making a sound. (laughs) And I went out to the elevator lobby and I was, like, hiding behind some wall (laughs) out of the elevator lobby because, it's like, I didn't want to stop hanging out with him that night. Right. But I didn't want to like I was scared of what was about to happen yeah so I was like well I can't I don't want to actually take the elevator like up to my room and go to bed because then we like we don't get to run around anymore mm-hmm. um so I was just kind of like biding time you know yeah stalling and I see him like come out to the elevator lobby all like confused yeah, obviously right. And he's, like, looking, and I'm behind this one corner, and he, I think I, like, made some kind of noise or something, or, like, chuckled. I think I giggled, because I was, like, I can turn this into, like, a funny, like, not, like, a weird, like, I'm crazy thing, but, like, a funny, like, ha ha, (laughs) fooled you. Because I was drunk, let's keep in mind. So, um, so then he came over, and he, like, had an earnest moment with me, and he looked at me, he was, like, what, like, why why are you out here or something? Or he was, he was just asking, he was, like, what, like, why did you run out? And... (laughs) I, that's, I made it an earnest moment. This is, like, the only earnest moment I had with him through the whole, well, because we had deep conversations or whatever, but it wasn't anything, like... Personal? Personal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, we would divulge personal information, but it wasn't about the other person, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I looked up into those big old baby blues, and I was like, you scare the shit out of me. And, um... He was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so funny. They thought, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. And um, I was like, it's okay. Like, you're just really intimidating. And he was like, oh, I didn't mean to be intimidating. I didn't mean to, you know, I thought that, yeah. you know, I thought that this was all fun. And I was like, no, and like, it is. <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> so then he walked me back to his room and we proceeded to do the, the deed. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, like, I had had my, like, cards and stuff, my ID mm-hmm. um, and my debit card like, tucked into my bra. Okay. Or maybe it was, like, my room key and my ID tucked into my bra. Yeah. Um, so that it fell out, <laughs> right? And it was on the floor of his cabin, and he saw it, and he grabbed it, like, after. He was like, he was like wait a second. And he, like, looked at it, and he was like, you are 18. And I was oh like, God. I was like, wow, you were you really went into this not knowing. And he was like, he's like, I think, like, you had to be, but wow, but you really are only 18. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I said, and guess what else? And he was like, what? Because <laughs> he told me too that he didn't want to do it if I was a virgin, like at some point during the week, which is actually horrible of me. But <laughs> I was like, I think he like alluded to not wanting to do it. He was like, if you're a virgin, like I can't keep, like I can't do this with you. Or he was like, I can't, I can't, um, I can't keep pursuing you if you're a virgin or something, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I was like, well, guess what else? And he was like, what? And I said, I was a virgin. And he was like, no. And his face sunk and he just looked more defiant. And he's like, and then it, like, it, it, that was for like a second. And he's like, you're kidding me. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I said, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I said thank you. I think I said you're welcome or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, um, 
he was like, oh my God, what, what, what did he say then? He was like, why would you tell me that now? And I said, like verbatim, I said, um, because I couldn't let you hang on to all of that satisfaction. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was like, wow. And then I went up to my room and went to bed. <laughs> Um, so then so wow. the story ends, right? So then the next night, the next day is like another day at sea. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so we're going back to Miami. Yeah. And I think this also, this day he came up to, maybe this is the day that he came up to me on the boat, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, like during the day, during daylight hours. Mm-hmm. So then we ended up like, we did the same thing, went out that night. We were like, went out dancing and he was like, do you want to go like back to my room? And I said, no. And he was like, oh, okay <laughs> like what do you want to do and I said I think I want to go get pizza <laughs> and he was like okay so he went and he like bought me pizza and I remember this specifically too I was following him up these stairs he was holding these two massive slices of pizza because <laughs> now it's like three in the morning uh-huh. um, we did our whole like night of shenanigans and um, he took it up to like the, the top top deck mm-hmm. above <clears> the window <throat> deck and we were sitting under the stars again, and it was always literally like just him and me on this top deck whenever we would walk yeah. around. It was it was it truly was a very romantic setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the way up the steps, he dropped one of the slices of pizza, and I said, I said something like, "Oh, that's a shame that you dropped your slice." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "There's nothing wrong with it." He like picked it up off the step, and like the cheese all came off, so he like picked the cheese off no. the step too and piled it back on. And then we were eating this pizza, like, a, you know, we went and sat down mm-hmm. and we were like sharing a, a lounge chair and we were eating this p- pizza and I asked him, cause he did eat that slice. He, mm-hmm. I don't think he was going to let me eat it. <laughs> and, um, I was like, how does it taste? And he said, it tastes like stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm in love with you. <laughs> um, and so then we're eating and we're talking and he said, um, like I don't remember what it came to like how this came up but he said this is all a game to see who can care less and I always win and in my mind I'm like wow I thought that we weren't gonna like mention that you know because I think I knew that right but I was like let's let's not make it so clinical here so trying to have a nice romantic vacation with my fiance Um, so he said that and I said oh and then like in my mind everything changed and I was like okay well, now I know how this is going to end. Mm. So then we finished our pizza and I got up and walked away and he was like, where are you going? And I was like, I was going to go get coffee because I asked him to stay up with me all night because mm-hmm. I was going to pull an all-nighter mm-hmm. because I had to be off the boat at like six in the morning or like nine in the morning, yeah. something early. I think I was 6 a.m. and he was 9 a.m. So he's like, no, I'm going to go back to sleep. Like I'm not staying up all night. And I said, no, like yeah. stay up all night with me. And he was like, no. <laughs> and then, um, sorry, you are going to have to censor some of those. That's okay. But he said, um, so I went to go get my coffee. I was like, I'm staying up all night. Like, I don't, you know, I'm going to get coffee. Yeah. And he said, um, so he like stayed upstairs for a second and then he came down because I think he realized I wasn't bluffing uh-huh. and he came, like, I think he realized like, I was just kind of done with him Yeah. and he came down to the coffee and he was like, okay, well I'm, I'm going to go to sleep. Um, and he came up to me and grabbed my hands. I was like holding this coffee cup and he was standing in front of me and I was like, what? And he was like, give me your hands. And I gave him my hands and, um, I said, um, what do you say? What, what I say? I said, what, what the, I said, I'll do the verbatims. I said, what the f- are you doing? And he said, well, I just wanted to say goodbye. And I looked him in his eyes and I said, why the f- would you do that? And like, like, like you know why would you give me an earnest moment and he (laughs) looked at me with like 
crushed <laughs> and he was holding onto my hands uh-huh. and I was standing there like with my attitude yeah. and he just like threw them down and he said, oh, fuck you and walked away Dang. and went to the elevator thing. And like, I waited a little bit and then I was like, that was kind of mean to me, huh? <laughs> so then I like went to go after him because yeah. now I wanted my goodbye, you know, mm-hmm. as one does. I like wanted my little smooches and <laughs> he was like gone. And I was like, well, but the moral of the story is but- I won. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, it's all a game to see who can care less. And you, you think you do it? Well, no, I knew I cared more, but to, in his mind, right? Exactly. As long as he thinks I won, wow. I won, and that's that on that. And so that was the last interaction. Yes. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's so insane! Isn't that ridiculous? It's like a full movie. Oh my gosh, that'd be such a good horrible ending. Right. To a movie like such a letdown. Yeah. So anticlimactic. Oh my goodness. Okay, I have follow up questions, obviously, but yeah, I please. really need to go to the bathroom. Please, by all means, do. I'll answer these texts. Happy Ford one. I was gonna say it. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my gosh. I was wow. So, I was like, oh, she better come out in one minute. Great minds. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. We're so good. I know. We're so insane. We're, we're on the same wavelength. We really are. Um. So yeah, follow-up questions for my yeah. long, long, long virginity story. <laughs> Thank you again for respecting my mug rule. Oh my god, um, by all means. <laughs> I appreciate it. I think it's a good rule to have. Okay. Um, so I guess, like, how was the experience? Did it live up to your thought? Uh, you don't have to obviously go into anything that you're comfortable with. <laughs> like but... the anatomical details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I didn't... I didn't try to predict, I guess, what that would be. Yeah. Like. Right. I think it kind of, I mean. There's a weird time to touch food, by the way. Wow, I didn't even realize. <laughs> You're right, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- it wasn't like, um, I think I just have a good perspective, I guess. Because I understood, like, what it was, you know. Um, that it didn't mean anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, yeah, because I was, like, after that Sunday, mm-hmm. I was almost certainly never going to see this person again. Right, yeah. Um, and the only circumstances that would bring me back into his ethos would be, like, just by chance. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So I knew that I wasn't going to see him again, and that this was not going to be, like, a right. passionate... Um, love making <laughs> moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it. Yeah, it just it. It very much did what I wanted it to do, which was give me a good story. Right. Yeah. So it did live up to that. Yeah. That's. In great. fact, it it. I think it surpassed my expectations in that in that regard. Okay, great. <laughs> you mean like um, your expectations for a good story? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like. Agree. I didn't think. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no way you could expect that to be right yeah. to end up being the, I mean I guess once I got through the week I was like yeah like because the actual act itself was not going to be the good story the right, good yeah, story right. was going to be the circumstances yeah, yeah, yeah. surrounding it because mm-hmm. um, there's only so good that like <laughs> right, yeah. I, don't know that, I don't know that like that act is ever a good story <laughs> <laughs> like a really like fun and exciting story yeah not many of those yeah no. but yeah no so yeah it lived up very and I think even more because of how um, 
emotionally heightened the entire like experience was for me because I'd gone from being so anxious mm-hmm. and in like the worst frame of mind ever yeah, yeah, yeah. to then being like the queen of this cruise ship. I won a limbo contest twice on that cruise ship. Like I have a trophy from Carnival Cruise that they gave me for winning the limbo. Like I ended up being like the cruise ship's sweetheart winning this like, dance oh competition gosh, too yeah. that I didn't even know it was happening. Yeah. Um. So that all made it stick in my mind much more and like the details of it yeah. I think are that much more vibrant for it so the story was yeah like the uh, yeah the story is better than I mean it sounds kind of sad it's like not a, a super great story it's like a fun story to tell yeah it's definitely and it could yeah. be a screenplay but um <laughs> yeah that's what I wanted out of it and I got it wow that's great so I think I, f- I forgot to check mark Carnival Cruise. I'm sure you said that. And mm. then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the goodbye one, the heartbreaker. I'm just trying to say goodbye. Why would you say that? I'm just trying to say goodbye. <laughs> Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> oh my goodness, that's such a thick story. That's not even the right adjective, but it's it's so thick. Yeah, it's dense. Dense for sure. Meaty. Yeah. <laughs> meaty, yeah. Very meaty, luscious yeah. story. I wish I could remember all the digs we gave each other, too, because there were some funny ones that I, like... Yeah. I went to try to write it down, too, because I was like, these could be great lines. But there was so much wit being thrown around. Like, yeah. we were both on it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, pat on the back. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my gosh. Um... But he mentioned the game, right? When you yeah. guys were together, too. So that's an interesting... Yeah, that's a weird, like, foreshadowing element of it. Yeah. I don't even know that it was... Because foreshadowing, I think, implies unintentional. Um, I think that it was pretty intentional on his part. He was mm-hmm. like, have you read the game? Like, <laughs> pretty much, like, going step by step through the game. I think it might have even just been like, a, have you, like, read this book? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I have. I had not. (laughs) You told him you did? (laughs) Yeah, I told him that I was familiar with it because my brothers had brought it up to me before. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. um, So I told him that I, like, had read parts of it, I think, which I think was true, but the parts of it that I had read were, like, (laughs) maybe the first couple sentences Mm -hmm. in the book, and then I put it down. Yeah. Um, And then I read it afterwards, and I said, oh, God, this man has literally followed in the footsteps of these men who, like, are the saddest population of men uh-huh. on the planet. Yeah. The guys who, like, <laughs> try to be pickup artists. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it worked. Yeah. But I would leave that out of the screenplay, I think. Really? Maybe not. Like, in my ideal screenplay, where I'm the heroine, mm-hmm. I think I would, just to make it a more, like... No, because that really is part of the kicker. Is that yeah. is like that brings it ties it all together. Yeah, I wouldn't leave it out. Okay. I would leave it exactly how it is. I think the story's good. Yeah, yeah. Because I I want to write stuff for like a living, hopefully. So maybe we could oh, collab yeah. and like kind of bang out some details. Give me like, later. A good, like half a percent of the royalty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just but based on a true story. Yeah. And like at the end, be like, um, <laughs> like where where are they now? Yeah, Bonnie yeah. Bonnie immediately found Andreas on Facebook, <laughs> despite only knowing his first name. Yeah. And the general city that he lived in, he yeah. didn't even live in Vancouver. Really? I had to find out like the I. With my FBI skills, found like the rural suburb uh-huh. of Vancouver, in which he lived. How? 
Just the magician never reveals her secret. <laughs> Persistence and magic. Persistence and like obsession a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Quite a bit actually. <laughs> that was my other thing too. I thought this is like the most perfect person for me to lose my virginity to because knowing myself and like knowing the way that I've gotten attached to ideas of people in the past, mm-hmm. like long before that, I was like, whoever this unlucky man is has to be somebody <laughs> who I part ways with and literally can't track down. Because I will find him yeah. and like I'll obsess over him for yeah. forever. And I just like I knew I was gonna obsess over it for a while. Yeah. Um and I did. Like for for a while I like obsessed over it. Yeah. Um and how long is do you like, How long do you think months? I obsessed over? Yeah. Well, I mean I very promptly like went back to school and then um spiraled into a horrible eating disorder. Yeah. So it was I guess I think it might have um, it's like that entirety of that I feel like which was well not the entirety of that huh? I think he was on my mind with some regularity with like extreme regularity for the first probably month or two or three and mm-hmm. then with like some regularity um, for like a year yeah because I had not had like once again I hadn't had a boyfriend mm-hmm. I'd never had anybody who I would like be who I would ever envision or who I would ever have any sort of situation where like we're walking around holding hands with, you know? Um, and I generally people who were interested in dating me, I would immediately lose interest in as soon as like they were interested. Um, so there's just like, I had never had any experience like that where I'm like with someone like have a, like a, person that I'm with a fiance right correct (laughs) um for like any period of time and it there's an element of loyalty to it too and like an element of monogamy Mm, it felt like because it was like we automatically like he would come looking for me Mm. if if he didn't you know if I if if I didn't find him yeah on any given night he would come looking for me which I thought was like cute and nice yeah um, but I had never had that before, so I think that also fueled the obsession because it was like he was in a sense <laughs> so sad, but in a sense he was like my first experiences of like a boyfriend type mm-hmm. figure, you know. Um, especially because other like little boyfriends that I had in high school, I <laughs> I dated one boy in seventh grade for three days, and it only lasted three days because he asked me to be, and I had a crush on him like at the time, I had mm-hmm. a big crush on this kid. Um, his name was Sam Clever. And then he asked me to be his girlfriend. We're in seventh grade, mind you. Mm-hmm. Asked me to be his girlfriend. And I have like a pain. I've always had a painful awareness of how like mediocre situations that I'm in are. <laughs> if they are, you know. <laughs> so I'm I'm like well aware that I'm 12 years old. Right. <laughs> and like this kid asked me to be his girlfriend. And I'm like, dude, like I'm a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though you act like an adult and you feel like an adult for forever, like, I was like, I'm like a toddler. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so he asked me to be his girlfriend and I went home and I was like, this is such a mediocre, like, ridiculous concept. I made myself sick over it. Like, physically ill because then I, because then, and this was like, I think a fear of commitment kind of thing too. Mm -hmm. Um, Which now that I'm older, like, I do recognize that's even possible in a 12 year old. Um where I just like was so disgusted now by the thought of this boy yeah. that I like made myself sick over it. Yeah. Like physically ill. Like I puked 
wow. for a couple days. <laughs> and my mom thought that I just had, like, the flu or something. Yeah. But I knew very well that it was, like, the, the boy flu. Like, a horrible... Yeah, it was cooties. I had caught cooties. And I never kissed him or anything. I don't even think I hugged him. Yeah. He wrote me a poem, though, because then I, I had to go back to school, right? Like, I couldn't keep dating this boy. I needed to be getting my education. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back, and I had one of my friends break up with him for me. No. And it broke his little heart. And then he wrote me this poem that he gave me on the bus. And it was like about like a lion. It was so deep. And I wish that I had this poem because it probably was a great piece yeah. of work. But I was still so aware of my own age and the mediocrity of like him being deep. at the. He was probably like 13. Him being deep at the age of 13. Yeah. Because it was some like poem about like a lion in a desolate desert and like wow. all the like the feeling of like having nothing. I don't even know what. And I was like, Brother, like, you're definitely going through this independently of me. Oh, if you wow. have all these feelings, like, it's certainly not actually coming from a... I've just always been so aware of how mediocre things are or, like, yeah. how, like... Like, I was... I don't know. I was just like, this isn't... This has very little to do with me because I literally don't know you. Right. Um. So, anyway. So, point is... Point of all of this is that, like, that ruined dating for me for a while. <laughs> and then I had a boyfriend in when I was in, like, eighth <clears throat> grade. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really a boyfriend. Like, he never... I never called him my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he called me his girlfriend, though, which is, like, fine. But then he went to tell me that he loved me one day. Wow. And I... Once again, it was like... I, it was like a... You only really have surface-level conversations with people at that point anyway. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know you. Did you Even say though that? I've been, like, hung, hanging out with you. No, what I said, he... Because he, once again, it was another, like, holding my hands, looking into my eyes wow. thing. And he said... Um, we were, like, saying goodbye or something. And he said, I love you. And I said thank you mm. and I walked away and then I ghosted him <laughs> uh. I don't know that I fully ghosted him though because I, I texted him later that week and I said I'm sorry I can't date you mm. and he moved on fast really yeah there's no poetry with that one <laughs> <laughs> at least not that I know of <laughs> but so the point is I never had a boy that I was like actually interested in and like stimulated by mm-hmm. where I thought that it wasn't as like and it to be fair, like, that actual situation, me and Andreas, was, is, like, mediocre, if you think, like, in retrospect. It wasn't mediocre. It was a very cool, like, a profound experience for me, but right. the actual idea that he was a pickup artist. Right, yeah. And I was, like, a virgin mm-hmm. does make it pretty mediocre. Yeah, those two yeah. other aspects. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't have an issue calling that mediocre, but it didn't feel mediocre in the moment. And it doesn't even, like, now just like the overall concept but yeah that i think all contributed to me being obsessed with him for as long as i was yeah and i would like oh my god i remember listening to lana del rey's born to die the paradise edition album for like that whole semester because i had just discovered it uh-huh. and the song dark paradise which is about being in love with someone who's dead really i think i actually read about it recently i don't know that he actually was dead but it might have been actually about alcohol because now, listening to it, I'm like, oh, this could be... Because she wrote a lot of her, like, love songs and songs of loss about alcohol. Because oh, she really? had an alcohol problem and she's sober now. Yeah. Cool. I don't really know anything about her, so... I love her. <laughs> anyway, the song I would listen to, because it's like, every time I close my eyes, it's like a dark paradise. No one compares to you, but there's no you except in my sleep tonight. Wow. I would listen to that and be like, wow, she gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this man like went back to his real estate job and like probably his girlfriend and <laughs> like over it. Oh man, uh, was did he have his own cabin then? No. So this is another fun part of the story. Another great line because uh, I told you he was born in Germany. Yeah. His parents were German. 
he was sharing his <clears throat> cabin with like his two younger brothers. Uh-huh. And I remember him taking a call whenever we like first got into it. Um, into the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> Not into the sex. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out what we, you meant. We had like come in and he got like a call and I just remember him answering it and he was speaking in German on the phone mm-hmm. and then I remember him saying Svansig, which is 20. And I, he said like Svansig or like Svansig Minuten, which is 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like he was telling his brothers to wait another 20 minutes. Uh, and I think that's what it was. But yeah, so his brothers were like out of the cabin. Yeah. But gave him like the brotherly, the brotherly <laughs> The sock on the door. Yeah, the sock <laughs> on the door. Um, And so you didn't, do it in the bathroom. No, which is so annoying. <laughs> in the movie, we'll make it the bathroom. In the movie, we'll make it the bathroom. Yeah, yeah in the movie, it'll be like <laughs> it'll be like the last night too, and I'll be like, "This is your last chance." Yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you? Was it always kind of known, like this is only it, or is it kind of like out of your mind, just kind of enjoying the moment, and then like toward the end, you realized, or you kind of acknowledge that it's there's there could never be anything more i think in my mind because there's like no absolutes in my mind either because mm-hmm. even like if i like saw him by chance or whatever actually and i think at the time my friends and i were planning a trip to the pacific northwest at some point oh. um and i remember bringing that up to him i was like because what did he he said something about it i was i was aware that i was going back to pittsburgh mm-hmm. and he was going back to vancouver yeah um but i do remember thinking like, I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, my friends and I are actually, like, going to be up in your neck of the woods. Because he said something about, like, not ever seeing me again or something yeah. like that. He was like, I just need to, like, wait this week out and then you're out of my hair. And I was like, actually, um, my friends and I are going to be up in the Pacific Northwest for a trip. We were, like, we really were planning it, but then we never did it. Because uh-huh. um, we plan a lot of trips that we never do. <laughs> and um, I was like, we were actually talking about going up there. So, um, so, what did I say? I forget what I said. I just made it like another insult, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, like, let me know or something like that. But in my mind, even then, I was like, he doesn't want me to let him know yeah. if I ever go. Like, he doesn't care. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. Also, at the time, because I hadn't had, like, I literally had not had um, a significant other, mm-hmm. you know, ever. And I, would, I would, significant other can yeah. just be like a person that you are, like, with in right. some context for some amount of time. Um, just like on that boat, he was my like crew significant other. Yeah. And, um, so in my mind also it was so special. And I was like, wow, like what a, this is such a sad thing. Like what a lost connection. Mm-hmm. But I also knew, I was like, if he like cared to, if this, I said, if this, if this is actually as special as it feels to me, yeah. like if that's, if it's this rare to find somebody who you have like a connection with, yeah. then he would also be like feeling that way. And, be wanting to like get contact information and he's not so i like i don't know i guess i knew enough to know like it's, this is certainly not the first time that this is gonna happen or this is certainly not the last time this is gonna mm-hmm. happen and i probably do just need to like date people <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's so weird to think he's just a person that lives yeah he's just like a floating around out there somewhere <laughs> yeah in vancouver i guess i wonder if he goes on uh cruises a lot I hope he does. That'd be really fun. You know, I've crept on his pictures. I haven't in a while now. It's probably been a couple of years. Uh-huh. But um, it didn't seem like he was on anymore. Yeah. But you said he he was possibly married before? Mm-hmm. 
pretty sure he was married before because I found yeah. their like wedding registry yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. Um, and didn't you say it was like a brother-in-law or something at one point? Was the oh yeah, it was his sister's husband. It's like his actual sister's oh, yeah, okay, husband was okay. on the boat. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he had been <clears throat> married at some point and then gotten divorced and then in my creeping like since then because i do go check up on him i guess i probably have checked up on him like once in the last year yeah just to kind of see yeah and now i realize too that he's very much not my type like -hmm. as much as we got along on the boat and like Mm -hmm. had like a fun time yeah his interests and mine um very divergent okay (laughs) they're like not yeah he seems to be a little bit of like um (laughs) like he i think is an actual want to be influencer really on the internet yeah no that's, like, that's like the best way that i can put it he's not like an actual influencer right but he takes himself really seriously really? which i can't yeah, do. yeah yeah i can't do like taking yourself seriously on social media right take yourself seriously wherever like i don't care but mm-hmm. but i can't i couldn't be with somebody whose like social media presence is like pristine and they like need it to be i don't know they just need to like keep up appearances mm-hmm. yeah you can't look like weird in any way or... yeah like no like, that's not how you you're not in real life always doing a commercial for your real estate <laughs> like... yeah that's <laughs> funny yeah so so as well that ends well <laughs> if he approached me now i'd be like no dude really you wouldn't well, even talk to him no i, I mean if, if he approached me now like and we've had that experience together i would talk to him and like entertain him maybe for a second i would never sleep with him again yeah um but if he approached me now without me knowing him like i didn't know him Mm -hmm. and he approached me and tried the same stuff oh yeah i probably would not no i'm certain i wouldn't go for it because now i know better but also if he just approached me as a normal person yeah with like the wild interests that he has and the lifestyle that he lives i'd be like no brother yeah that's so interesting um you said <clears throat> uh, have different interests, and this is what isn't isn't doesn't seem like this is what you went, meant. But uh, it made me think about uh, how I I don't think you need a lot of interest together to be in love and work as a as like a significant other. And I want to hear your take on that. Uh, like it, 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 um, I can't, I'm trying so hard not to say like, so I'm taking oh, longer. Shit. I need to be doing that. I'm going to have to edit out all have, my likes. No, I guarantee I have. I haven't noticed, but, um, I'm, I'm talking slower because I'm trying to edit out. All <laughs> your likes. You're just yeah. leaping out. That's um, fair. I admire the effort. Thank you so much. Yeah, you don't need to have a lot of interests. (laughs) You don't need to have a lot of interest. Um, As an example, uh, I don't like people that are super into sports, even though I'm pretty pretty into sports, because I I like the level-headedness of, like, sports are just, like, silly. You know, like, it's a ball, and people are throwing it at each other. Yeah, and... um, Everybody should be in it to have fun. What? (laughs) Sports are funny to me, because... This is such a tangent. No, 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 And I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. But if you think about it, it's just all the games that you learn in gym class, in elementary school, and men made a professional yeah. <laughs> crusade about yeah. it, which I think is funny. It is funny. Yeah, there's a lot of comedy to be had about how no. silly that is. Um, 
but yes, yeah, so I, I think as to some things, obviously, it's harder to to be really into something and then the other person isn't. Um, but what do you think about having very, very similar interests and in, or very different interests, like hobbies, I guess? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think that's good. I think it's good to have um, to kind of run the gamut of of interests and try to cover as much ground as possible as a team, okay, um, yeah. which means, you know, you can't really have as many, I mean, it's good to have overlapping interests cause then you can do things together, yeah. but I do think it's good to have your own interests too. Mm-hmm. Um, cause very similar to you not being like being into people who aren't into sports. Yeah. I don't think that I could be with an actor, okay. even though I love acting right. and I love theater. Yeah. Just because I know, like, how <laughs> this sounds so bad, um, and is a full reflection of myself, um, how narcissistic and how dramatic of a person that can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I like people who like to watch theater. Mm-hmm. And I dated a guy actually recently who um, he was really into sports and took them seriously and hated. Um, but hated my flippant <laughs> remarks mm. about sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would just make more because he would react so <laughs> funny to them. Uh, he was funny to wind up because <laughs> <laughs> he, he would get so mad about it. He hates my social media too. Really? Yeah, I shot him a text the other day. I said, "Did you like my new influencer post?" Because he thinks that's like the worst thing. In he, what way? He, it's like it's not funny, or no? He thinks that because um, <laughs> he's told me before about my social media. He was like, "That's not how you are in real life. In real life, you're grounded and you're you know easy right, to talk yeah, to and you're yeah. cerebral. Um, why do you represent yourself like this on social media?" Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Well, why do you represent yourself?" <laughs> Why do you represent yourself as someone who's respectable and like put together? Yeah, honorable person. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, I said, I, because in my mind, like my social media is as much me as anybody else's is when they're taking themselves seriously. Like, I just don't take myself seriously. Right, yeah. So it really, like, that is pure me. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. 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 Like, it's not, right? But it's, Mm -hmm. you know, on a mental level, it is. Right, right. Um, But. Yeah, so, but he and I got along, even though I didn't understand sports, because he would take me to, like, he took me to a hockey game, um, and I didn't understand it, and he thought it was funny. Like, I guess he thought it was probably cute or something. Not to put words in his mouth. (laughs) He probably actually hated it. But I was sitting in the stands, and, like, there was nothing, I guess, apparently happening. Uh But they were hitting the puck around, (laughs) and it just looked like something exciting was happening, because it moves fast, that little second. Yeah. It flies. It does, yeah. So I was sitting there, and I was, like, all amped, like, on the edge of my seat watching it. And he started laughing, and he was, like, I was like, what? Like, what's funny? And he was like, there's nothing happening right now. Like, you look really excited for no reason. And I was like, but look at how fast it's going. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing. And then I was like, well, then how do you ever, is there no build to the game of hockey as a spectator? Because you really just have to wait for it to, like, hit the goal. And then all of a sudden you're excited. Is that how that right. works? Right. Yeah, like, yeah, There's yeah. no, like, on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I think, I think that's, that's something that Sammy and I actually talked about yesterday is, um, uh, kind of always trying to be perpetually 
seeing things with new eyes, even though like you've seen something a thousand times, like appreciate something like you're seeing it for the first time. Because when I, I remember when I went through a hockey game for the first time, it was amazing how fast they go and like the puck, like you said. And now I wouldn't be as amazed, but it's still pretty like uh, enticing. I don't know if that's the right word, but um, enthralling. I like that. Yeah. Better. <laughs> um, to see them like go at such a high speed and have such precision with their sticks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think he's too jaded. He should be more excited about you being excited. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm he, saying. He was a funny guy to be dating. How did we get on this tangent? Because I can tell uh, so many stories about him. He was hilarious. Uh, just different interests. Oh, different interests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was cool. And and then I found out that he didn't like didn't understand theater at all oh, really? and didn't watch it. He had been to maybe he, he had like a rich family. Mm. Um, and he had been to I think. And his dad was really into theater. He told hmm. me his dad would go to shows all the time. And yeah. he lived in Toronto, where there's a ton of theater. Yeah. And he had only maybe gone to one show whenever he was younger, and he couldn't remember what it was. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> um, but I thought that was exciting, because then I was like, I can introduce him to all these new, like, fun things yeah, that, yeah. I, that I love, and, like, get him really into it, um, which didn't end up happening. But um, <laughs> he was funny. Yeah, I think different interests are good, because I like to learn, too. I don't think I would want... I wouldn't want... Yeah, I wouldn't want to... I probably wouldn't even be attracted to somebody who had all the same interests as me because mm. it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you said a version boring. of that last podcast. You're like, yeah. I like to date to kind of get to know more people and yeah, what learn they things. like and stuff. Yeah, which now that I'm thinking about it, I could really refine my dating game because I feel like I chameleon guys so hard and I just get into whatever they're into. Right, yeah. But realistically... Well, I guess that's the point, though. That is exciting to have somebody get into what you're into. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Never mind. I'm a pro. <laughs> uh what time do you need to go you know i don't have like a, a concrete time okay, what time do you out. need me to go um i don't know we're just only three bullet points in. i know it's the only thing <laughs> but uh i could we could literally talk for forever ever ever I, I do. We, I mean, I could talk less for all of these bullet points no i mean it just comes to me and then i start yeah i don't want you to like censor yourself vomiting. or, or or cut yourself off. Well, but I don't want to not get to everything that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, so just keep on pushing forward. Okay. <clears throat> um, I guess... What? Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I, <laughs> I do like the next bullet point a lot as well. As okay. I, I don't I think that's a really funny one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of touched on that a little bit in the past ones, but I want to um, say one more follow-up to what you just said. Uh um, how did you guys, or why did you guys break up the rich boy? Um, the rich boy. You're a rich girl. Ain't gone too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. Um, he, so he was, like I said, he was from Toronto. Yeah. And he was in Pittsburgh for school. Okay. Cause he had gotten, um, a a soccer scholarship, Hmm. um, to play for RMU. And he'd then also gotten his master's. So he was, what, 20, he just turned 25. Yeah, he was 24 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I met him in January. And, like, the beginning of January. And um, we dated, like, immediately. Like, we met, and he, I guess, had already decided. He had asked his friends about me. Because um, <laughs> he had a couple friends who knew me from high school. Oh, cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's smart and whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they said. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I don't know. Um, and so he decided that he, like, wanted to 
date me, date me. And I didn't know what I was getting into when I went on, on this hinge date. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but then he was really interesting. We ended things... It was in the beginning of February that he told me... That he took me to this hockey game. Mm-hmm. And then that he told me afterwards that the company... Oh, so he'd been at RMU for a master's. Then he had gotten a job at um, a company in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then his visa was going to run up, out oh. in July. Yeah. So he had time to get it um, renewed. But because of the government shut down last year for a couple weeks... Oh, yeah. It, he... He wasn't going to be able to get it because, like, the, the time he was already running up to the, I guess, last minute yeah. to get it renewed by the time that it was going to run out. Yeah. And then the government shut down for a couple weeks. Yeah. And then everything got, like, backed up. So then he couldn't. At least this is the story that he told me. <laughs> I don't know if this is true. I think yeah. it is, though. Yeah, um, it sounds real. <laughs> but he, yeah, so he couldn't get a new visa and then the ceo that hired him who liked him uh-huh. had also left his company mm. and then new ceo who i guess didn't like him as much oh. um and so instead of they were they, they sat him down in an office i think this is like funny and sad they sat him down in an office and they were like so um we could pay like an extra fifty thousand dollars i don't know how much actually it was like 25 i don't i don't know how yeah. much things cost because like, they could we could pay extra money to expedite your visa application and uh-huh. get it approved on time um but we only do that for executives which you are not so <laughs> your last day will be july 3rd oh, yeah. and he was like oh so he told me that after this game and we had like a very tender moment um and i was like oh, oh, oh. We, you know we did some crying because there's also some drinking involved <laughs> and then um he was like so like yes it's not i don't want to fully in-. he's like i haven't fully invested myself yet anyway because i knew that i was maybe going to be going which ticked me off yeah because i was like dog you can't dog (laughs) you can't tell me now that you didn't fully invest yourself i fully invest myself in i mean to be fair i don't have an off switch for that like i just fully invest myself in everything anyway because i don't like i can't compartmentalize like boys do yeah um but he was like but now like i really like i have to kind of pump the brakes or something and I, I was like, okay, well, as long as we can keep doing what we were doing, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were in agreement yeah. that he was going to both pump the brakes and we weren't going to change what we were doing. Right, yeah. Um, which didn't work well. So it was kind of things ended because he was leaving, but then also because he got really shady after that and it really annoyed me. Like, yeah. he just, like, he didn't, it, he did not leave things the way that they were. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, because he's pumping the brakes. And... <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, then he, like, I guess popped back up on my friend's, like, dating apps, um, and, like, had messaged one of my friends, I guess, that he didn't realize was my friend, mm. to try to, like, hook up with her one mm-hmm. night. And this was, I mean, this was, like, a, maybe, like, a month after the conversation happened. Mm-hmm. And he had been shady already, and I had gotten, like, crazy. <laughs> um, because I was drinking a lot with my friends, and I would, like, go out, and he would not answer me, and I would know that he was online, like I would message him on Instagram because I could see that he was active right, on Instagram yeah. and he would fully ignore it and I yeah. can't stand being ignored. Um, so then finally I was just like, and he, there were some other weird like dishonest things. It didn't work out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just realizing I'm rambling so much about this when that's we okay. just said that we have to get going. With no, it's okay. Uh, yeah. So the full question is, I perceive you as a studious, well-read woman, and I remember on the last podcast you said you dress like an old man, yes. uh, but on your Snapchat, especially, it seems like you're partying a lot. 
do you, like you said in your last answer, um, do you perceive yourself more as a partier or a thoughtful woman or both or neither? I love this question because it really, like, it's very um, pertinent, I guess, to right now, especially. So in school, I was trying, especially for, like, between the years of 2016 and 2017, Mm -hmm. um, I was, I guess, yeah, from 2016 to, like, 2018, um, I was, like, I didn't drink as much, Mm -hmm. and, like, I drank, I would go out with people, but it wasn't a ton, um, and I was just trying really hard to, do well in school yeah and then I came back from my semester abroad and things kind of changed because all the people that I was really good friends with because now I was 21 one and all the people that I had been really good friends with were about to graduate and leave yeah so I was like well I guess I have to take advantage of every possible opportunity to go out with them yeah so then I started drinking quite a bit um and got a little bit less studious but um it's like a it's like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, mm-hmm. I feel like, kind of coin. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Where, um, like, I think I'm both, I guess. Yeah, I've been told that I drank quite a bit. And, like, I never, it never occurred to me that, because I was like, well, all my friends, like, I'm, it's not like I'm going out by myself. Like, I'm going yeah, out with friends. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I go out with, like, a different group of friends every night of the week. So, yeah, I am going out quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, since I graduated, too, and I, I, you know, when I had my job, I was, like, not really doing a whole lot of partying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would still... Every night that I had that job in training, um, the guys in my training cohort would go out drinking. Mm-hmm. So I'd go out with them because it was just me and, like, 10 30 to 40-year-old men <laughs> who had, like, families and children. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> um, but they drank a lot because they were sales. That's, like, a, I guess a thing. Oh, really? Okay. Um, so even then I was like really studious and understanding all this stuff. But then at night I would just like go hog wild. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to cut it back. Now I'm on my farewell tour. So right. I'm like, okay, I, I really, yeah, it doesn't count, <laughs> but excuse me. Um, okay. I'm excited for January because I'll start this other job and I'll get back to like learning and I'll get back on a, a routine. Yeah. Cause especially since I've been fired from that other job, <laughs> I was working at a restaurant and that restaurant <laughs> Every night you could get like a shift drink Mm. and, um, the shift drink was actually like a shift, like blackout, essentially like (laughs) you would like clock out and then the bartender would just start serving you drinks and as many as you wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and everybody there every night, (laughs) it truly was everybody there every single night would drink, Mm -hmm. um, together. And in that kind of environment too, it makes it feel like it's not an issue. Yeah. Um, and it definitely did become an issue because I was just like drinking way too much. And, um, yeah, I also, whenever I was looking at this question too, I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I don't like, (laughs) even if I am spending my days reading and like studying and Mm -hmm. and learning things, um, which I do quite a bit, that's not as fun to post to my Snapchat story as it is for me. Like whenever I'm hammered and have no inhibitions about posting things to my Snapchat story to take like a video of my brother twerking. (laughs) (laughs) But it does get a little obnoxious. I used to never post my Snapchat story like for a long time. Uh It was such a rare thing. I had so much um, (laughs) self-control and yeah, now it's just kind of turned into like, if it makes me laugh, yeah. like if I think it's funny, I just throw it up. Yeah. Even if it's not funny to anybody else. Yeah. So I don't know. Cause it is, I don't, yeah. Yeah. That answer doesn't need to be any longer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
because my um it's always interesting because my one of my roommates now is uh he like doesn't consider himself himself a partier and he 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 studies so much and it's like annoying how much he studies sometimes um because he like says no to see him saying like yeah he he says no to to things that are like more of a once in a lifetime thing um to study even though i feel like he could do both yeah do both anyway doesn't matter so the point is he doesn't consider himself a partier but the only time he posts on snapchat is when he's drinking and it's only like you know whenever he does it but everyone who follows him and doesn't live with him thinks oh he drinks Uh, like all the time and he only posts these times or something or he only drinks these times but he always posts it Um, right so i guess i don't know i guess that was kind of relevant but not no that was uh, because that is like it's very similar if you only post yeah like if i only open my window or my blinds or whatever Mm -hmm. when I'm naked, then all my neighbors <laughs> think I'm a nudist. You yeah, know? yeah, that's such a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, how would you respond to this DM? I don't. I haven't uh, showed you this one. I love that. It, 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 I think it'd be a fun like surprise. Thank thing. you. So if some like random guy from Tinder or something <laughs> sent you this DM, <laughs> it says, "I hear people say carpet the DM." But I don't know how to put carpeting in a virtual space, so I thought I would ask you maybe how to go about that. How to go about that. If I who am I? I'm getting this from a random guy. Is this yeah. on a dating app that I'm getting? Uh, this? Yeah, you you matched with or he super liked you. Is it how you super he you super like someone and then you could DM them right? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I anyway, don't, he, yeah. you guys matched, whatever, and then he, this is his opening DM. <laughs> I guess it depends on what his profile looks yeah, like. Yeah, definitely. Because um, if he looks like he needs a good roast, then I would say. <laughs> um, and I, I'm going to ask you where you got this from, but okay. just for the purpose of this right now, I would say I would ask him what about my profile made him think that I would know right. how to carpet a virtual space. Yeah. Um, or. <laughs> or you know you could also do like a another weird butchering of carpe diem mm-hmm. um right. be like i think you mean um caprese <laughs> doom yeah yeah I see what you mean. where did this come from Tommy? um someone i heard someone say carpe diem and i guess they said it fast so i heard it like a different way I was like oh it kind of sounds like you could say carpet the DM I was like how can I make that funny like DM someone <laughs> carpet the DM yeah. but I don't know how to put carpeting in a virtual right, space right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it was this week that I thought of that I was like oh that's, that's that that is funny brain. Yeah. I love that <laughs> carpet the DM you could also just like shoot a girl like a picture of a carpet and she's like what is this <laughs> like I always live by this phrase. That's yeah. carpet the DM. That's a good way to do that. Man, I love that. Yeah, I want to try that. Now. The way your mind works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that was was also a possible Rackleson because it was so weird. Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah. I could see that being yeah. a Rackleson. Like yeah. tweak it a little bit. Don't forget to carpet the DM. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah. 
<laughs> what a silly, silly. I'll get that tattooed. Carpet the DM. Carpet the DM. <laughs> um, and it's in like shag Comic carpet. Sans. Oh, shag carpet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, this is a really interesting one. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, not knowing about periods is a red flag for you, you said. Yes. Uh, Good so. memory. <laughs> um, so can you tell like how that started? Um, yeah, I think. I don't actually know if I fully remember. And it's interesting that I said that because did I say that? Is that a tweet that I had? Or was th- that something that I said in the other podcast? Yeah, you said a tweet was something along the lines of don't trust someone if they don't. Don't trust a guy if he doesn't know about period yes something like that um i think that must have come after i was in london because i dated it was yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i dated a boy when i was in london (laughs) and i guess not so much i mean it is kind of a red flag because it's just like how much life have you lived (laughs) um i dated a boy who (laughs) so funny um I would only see him, like, once a week. Mm-hmm. So when I saw him, like, we, we would go get an Airbnb somewhere in London and just, like, explore a different part of London. Wow, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it was cute because he was from um, Buckinghamshire, which is, like, an hour-ish north of London. Okay. And just didn't spend a lot of time in London. He worked a lot. And he had a sister, and that made this even more spooky and weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just British people. I don't know. Um, he, <laughs> though, I was on my period the one... So <laughs> um, I was on my period the one weekend. Uh-huh. And I told him that, and I was like, listen, I'm sorry, I'm on my period, I'm sorry, I'm on my period. Um, and he's like, oh, okay, um, what does that mean? And I was like, what? I was like, well, I'm, what? And he's like, well, I know it means, but like, what does that mean for us? And I was like, oh. I was like, well, like, I have a, wow. like a tampon, and he's like, oh, you leave it in. Tampon what? <laughs> oh, well, you tamped on what? Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, do you leave it in? are you allowed to do that? And I was like, that's what that's designed for. Yeah, what do you mean? Okay. And he's like, yeah. I, I wasn't, I, I guess I thought that you just put it in once and pull it out to just kind of like swab things out. And I was like, are you, what? Like you think you just like dip it in as like a dipstick and pull it out to like absorb. Like, no, the it's, it falls out of you. Like the blood Tampon, falls the out. Dipstick. Yeah. The female <laughs> dipstick. How deep is my uterus? Um, it was so funny. And he was a sweet boy, but he also, like, just clearly was not. Yeah. But I guess it's a red flag because, especially now that I'm older and wiser, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't want to date somebody who didn't. I think he was 20 at the time and I was 21. It's the only boy I've ever dated who was younger than me. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was a wild, wild ride. And then I realized why. <laughs> I don't ever, because he <laughs> didn't understand the tampon thing. Mm-hmm. He was sweet, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why, that's probably what inspired that. Or maybe, was I also watching something about, I also think just in general, if you don't know about periods and you're not educated, yeah, and you're like spooked by them, it's just like, dog, <laughs> read a book or <laughs> something, up, I don't yeah. know. Um. Do you know about periods, Tommy? Hold on. <laughs> that's, that's two steps ahead. The next step <laughs> is, oh, okay, so... <clears throat> I only really knew anything about um, periods at 20, or which was he. Yeah. He was. Um, was from, like, jokes. Like, guys made about jokes. And they knew about it. And so 
I think... Did they know about it, Tommy? Well, they knew <laughs> more than me, and I learned right, from obviously, jokes. Obviously, yeah. I uh, yeah, obviously, guys don't understand fully um, periods, because uh, they can't experience that euphoria. No, <laughs> euphoria that I, is I still don't quite understand. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, the only thing I knew was from jokes, and I think British comedy is more not about like gross kind of stuff like that that's bad. so i think that's that's just my theory of why he wouldn't know um really about anything about it and i only knew some about it but only from jokes and that's how i get a lot of information i feel like I'm that's like, so funny they say a joke and i'm like mm, that seems like a reference to something and then i look up the, the etymology of it or whatever here's and, my question for you and for men in general <laughs> Do you, did, like, did you never think to yourself, what is a period and what happens? Like, isn't, because it's, like, shrouded in mystery, I feel like, for guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you never thought, like, this information might be on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could learn what it is. Yeah. I just solve the mystery for myself. <laughs> I think there's, uh... It's like a quick read, you know, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> I think... It's so hard to represent all men. But um, <laughs> for me, I guess I would say uh, it. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. So the first reason is, what do I need to know that for? I never had a girlfriend. I never had a kiss. So I was like, I'm, I'm not even close to it. So right. I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I find someone worthy enough to when i find someone who has a period (laughs) yeah yeah when this involves someone i'm close to (laughs) um also uh, getting to know about it i guess it would be it's scary to um kind of see what what would you find the mystery of it is like i don't really i just know it's bloody like spiders come out of it too (laughs) 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 just the like graphs of blood or something which you know like be accommodated with the the article or whatever yeah and also even if we did read about it would we be able to understand it from just reading words about it do you want my retort to those couple yeah and i have do you have more? Are, yeah, yeah, but it's like moving on, so... Mine are quick, mine are quick. <clears throat> yeah. Because um, you said, like, what are we going to find? Because we know it's bloody, but like we don't know much else. Mm-hmm. Have you seen blood before? <laughs> <laughs> Only in movies. <laughs> Only in movies, that's fair. Fair answer, I'll give it to you. Right, um, the other thing is, like, will we be able to understand it just by reading about it? More so than if you don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would think. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Am I scarier for this podcast than I was? Because you told no, me on the last no. one, you were like, I was scared, but you're like, docile and fine. But yeah, now I'm no. like attacking your constitution. No, 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 no. I don't feel attacked. Okay, good, um, good, good, good. Don't feel attacked because I don't mean to attack. No, yeah. Yeah, I feel I have better understanding of you now, so I'm not oh, afraid you. or feel attacked. That's true. I did just tell you about my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you said, oh, did you ever see blood? I guess it's also, like, do you want that on your search history? Too? Dog, have you never cleared a search history? <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess, but it's, like, not weird enough to 
clear it, but it's also too weird to keep it up. I don't know. If I that's like the tiniest, <laughs> tiniest reason, but that's a factor. I, I would imagine. If I was digging in a man's closet, right, like full of skeletons, mm-hmm. you know, the theoretical mm-hmm. skeletons in the closet, and one of the skeletons was that this man has googled. <laughs> periods before i would buy him an engagement ring wow like i i would be like wow you really wanted to know and you didn't know yeah or you recognize that you didn't know and you took the initiative (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's amazing men are just so interesting (laughs) like i don't because i don't have the mentality of like it doesn't involve me and i won't run across like i won't yeah. experience it so i don't it's not something i need to know because i'll read like i've read about like because i've wondered what it feels like to get kicked in the balls mm. you know what i mean <laughs> so i've read all about like how it can be like a shocking like you feel like you have to puke type thing yeah like i read about all these things that i'll never experience right, because yeah. i'm just like every man that i ever interact with will have experienced it right and i interact with like you know 50 percent of the people i interact with <laughs> if not more are men yeah <laughs> What, but yeah. I'm not, but, but it is, I think it is like a male kind of thing to like, like everything that you need to know, you'll figure out mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. So it's not just you. No, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of like what, uh, the, the male equivalent of maybe it is kicking in the balls, but, uh, the male or equivalent. Or like smegma, if it, but like guys who are circumcised don't have that What's issue. smegma? You don't know. No. Should I look it up oh my, my own kind? Mm, well, we did just talk about how you don't want to dirty your search history. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this might be something that you have to cut out of this. Smegma is when a guy, or anybody, because it happens with ladies too. Yeah. Because ladies have just more skin folds than guys do in general. Down there in your nether region. Right. Guys who are uncircumcised though. This is like part of the reasoning or rationale behind circumcising guys. Oh, okay, yeah. Because like around the world... Unless you're in America or, like, um, Israel. Mm-hmm. Everybody's uncircumcised yeah. for the most part. Um, and it's because, like, also, like because like the layer of skin that is the foreskin, mm-hmm. underneath it you can get, like, dead skin cells that build up. Mm. And just is kind of, like, yucky. Yeah. It's just, like, a weird, like, they call it dick cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, like, it's just, like, not, you know, palatable, I guess. But it's also, like... My whole thing with that is, like, if you just clean your dick... Right. Then you're good. Should be, yeah. Good right. to roll. And it's not like it's, like, hazardous material. <laughs> you know? It's just skin. I think... It amazes me what grosses people out. Yeah. Like, we all have bodies. <laughs> <laughs> um, until we upload our consciousness. Uh, <laughs> upload our consciousness, truly. 2025. True enough. <laughs> um, I know that's 2052, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, we will re- <laughs> reverse engineer the brain by 2025, but we won't be able to upload our consciousness until 2052. It's all good. Perfect. Thank you for um, giving me the timeline. <laughs> Thanks for updating my calendar. Yeah, which is only five years away now, practically. Yeah, that is actually really close. Um, well. Yeah, this is tail end of 2019 uh, for the listeners, um, but it probably won't come out until 2020 for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Um, especially with all the things we have to edit out. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, no, you could make like a whole podcast of just like measing. Yeah. And then, like, me talking about smegma. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm now realizing smegma was a name of someone, I think, in Benchwarmers. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing you right. <laughs> and I just so didn't you never get that knew. joke at all. See, oh God, see that's that. another example of a joke that I learned from. 
I mean, I learned from you, but like. But now it educates the joke. Right. And had you thought like, what's smegma? I would have learned. Yeah. Because it sounds like such a fake name word. Like a, yeah, Smegma. Just sound, yeah, it smells like a superhero almost. Or like a supervillain. Yeah. Captain Smegma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be our second screenplay. We're yes, Captain Smegma. That sounds like a... Maybe not the type of movies that you're trying to shoot. Yeah, that sounds more like a ointment that, that you put on. Um, I'll even write it help. for you. Yeah, thank you. Upside down, That's too, amazing. so that you can read it. Wow. I'm very impressed. <laughs> That's better than my regular hand. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, look at you. I'm also writing while I'm listening, so I'm just right, that's writing what just it is. enough that I'll know what That you'll what know. Saying. Yeah, I guess it's not even full sentence as well. Um, uh, oh, so... I want the, this year going right through me. I want to... I don't want to end our, like, what? Oh, our, train of our thought. Train of thought on, I feel like I this is to, a good stopping yeah. point at Smegma. <laughs> okay. I'm going to the bathroom. Go, go to the bathroom. <laughs> Are you good on drinks? Do you? Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. You're keeping me very well hydrated. Thanks. Yeah, I'm trying to. Do you haven't been hydrated in? Yeah, in three years I haven't had a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Uh, smegma. Smegma. That's what we ended on. So back to smegma. Um. Uh, I'm looking up our conversation from. Uh, hmm. Is your thing still booby? booby clapper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Should be. Which word, what are you looking at? Ah, here we go. That's oh, boony, boony knocker. Oh, oh, wait, is it that on Instagram right now? Uh, Twitter. Or Twitter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Twitter. I did change it for a second. I guess I could change it back now. My Twitter's private anyway. Okay. For the time being, until, until I'm, I guess until the other podcast, like, either the internet changes it, yeah. or there are like the couple other sites. It's the only thing that connects Booby Clapper and my actual name. Yeah. Um, but even that, I feel like nobody's gonna like go look into that and be like, oh, well then this is who this is, and then we're well, gonna look her up on all the social media <laughs> with this other, yeah, with this yeah. pseudonym. I spilled something at some point. Um. What were you looking at? You're looking at my yeah, conversation so, from. Um, you tweeted, "Never trust a man who doesn't know the menstrual cycle, how the menstrual cycle works. Cycle works. Honestly, that's a red, but flag." Um, <laughs> um, I was gonna say, I don't think that's my wording, but it's not. That's right. Um, so I said, "Hmm, I don't think I would feel confident saying I know about the menstrual cycle." Uh, especially to to a girl, I feel I know the basics from jokes and stuff. I even you said that. that. Wait, didn't I also send you an article? Yes, yeah, so, I sent you like a yeah. link to learn about it. Yeah, and uh, so um, did you visit that link? Be yes. honest. Yes. Did you? I sent a whole a dissertation. Whole thing. Wait, did I get that? What oh yeah, I did. I guess, and yeah, I also I responded. You, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. Did. yeah. Tommy, your jump. But um, Tommy, your jump. <laughs> uh. But what should I know? Uh, yeah, I made a red... Like a joke. Yeah, a red uh, flag pun of <laughs> it being bloody or something. Uh, so... 
<laughs> I don't even want to read it. I don't know what it what is. shade of red is like a healthy red flag? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy, wait, let me school you. Um, let me school you. Yeah. So then you sent me this. Uh, I'll, I'll link it in, in my website. Perfect for all but the I've, gentlemen out there who don't know how. It's so long, but I read it at least once. And I think I skimmed over it a couple times just to, as a refresher. But this is, I mean, I don't know. I guess since I was getting older and you said that, and it just like never really occurred to me. Like I said, it wasn't something close close to my uh, periphery. I don't know if that, that's a good Yeah, close to your home base. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so you brought it to my attention. And, oh, I guess, I guess it's a good time to dive into what, what all this means. And I like have such a more respect for women, like what they go through That's and everything. That's such a beautiful thing. Thank I, you for educating yeah, yourself. Thank you for that article is so good. I recommend it to anyone who doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, because it is a whole like you gotta learn. Like you have to know a lot about periods to have one effectively. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. There's and, all kind of stuff with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I I feel like it helped me later when I had like a girl and yeah wait let's talk about your sorry finish your sentence first no, that's and okay. then I'll I just, probe you um, <laughs> I just yeah I felt like there probably there probably would have been more of a um, like wide eyed look on my face if I didn't understand what everything was going on um, uh, like because it wasn't I don't know. Yeah, I think that we should also note um, for everybody listening that Tommy did immediately once he read this article on periods get a girlfriend. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, yeah, no, because it is like if I and I feel like you can't know what you don't know, right? Right. But if I was with a guy who just was like, like literally like at this point didn't know yeah. about periods. That would be, like, a huge turnoff. Because I'd be like, have you never... Mm-hmm. A, like, have you never... Have you have you never, like, mm-hmm. hung out with a girl? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, whatever. Because I don't know if it's not as simple as that. But I would just be like... Right. Do you, like, do you not like to learn? Right. Because I do. That is one of the common interests that I have to have with somebody. Yeah. I don't think I could be with somebody who didn't like to learn. Right. And, like, who wasn't actively trying to learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah. So that would be... So I'm glad that you read... I'm glad that you educated, and I'm glad that you reaped the benefits of it. Yeah, I think I definitely did. Found the benefit in that. Yeah, and I'd like to even skim it over again, just as a refresher of, like, there's so much that goes into it, like, the um, the flow of it, and everyone has different amounts of days that it goes on, and it's not, like, the same yeah. every month, and, yeah, sometimes it's for a full week, and that's just, it's just such a good reminder to, to people about, you never know what anyone's going through yeah like even this doesn't have to be the menstrual cycle but um you just don't consider other people as as much as i I don't at least as much as i would like to i feel like i do more than the average person but you could always improve on something like that do you need to no he no i think he's just wondering when i'm going to come home tonight which is going to be once i go back to pittsburgh do my dinner and my ice skating and then go back to butler um but I think he's probably just wondering if I'm coming home for dinner, but I'll just, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, and it's just, because I think, you know, once you have it, 
like once you're a lady for a while and you're like into it like it's, it doesn't make that much of a difference but then it, it, I do always have to remind myself that like some people whenever I'm like on my period like walking yeah. around like most people don't know right um and some people literally like don't understand yeah. what it is that like <laughs> what that is yeah blows my mind but yeah so it's always just good to educate yourself and I'm trying to think of like I don't know I, if I don't understand things I usually just google it yeah, that's why yeah, I was just like, I get that. so confused when that period. Like, I feel like period is like the only thing that like guys are just like, no, we don't need to. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Why would you need to know about that? Because you might be in legislation one day, and you need to be a little bit more sympathetic. I think to your female counterparts yeah, and yeah. their bodies. Wild stuff. Very wild. I like this question that's next. I don't want to like move on too fast. No, but no, no, no. I do think it's an interesting question. Where are you going on with you? Is it okay to embrace your type? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I guess do you want to? I think it's interesting that you put that. I think it's okay to embrace your type mm-hmm. um, if you have one. I have one. It's not a physical type at all. <clears throat> I don't really have a. I guess my yeah. I don't have a physical type really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. <laughs> love dating people who are from other countries oh really because you learn so much right yeah yeah. Like yeah. there's so much to be learned that from somebody sense. who has grown up so differently from you yeah um yeah so like i, I had a couple canadians obviously um some british boys and some mm-hmm. irish boys and a scottish boy and yeah um and that i mean like in that sense you know it's good i have found though it's funny um I think types, like physical types, just because I don't have a physical type, but I've dated guys who had physical types. Mm-hmm. Like I dated a guy who was really into blondes and this was before I had bleached my hair. Oh, okay. The Canadian. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. The most recent one. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was really into blondes and yeah. I ended up actually getting, because I was thinking about doing highlights anyway and I wanted them anyway. Yeah. And then it just ended up being kind of weirdly timed that it was after he and I ended things. Uh-huh. that I then like bleached my hair uh, um, but huh. I think it's interesting to see people end up with the people that they want to date yeah because a lot of the time it's like the type did not matter yeah because he was like he almost exclusively dated blondes huh or like hooked up with blondes yeah um, and then I met him and I had brown hair and he was like I want to date you mm. so I think it's okay to embrace them um, but I think that your mind slash soul will subvert you when the time comes if you're gonna embrace your type like say that again I don't quite understand um like your your heart knows better what you need than okay. your mind does yeah. like you can embrace it and like go after it I guess but mm-hmm. I don't know that um I think guys especially like <laughs> I love guys and I think that they just go into things like not knowing what they're getting into sometimes. Yeah. I feel like guys are the ones who fall in love accidentally more. Okay. Mm, yeah, I think that, yeah. I think, from my understanding of it, guys just kind of like get hit over the head with it. You know? Yeah. Like they just, it like comes out of nowhere and then they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, so I, I, mean, I have like decent faith that that will happen. But you also have to be open to it, I guess. So mm-hmm. if you're only dating blondes, then like, the sack of shit isn't going to hit you in the head when you're with a brunette because you're never with brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But 
I don't think there's anything wrong with embracing a type. I do think it's interesting, though, to, like, dissect why people's types are what they are. Mm-hmm. Because um, that kid, I think, only dated blondes because he had blonde hair. Oh, that's weird. And I've also, I, like, I've never dated, I guess if I have a type, I never dated blondes. Hmm. Like, I was never into blonde guys because yeah. it was just, like, I don't know. There's just something, like, too pretty about it. And I don't mean too pretty, like, too feminine. I mean, like, too, like, yeah. like too stereotypically like hot about a blonde person I guess uh, I don't yeah. know yeah I was just never into blonde boys cause they also uh, yeah something about like the eyebrows too I like a dark eyebrow <laughs> like like a heavy dark eyebrow yeah it's interesting <laughs> wait so what about you what are your thoughts wait, on that wait I think let me look at this real quick oh your list I'm so glad that you made a list of tinder oh yeah no goes because I was like I started making a list of questions that I wanted to ask you Oh, really? And I was going to make you make one of those, but oh. I was going to make you do it on the spot if you didn't do it. Oh, wow. That would have been fun. Yeah. But, but this is, this is like very comprehensive. This uh, is comprehensive. List. Um, I think I... I wanted to print it out. This is funny. Wait, this is hysterical. What? Now that I'm reading more of these. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> do you want to just skip to that? We could just do that. Can't we? Because now I'm so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So I, I like redounded, redounded, redownloaded Tinder this year, um, off and on, mostly off, but like whenever I was home, I feel like the first half of the year I would download it and just like swipe on people. And then I, I was so picky because I don't know why, cause it's just like, it's going to be picky. Yeah, it's going to be picky, I guess. Um, and then I started to like, without knowing it, have this list in my head and I was like, oh, it'd be funny to kind of like see that <clears throat> written out and uh, so see what that means. Funny. So I'll go through the list. Um, so <laughs> I called it my Tinder no guess. If there's no bio, that's a see ya. Um, <laughs> uh, if there's like a f- one filter is like, okay, but if they're all filtered, that's a see ya. I don't know what your face looks like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean like a Snapchat filter that yeah. like edits your face? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a dog in every picture, which yeah. happens, and it's insane that that happens to me. Um, it's insane that ha- that happens to me. To me, it is insane. Right, that right. that yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the only one that happens to you. It's, <laughs> it's insane that this keeps happening to you. Yeah. Um, I don't like any pics with other guys. That's any other guys? Just any other guys. like At all? Like any men in her photos at all? It would have to be clearly her dad or something. What if it's like questionably her brother? No, because I don't know. How do I know? I love that you have like such strong picky <laughs> no goes. Okay, so no pictures with any male. Yeah, because it, it looks of like... Of pure age. Yeah. <laughs> well, couldn't it be a sugar daddy if it looks like it could be her dad? Yeah, but I'd like to think they would. I think you should do that. no men in any photo at all. Even in the background. Even edit in the them background. Out. Edit, they have to be blurred out. Okay. Well, men not. No pick with a guy at all. At okay. all. Um. No dicks. <laughs> definitely no dicks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because it, it looks like. Oh, this guy likes me is what it seems like to me. Interesting, I mean? interesting perspective. Let me look at... 
Keep going. Okay. Because I'm going to just open up my Tinder and see, like, how far I would make it into yeah. your list. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the next criteria, and this is, like, there's, like... You have so many. Yeah, a decent amount. Just so everyone knows, it's, like, a half a page. Yeah, literally. List. Um. In, like, size 12 font. <laughs> uh, uh, pick with a girl, and she's always, always the least attractive in that picture. The girl that is the girl that's supposed to be right. It's it's her your baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your baby. Yeah, um, it's just it's like uh, get uglier friends. Yeah, that's girl. What I'm <laughs> um, no, it's I think it's because then you know she has the best personality of all of her friends, and you don't want somebody whose personality is too good. Interesting. Maybe <laughs> no, I hadn't I considered that. I think it's that possible. you just like don't want the one who's the ugly one. Um, Cause we're people. Humans have that. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is something else to it. I can't. Oh, cause it's like she's trying to say, it. I could also be these other people. I don't oh, know. you think that she's trying to fool you? Yeah, it's probably not that, but you have to make it simpler because people are making these decisions like that. Right. Snap decisions, girlfriend. Get on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, there's, I mean, there's a group mentality where it's like the hot group mentality where you see like a group of people and their constituent parts together could make up an attractive person. Mm. But when you separate them out, you're like, Oh, they're actually all individually not attractive. Hmm. That's, there's like a study on that or some shit. I don't even know. Um, that's funny though. And we could look at mine too and see what your now goes. See if that would. Um, yes. I don't even know if I have it. I'll just re download it. Uh, <clears throat> the next criteria is <laughs> uh, hasn't been a girl at any time. Meaning, so just a full male. Right. Like she can't be trans or was trans or. It's okay. Right. The, yeah. You want somebody who's like cisgender. I don't know if that way. Female. So that's like you identify as the, you identify as the corresponding gender to the biological sex. Yeah. You were born. That's very well put. Thank you. I think that's, it could be fully wrong. Okay. Cisgender <laughs> just could mean something else. We'll edit that out too. No. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, we'll make, we'll fact check, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's you. Yeah. It's like you identify as. Okay. That. Um, and then a pic too close to her face or half of their face. Any, and, like, no picture that she has can be too close to her face. Yeah, if, just because in, in, in the way that it's, like, cropped out some of her face, because it just seems so insecure. Yeah, I mean, that is fair. Yeah. Um, I like the next one, or no, the other one that's no pic of them. Like, there's, she doesn't have a picture of herself on her Tinder. Yeah, yeah, that happens. It's like of their cat or, like, like, just of their animals. Yeah, of a boat. And, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I guess I've seen that with guys, too. Yeah, because... But then in my mind, I'm like, he's married, and he doesn't want his wife to find his Tinder. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> Clearly a party girl. I like that one. Yeah. And this is... A, this kind of go goes back to what we were saying before of... It could just be, like, St. Patty's Day, and, like, that's one time she, like, goes... Party. That might be where you lose me. I don't know what my Tinder comes up. No, I think because I have like a headshot and like some professional stuff. I just also look like a maniac. Dude, so many notifications, like not notifications, <laughs> but pop ups of like, do you want to do Tinder Plus? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, too much makeup is that's a no go. It's like, 
Interesting. Too much negative. That's. I mean, these yeah. are all things that I've heard are like. Yeah. You know, negative. Um, quotas bio. We talked fair. about that in the last one. Fair, fair game. Um, a caption that I've seen before, like as her bio. Uh, interesting. Like. I'm here for good, not a long time. Oh my god, yeah, like unless a cliche. It's, unless it's like as a joke, and I could tell it's a joke. You can tell she's being funny. Yeah, <clears throat> which I feel like all of them are now, because everyone. Because now everybody knows. So we're done. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a reference that I don't get, like if it's of Parks and Rec, and I haven't seen. Or like Parks if it's like about a period. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd get that now. Well, now and now you yeah, would get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, only one picture. Interesting. That's there. a no-go. Um, a nursing major. I love that one. That's so interesting. Why yes. is that one? Because uh, she's like too nurturing, <laughs> and will care about you too much. <laughs> I don't really know what like, it is. Like too useful on vacations whenever you have like some <laughs> weird bump. <laughs> Too good of a person. Yeah. Well, so Too the girl that I Sorry. dated was a nursing major. Oh, so it's like a... It's not really like a vindictive thing. Um, mm. I don't know what. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think if you heard the full story, you'd understand, but... Yeah, I'm interested um, to hear the full story. I don't think... We definitely don't have time for We could always do like a remote podcast, too. I feel... I don't know how those would work, but... Yeah. Whenever we I'm could just do a talking in, phone call. Yeah, we could actually also. So, like, a remote, unrecorded podcast. Yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you're lonely in uh, San Jose. Yeah, um, which will probably be often. Yeah. Uh, so, and I don't know if you know this because you're a girl, but literally, I counted sometimes it was, like, one in ten was a nursing major. I believe that. Isn't that insane? That what is wild. That um, I, I guess I had some theories. I can't remember them all, but I want to hear yours first. Why one in ten women on Tinder are nursing majors? Yeah. Here's my theory. Because yeah. nursing majors have such weird... Well, I guess majors are nurses. If she's a registered nurse, her um, hours of operation are just weird because right. she could have, like, overnights. Yeah. And she doesn't have the opportunity to meet dudes, like, outside of Tinder. Yeah. Um, that was one of my theories. It's, like, a fun theory. Was it? Mm-hmm. And then my other one is because um, nursing majors are literally surrounded by women because nursing is so mm. female heavy. Right. Yeah. Um, all the time that they have to go on Tinder to find. Yeah. Their their victims. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were your theories? Um, that it was mostly the time theory of of they don't have time even if they're a major um, they have. Like a ton of work to do. Yeah. And uh, I, I joked that I was a <clears throat> nursing minor when I dated her because we did like so much nursing work together. Aww. It was impossible for her to do it on her own. Uh, and I think, I don't know really what it is about nurses. Like, I, I really love that she was a nursing major because she knew, like, if I felt weird, she'd be like, oh, it's probably this or like, She'd be like, no, your arm's just itchy. You don't have yeah. lymphoma. And she was nurturing, um, yeah. too. And I like that, obviously. Um, and But I think... Oh, here's a, here's a theory. Um, I don't know if it affects, affects their psyche in some way. Because it seems like they either are, like, kind of celibate or, like, get around. Mm. Um, in that uh, there's a 
term that I heard of actually in a podcast and not from a nursing major, but uh, I think I can't remember the exact terminology, but I think it's something uh, to the effect of uh, professional warmth, where you're warm to a person, but it, it there's like a distance to it. It's oh, like your job to be warm. Like your job to be like a warm yeah person yeah. Um, so that might affect your ability to be warm to someone outside of being like professional. Oh, uh, like in a, in a genuine, yeah, like organic sense. Right. Yeah. Or you're doing I'm it. Such a good nursing. <laughs> <laughs> or or you're doing the genuine organic sense to everyone in the nursing home or wherever you're right. Doing the like it's all like there's no aspect of it that makes you feel special. Yeah. Yeah. People like to feel special. Not even that the other person feels special, but that she doesn't differentiate. Right, between, like, yeah, caring for patients and caring yeah, for her. like, you're, um, I was going to say lover, but, like... I love that special word. Kind of, like, so your special friend. Did you say special friend instead? Is that, was that the, the more <laughs> diplomatic term? I'm going to edit that out so I didn't say that. Please. <laughs> so Tommy just said special friend. <laughs> Instead of lover, because lover seemed too mushy or maybe just too normal of a word. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say on behalf of nurses, yeah. Um, simply because I feel like they do need an advocate in this conversation. <laughs> um, my best friend is a nurse. Let's call my like best a girlfriend. registered nurse. Yeah, okay. Would you say let's call her? And yeah. like, hey, so we were just wondering. Are you just being fake all the time? Yeah. Or... Um, you need to defend yourself. You need to defend yourself. I think, because she... Um, I think there's a, a quite a difference that us pedestrians don't know <laughs> about audience, between, yeah. like, being at work and being a nurse and being at home and being a nurse. Because my friend, like, all my friends who are nurses, <laughs> like, love their jobs, right? And they, like, sometimes love their patients and are just like, oh, she's great. But they leave them there. Like, they're... Oh, yeah. yeah. They, you know, like, they're, they're very much at work mm-hmm. when they're at work. Um, and it is, like, a professional warmth, but I think it's much different than um, their actual personal warmth. Like, I think there's a there's a separation between their professional warmth, mm. like, a very strong distinction between, like, them being with patients yeah. and them being with people. Because my best friend is, like, <laughs> she's, like, real cold, I think. Not real cold, but she's just, like, a chill, like, relaxed, cool, cold woman uh-huh. um but whenever you like get to know her and you get very close with her like she's been one of the warmest humans to me but knowing that like she is surface level like at her like you know her surface level is like to strangers it's just kind of like you know yeah cold mm-hmm. um and it's only because she and i are as close yeah. as we are that that she's warmed up and that she is i think as as I've gotten to know her as like a tender, gentle, loving human being. Yeah. Um, but I know that she's not like that. Like she doesn't feel that way towards all of her patients. Yeah. And they really are just getting her professional warmth. Mm-hmm. So I don't know for whatever that's worth. Yeah. I think that's good. Cause I didn't want it to seem like I was. Yeah. No. And I figured that you didn't want it to <laughs> yeah. seem that way. Yeah. I'd like the next one is horse girl. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Which either. is fair. That would be like my equivalent of like country boy probably. Right. Yeah. And I have that later. Like oh, yeah, it. talk about being country yeah. and talk about being a mess. Yeah. That's so... But if they don't talk about being the mess, it's fine. 
<laughs> I'd like to find out on my own, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. And that's why I just leave it out of my box. <laughs> I think it's like a fun little Easter egg divine. Yeah. For guys, like, oh, she actually like, gets drunk fun. and screams at me. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I heard a thing on a podcast before. Uh, believe people when they tell you stuff because I, I feel like there's a, there's like oh no you're not like that, kind of, kind of a thing when you want to not right. want it to not be true. So when people say like I'm a mess, <laughs> like believe it. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's fair. And I well I told the Canadian I was crazy, <laughs> so I warned him, um, and he really should have believed. But to be fair, he also like he was not good for part of it. He's a sweetheart now. He's about my close oh, friends good. now yeah and he and i hang out still whenever he's in town but <laughs> yeah. yeah believe people truly believe people when they tell you stuff as somebody who tells people a lot of things knowing <laughs> that they won't believe me yeah but in the interest of being honest i uh, i had a thing i don't know what happened i think i accidentally printed two of the same thing yes um but uh actually, let me read this text really quickly yeah go my for dad. it i'm gonna look at something did i just delete that what's going on I'm drunk. Oh. <laughs> I love people who say that casually. Like, man, I have a friend who would say that, like, <laughs> all the time at school, like, wherever. He'd be like, oh, I'm drunk. Yeah. When he would, like, mess up. Yeah. I do that a lot, actually. So funny. I've never heard that until he did it, and now that you do it, I'm like, that's hilarious. If I did it, I think people would believe it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I can. That's half the joke is that I never drank, so when it's funny. It's Have funny. you never drank? Never drank. Like, you've never had a sip of alcohol? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I did not know that. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. I guess like I'm not it doesn't really change my perspective of you. I still feel like I feel like you've yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Okay. It's not like shocking. You seem like you would have at least had like a couple beers though. Yeah, for sure. Any it's weird that You seem like somebody who would like kick back with like a like a six pack. Yeah. And like, you know, watch the game or whatever. Yeah. Whatever and Take edibles. Do. Take edibles, yeah, and like yeah, clean your smegma and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do because especially with the hair mm-hmm. yeah being as long as it is although it's not dreadlocked which should have been the uh the tip off it's <laughs> not um i i have a joke i do in, in stand up about uh like i used to have a buzz cut and um i just look like from 10 to 17 i just had a buzz cut and i look like just like a little fuzzy-headed businessman. <laughs> but now I look like... You would like, look like a fuzzy-headed businessman. Right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I can show you a picture later. But um, <laughs> now I look like I would give you acid, like not even sell it to you. I yeah, like you, you just acid, have it on you. And then like, we go hey, start. you want this? Yeah. Like you wouldn't even tell me it was acid, too, yeah. at first. You'd just be like, put this on your tongue. <laughs> and then we go surfing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. And then you like sleep in a hammock every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm writing that That's down. That's amazing. Yeah, we use that. Sleep. Where do you do stand-up? Do you do... Like, do you go to Pittsburgh? Um, I have. I see uh, you have a Pittsburgh Improv Theater cop. Is that... Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I live right by that. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, in Shadyside? Slash East Liberty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How cool. Oh, no. Uh, this is in, um... The one that I went to, at least, was in, uh... Waterfront. Oh, okay, yeah. There probably is one there. Yeah. It's like the um, Art Deco font they used. Yeah, I really, yeah. I think all the improv places have that. Yeah, it makes sense. But I got this um, when I saw TJ Miller almost <laughs> a year ago, and then I'm going to see him again. Uh, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I just had a comment about you're somebody who doesn't drink, but you bought like a pint glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a two, two drink minimum. And um, if you bought this, this counted as two drinks and I got Sprite. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, like trying to uncover that you actually do drink all the time. <laughs> like you really are drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting that you would have that glass. Mm-hmm. That aloe water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it feels spiked. Yeah. <laughs> I think you gave me yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's in my script. Like he's hopefully gonna be in my movie, but he won't love be. That. But he might be. He I can, love that. He won't be. He needs somebody um, to stand in for him. Yeah, I'll be in San Jose. I've considered but, that. But um, um, I'll film myself like on a green screen. That'd be great. That'd be very helpful. Uh, where were we? Mess, and then where do we go from there? Country. Oh, drinking. <laughs> drinking alcohol, hair. hair. Um, yeah, I I didn't realize. I really had this philosophy, but then I heard someone else say this, um, that they don't do something until they realize they should have already done it. Interesting. So, I, there's never a point where I was like, I should have drank. So I just had Interesting. That is such an interesting, do you think that that can apply to everything? Because I can think of some things that... Yeah, let's, let's crack the code. Here's situations where I think it doesn't apply. Okay. Once in a lifetime opportunities. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which drinking is not, so that's right. fair. Like, it's yeah. always going to be, alcohol will always be around. Yeah. Even if it got banned, like, fr- fruit will still ferment itself. You could still go eat some rotten grapes. Yeah. Um, Do you know how many grapes it takes to make a glass of wine? Tell me. Uh, what kind of glass? Is it like my glass or is it like a normal, like, five ounce? <laughs> it's like what the, the actual <laughs> glass of wine is. Right, like, like five a, ounce. Five ounces of yeah. whatever. I want you to guess first. How many grapes? Yeah. God, okay. I just um, relearned this yesterday. Oh, God. It has to be so many. Now, I don't, don't want to, like, guess right on and be right. And I don't want to guess over, because then that's embarrassing. I don't want to embarrass right. you. I can just tell you what it is. It's got to be so many. No, I don't want to embarrass you, please. <laughs> I don't want to be so right. So maybe you should tell me. Just kidding. Um, let me guess. I would guess five ounces, and I guess in each grape, if a grape is, like, this big, it's got, like, an eighth of an ounce in it, maybe, of... Maybe like a tenth of an ounce of actual. So that would be what fifty grapes. Hundred. It is a hundred. Seventy-five is it? to hundred. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, that's so much less fun. <laughs> we can actually. So I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna need that like sound bite yeah. to just send to employers yeah. to let them know actually, that yeah. I can use my brain. That's so smart. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Um, oh wow, I'm. That's I. I was really kidding whenever I was like, I'm going to be so right and it's going to be embarrassing and like unfun. I was fully kidding. I thought it was going to be way wrong, but I'm excited about that. Yeah. What a victory. God, I'm going to go have like the biggest ego for the whole week. Yeah. The, I heard that from TJ Miller and he said his wife, they were at a winery and she's like, can I have a hundred grapes in this? And they're like, what? And she's like, oh, I just take it in wine form. I love that like weird dad joke that his wife yeah. told. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, what a woman. <laughs> so we're talking about drinking. Oh yeah, the yeah the once in a lifetime things. I guess that doesn't apply. Yeah, it doesn't apply for those. I would think like there are some like things <clears throat> that are maybe once in a lifetime, but uh, missed opportunities like probably proposing to your like girlfriend. Yeah. You don't want to 
be like, wow, I should have already done that because she left me because I took too long right, to that, propose. Yeah. That's one. But I think that I do think it's a cool philosophy to have. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do it because I have zero self control. You have a what? Zero self control. Oh, I have. I used to have such like painful self control, and it's I go zero or a hundred, and I've gotten yeah. back down to zero self control. Oh yeah. It's not zero because I behave myself. Like I'm actually such a prude. Mm. Um. So, like, cause I'll go out. I think I give people the wrong idea whenever I drink a lot or like I'm partying on my Snapchat. This one guy that I was dating recently, like, seemed to think because we went out to a bar. We it was on Halloween. This is such a tangent. I'm sorry. I'm not talking. We went out on Halloween and we went to this bar and my friend Luke was there, mm-hmm. who I'd gone to chain smokers with because he's like a friend of a friend and he got us free tickets. Yeah. Um, and I like went up to hug him to hug like I I. Luke was at this bar because he's literally like lives at this bar. Okay. Um, so I gave him a hug and like I was all excited to see him and we were all drunk. Yeah. And I went back over to my group and the guy that I was with it was like, "Are you fucking him?" And I was like, "I thought he was kidding at yeah. first." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "No, that's my friend Luke." Blah blah blah. And I realized afterward that might have been like a, a genuine, a genuine question kind of shrouded in like being a little right. dramatic, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. I realized, like, every time that I was, like, I would drunk text this kid all the time. And I really liked him, mm-hmm. um, like, quite a bit. I don't think that I made that very, I don't know. I don't know how that came off. Um, but I would drunk text him, and then I remember him asking me, too. Um, like, one morning, I was like, oh, no, did I, like, drunk text you again last night? I apparently deleted, like, a lot of messages. <laughs> apparently. Um, and he was like, yeah, you did. How many drunk people, or how many people do you drunk text? Yeah. Which I think was also, I took it as him just, like, making conversation. I didn't realize till after that that he was asking, like, mm, how yeah. many people do you drunk text? Yeah, like, yeah. how many people are you hitting up? Because it was only him. But um, but I answered and <laughs> I responded like an idiot. And I said, it's hard to say now that I started deleting messages. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably thought that I was, like, sleeping around. Meanwhile, I'm such a serial monogamous. Like, I'm monogamous without anybody asking me to be. Yeah. I'll be fully, like, loyal. <clears throat> to somebody yeah anybody like once i pick somebody Mm -hmm. they are like i'm exclusive with them and i it's like i don't get asked to do it but i just like it better that way yeah because then it's like easier to i don't know just i don't feel right not yeah i just love monogamy and i love love (laughs) (laughs) that's one of my podcast names what love love Mm -hmm. oh my god i love that (laughs) wait did i watch that I don't think you watched it because it's a it. podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, see you, Tommy. It's been so nice. I'm going to head out. Uh, That's yeah. funny. No, but maybe you did. It's. I think it's my favorite one. I think I scrolled past <clears throat> it. I need to listen to more of these. Yeah, it's that one's like only like 15 minutes. Oh, God. Yeah. That has to be such an easier pill to swallow than oh, yeah. what you and I produce. <laughs> No. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but... And I, I did that partly because... Because I thought I could just tack it on to, like, the most recent podcast I do. Um, but I think people do get intimidated by how much... How long some of these are. Um, Which I could very much understand. Yeah, but also, like, the people that like it love it. Like I the, love that. The, the long one. Like, the guy... I, I told... I texted you, the guy that, like, listened to all my stuff, and he was like, Booby was my favorite. Oh! Oh, yeah, you did tell yeah. me that, and I was like, that makes me feel so yeah. good about yeah. this, like, torrent of just, I don't even know, the, yeah, torrent, whatever, yeah. of just 
because I listened to it again. This is actually also funny. This is how much I've melted my brain with like drugs and alcohol over the past couple of years since we spoke. I was listening to it and I was like, wow, I'm really learning a lot from myself. I don't remember any of this. It's all out of my brain. That's great. Mm, so funny. Yeah, like some of that, it was actually surprising because some of that I was like, is that, wow, where did I read that? Yeah. But most of it I did actually remember. It's like, but I would like would not have used the words. Yeah. I used. I was, I was so smart back then. <laughs> back in the day. We'll get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> Catch me in a couple years. Um, Do you want my um, Tinder not to once again hijack? Oh yeah, no. I'm just I'm that conscious of my friend wants to go to this place called Onion Maiden. It's a vegan restaurant. Really. It's Iron Maiden themed. I think it's funny. It's onion Maiden? <laughs> I think that's Maiden? the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, Onion Maiden. Okay, yeah, I like that. And I don't know what I- Iron Maiden is, though. Is it like a band? Mm, yeah, like one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, it's a band. It's like a metal band. <laughs> I know so little about music. <laughs> Do you really? Mm-hmm. We could have done an entire podcast because, well, it would have just been me being like, have you heard this album? Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. like Glass Animals? Yeah. Have you heard Slender Bodies? Yeah. But. Yeah, I remember you said we could talk about music, and I was like, well, well you can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can. Okay, well, here we go. Um, I like your Tinder no-goes. And yeah. along, on, on the same vein, because you said that you, you're very picky, and, um, you know, you almost said that apologetically, whereas yeah. I had put the disclaimer that these are arbitrary um, because it's just, like, I'm, I'm aware of how I am as a person and how I could, I, like, I'm certain I could fall in love with anybody mm-hmm. if I tried and yeah. if I wanted to, and I'm certain most people could. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't say that's just a me thing. I think, really, we could all fall in love with anybody if we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just make a bunch of <laughs> standards, mm-hmm. quote-unquote standards, yeah. no-goes, whatever. <laughs> um, because I'm like, well, I need to... And some of them really are, like, arbitrary. <laughs> like, it's just dumb, dumb. Yeah. Like, very meaningless. But um, and I don't even know. I started to think about them. I don't know if I... Yeah, I did. Um, I guess most of these have... There's a reason for them. There's nothing that's full arbitrary. Yeah, it's flexible. But I'm always down to like add in something that's fully arbitrary. Okay. But um, so we'll we'll start with spelling or grammar errors. Yeah, yeah. Because that's something I could get past. Like you can learn easily, and it's not really like an indicator of intelligence. But right. It's just easier if I don't have to. Yeah. Teach you English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures with dead animals. Yep. Yeah, we talked about that in the last one. Not into it. Any mention of being a college athlete, especially after college. Oh, yeah. If you're in college and you're like, I'm number 22 on the boat, like, I might be able to excuse it mm-hmm. only because I don't understand sports. Mm-hmm. And I guess this might be the male equivalent of the period. I also don't do my duty in, like, looking up sports. Because oh, okay. I just don't get there you go. Like, I don't yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, I guess, or think about how much of somebody's time yeah. That takes up yeah. until I dated that kid back in January uh-huh. and he had like gone to school for soccer. Yeah. And it took up like he told me about his what his practice schedule had been. Mm-hmm. Um and it was ridiculous. And I was like, wow, now I guess I understand why people take this seriously because right, <laughs> yeah. you're doing it like eighty hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um but I just don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I like people who can teach me about sports because I want to know. Okay. And I, I will actively ask boys that I date like about the sports that they play mm-hmm. to teach me about them and like if I can I come watch you play whatever. Yeah. 
because I played I dated like some footballers in England. Footballers. Too. That's what I call really. Them. Yeah, like footballers. Yeah, the footballers. Um, like an English one, and yeah. Yeah. And um, really wanted, and he played cricket. He was a cricketer too, mm. and that's one that I still don't like. I, I had a teacher in England explain really? like an English man explain yeah. it to me as a teacher mm-hmm. still don't get like I don't understand it's baseball but it takes three days yeah <laughs> like, and everybody is drunk I'm like really? I don't know. Uh, not probably for it but probably. yeah are the British ever not right <laughs> I don't think they are um anything that quantifies or qualifies the type of women they want or don't want to match with so if they're like Blank, blank, need not apply. And uh, it doesn't matter if I fall in that category or not. Yeah. If they're going to advertise, like, what they don't like. If they're going to take a negative, like, perspective yeah. from the jump and right. be in, like, ex- even though I'm picky, right? And I literally have considered putting in my <laughs> Tinder bio, like, foreigners only, imports only. But, um, <laughs> but I haven't for a reason <laughs> because it seems just very exclusionary right yeah I'm not into it I like somebody who loves everyone mm-hmm. um except I don't I like I don't know who knows who um anything that and this is similar anything that implies judgment of women at all has like a negative like anything that is just anything that takes any negative perspective on any woman ever <laughs> okay because I'm like mm, no (laughs) and it's that seems a little excessive maybe because right like fairness and equality except i also like i wouldn't want a guy who's also bashing guys i just see it i guess i've seen it with women Uh uh-huh you know i've seen guys be like my ex was my ex was crazy so like don't be crazy and like well number one like i i'm disqualified right and number two (laughs) um bye (laughs) anything that's actually like actually i'm 20 like I'm actually 20 and their age says like 25 no like just change your Facebook age to your actual age you weirdo yeah why do you have your age on Facebook because that's Mm. where it comes from right why do you have your Facebook age ramped up yeah it's not like you're 12 anymore like trying to be allowed to have Facebook permission like change it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just you don't have to advertise it either yeah being 30 (laughs) because the way I figure it then these do actually all have really great reasons um, the man that I want to be with does not want to be on Tinder at 30. Right. Like yeah. at 30. Yeah. At 30, you're on Tinder. Yeah. Because Tinder is just, I mean, we all agree, like we're all on Tinder and we all can agree we're at the bottom of the barrel. Like we are rock bottom. Yeah. But by 30, you would think you've, you know, dug yourself out a little bit. I think it's the Get opposite. a match. Get a match.com. Uh, okay, yeah. Get like a yeah. Christian mingle. Mm. Were we not recording for all yeah, this? Yeah, a little bit. <gasps> what did we miss? I don't think a lot. Okay. <laughs> I hope. What if it's like the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> so guys, welcome back to Modern Talk. We have three and a half hours. Oh, then we're good. So, wow, we, it has We been. got most of it. We, should I go pee real quick and then yeah, we finish we, up this? We bang it out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that really fast. Only because I'm conscious of I have to get back to Pittsburgh, go to Onion Maiden, and yeah. then go back to Butler. <laughs> so what, what, you, um... I think we can hit them all, because we're now on the second page. Oh, true. Okay. Uh, we think... skipped a lot here, though. We? Well, yeah, ah, oh, we, we have all the, we have the big boobs, small boobs. Oh, we did skip a lot. Wait, okay, we can probably, I think these might be, like, we could do lightning rounds. Okay. <laughs>
I picked out all the essentials. The important, important ones. <clears throat> okay, the essentials. Yeah, um, yeah okay. So, uh, you're interesting because we, we talked about this. You love love um, and mushy stuff, but you're also a realist and not very trusting and kind of crusty on the outside. So how do you balance that? I love this question, and I love the wording and the use of the word crusty. Because it's like, I didn't feel remotely insulted by it. I was like, Good. I am, because I am. I feel like a little um, crusty on the outside, <laughs> a little crunchy. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, and I thought a lot about this one, actually. This one I, like, really marinated on, because I was like, how, you know, that is what a dichotomy. And why mm-hmm. is it that I have such a hard time, like, actively loving love? Mm-hmm. Um, for myself. Yeah. But when my friends are in love, like last night I was out with my roommate and her boyfriend yeah. and they're like a pretty new couple and they were so cute with each other. Like they were just touching each other. And I was like, Oh, this is so precious. What like a, what a, uh, a profound time in both their lives mm, where they're yeah. both at such heightened emotions and yeah. very much feeling their feelings. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I love the feeling of having like a fresh, love ish thing um it's oh my god they're adorable and it was just so i loved it i felt like i was living vicariously like i felt like i was in love too so cute um and it's just so pure there's something that's very um i think like the most heartwarming thing is a man being in love to me because Mm. i'm like because guys get real into it whereas girls i think and i I probably speak for myself here too. I'm sure I do. Um, there's almost a little bit of a front and like, you don't want to be so into it, at least in your own. Cause I can be really into my friends and that's fine. It's not mm-hmm. weird. I mean, it, like, I get really into it. Um, but for myself, it's like, I wouldn't want to be the stereotypical girl who's like obsessed with finding love and being in love and mm-hmm. having somebody. Um, and, and being like, I don't know being a professional woman at the time, like at this time when, you know, I don't know, like genders mm-hmm. are changing. Um, it's, I feel like it's, I often think of um, being that into somebody openly. Cause I'll feel like crazy about somebody in my own head and then I'll come off just so like cold. Like with that kid. And I was like, Oh, it's hard to tell because I, I yeah. drunk text ever. Or Cause I delete all my texts now. Mm-hmm. In reality, it was like, no, I really only drunk text you. Yeah. Like, you're the only person that I'm trying to know. Um, so I'll be really into somebody in my head, but I can't. I don't want to ever seem crazy yeah. also. Because that word gets thrown out a lot. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, I just seem crazier. Um, whereas with guys, it's so pure because they'll fall in love, love. And it's just, I don't... Seeing my guy friends in love is my favorite thing. <laughs> My friend Alex was so in love with his girlfriend, Annie, who's now his fiance. Yeah. Um, and we would be studying together at the library. And he would just, like, take a study break to look through his phone. And he would find pictures of Annie. And he'd be like, look at how cute she is. And look at how precious and gorgeous. I think that's... Because it's, like, the stuff that I do in my mind. And, like, uh-huh. in my private time. Yeah. That I think is crazy and, like, ridiculous. And yeah. I have to check myself. But then seeing... I don't know. I guess in my mind, half the time, guys are also, like, incapable of love. So it's, like, whenever I see them, it's so uh, cute. Yeah, because yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very skeptical of guys, and I don't ever want to assume that they feel any type of way about me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas I'm happy to assume it for anybody else. But, <laughs> um, yeah. 
uh, maybe because I put maybe because I, I have such high stakes that makes me so crusty. Yeah, yeah. Towards my own, because to me it's like wow, if I like, because it does mean a lot to me. Yeah, you know. How are you? Do you love love? Yeah, I have a whole podcast about it. Yeah, minutes. apparently I'm gonna <laughs> listen to it on my way back. You, yeah, that would be great. Um, yeah, I do love love, and I didn't before when we did this podcast last, but yeah, but this girl um, definitely opened me up to love. Uh, in a lot, a lot of ways. Um, beautiful. We will have to talk about that. Like, oh yeah, we'll talk because... about it. And I have to have you back on because we there's yeah, all these other questions. That, um, but uh, so yeah, did we did we answer that one? I feel good. About Do you it. feel like you answered it as well? Because I meant to just throw every question back at you. Oh yeah. I mean, that's kind of it's, it is kind of um, the way it's worded is specifically at me. But you right. love love in your. Do you think that you go into love with any kind of inhibitions or like any sort of? Do you ever feel scared that you're gonna look crazy or like that you're gonna be the one who's too into the other person, so you hold back? Um. Yes and no. Mostly yes, I guess. Uh, I think I think they have to do something where it's like, oh, that's like that's kind of like the real deal and then I'll be like I think if they do that then that means that they're okay with this amount right of like cuteness or whatever and then that yeah you need like some confirmation that you're not yeah some at least the some only one feeling yeah feeling some type yeah of way. I'll take it I'll take it home but you need to like throw bread. yeah I'll take it home but you gotta throw the pitch yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah I'm I'm very reticent to um, good work <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna write that one down. Remind myself to use that more. Yeah. Um, to initiate, like I like you, and that's something that I started to work on. Um, uh, right before I met the the girl, and uh. Well, I've, I've said her name on this before, Rebecca, but... Okay. Uh, I like that name. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think sorry about um, uh, And I, I felt like I friend-zoned myself a lot and stuff like that, and um, I wanted to be more direct, because uh, it, it the, the way I was approaching it wasn't working and stuff, so... Even with you, I think you were the first one that I tried with. I was like, hey, let's go on a date date. Oh yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about. I super forgot. We haven't talked for like a year, and then I was like, "Oh God, I'm the worst." (laughs) No, it's okay. Because I'm so like scatterbrained. Don't don't even. I've been drunk for four years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not confronting you. I'm just. I will be sober soon. (laughs) I'm just saying it as an example. Right, 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 right. Like how I was trying to be more direct with people, and then. um, Interesting that that was your. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think we just happened to text around the time I I made that decision to be more direct. Yeah, and Makes then sense. I was like, well, we haven't talked in since the podcast like a year ago. Do you want to like get coffee or something, and then call it a date? And then it's funny that that was because it makes me think too, and like I think be a little more self critical when I think I'm being like sweet and vulnerable with guys, mm-hmm. and I've told my brothers like about it. And I'll be like, but I I did this. And they'll be like, yeah, but the way that you said that makes it sound mean <laughs> or like cruel or like <laughs> uh-huh. cold. Like you don't, like you yeah. made it, 
you made it into an excuse almost like you mm. you found some way to turn like a nice gesture into something that's like <laughs> just like cold and clinical yeah um so it's interesting that you say that because i think i remember getting that message and i like didn't even it didn't even register because you even said like a date date but the way that it i think it came off i was just like oh like just like a like a hangout and which is like a like ironically yeah, I like, I, like I didn't understand like, <laughs> yeah. I, in my I didn't even it's just making me understand and it's not a criticism at all no um cause like you said that was whenever you were first trying to be more direct right um it's it's funny how we perceive the things that we do as having so much more like vulnerability to it than it does okay cause had I actually been like oh like we're gonna go on a date then I would've right. been like very I think I would've been like very like much more responsive yeah. and like um I probably like followed up with it and like fully remembered that, that happened but it just in my I think in my mind it just seemed um like cavalier and like not you know not offensively so i just you know what i, I mean i just would not yeah. have like like <laughs> irreverent um spur of the moment yeah it's like just not fully like serious oh or like yeah something that's yeah it, it wasn't like let's court each other right yeah right i'm i wanted it more as like let's let's do what we would have done if i just asked you to coffee but let's call it a date just for fun that's kind right. of what i meant it as. okay but yeah and maybe so then I maybe i took it exactly how you meant it yeah i think you did and and i i remember saying this isn't like obviously this couldn't really go anywhere because I go I'm in Virginia nine months a year. Oh yeah, and, okay. Then we yeah. did have this. Yeah. Then we did unpack that. Um, okay. But I was about to feel so bad. No 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 no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I ghosted you apparently. No. Uh, but I don't even know why it never happened. But um, I also don't. I mean, knowing me, it's just I think me. yeah, you had a car trouble one time or something. And, Either a car trouble or then I like caught into another like serial monogamy yeah yeah situation um but yeah it wasn't like i wasn't super offended but that was i was just saying that to say that that's how i wanted to treat more experiences like okay that. and i don't think i did another one until rebecca wow okay. and it, it wasn't like I don't know. 50% success rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was an unsuccessful, um, like That's our interaction good. or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I, I, here's what it was. So, uh, I, there was times that the way that she like spent time on me through text, I could tell that she liked me at some capacity and, I tried to reciprocate that in the time that I texted her because we texted long texts that we have before. Yeah, yeah. And um, but it was it felt more serious than like ours, like right? Flirty maybe even. Um, uh, and so I, I the way I phrased it, I remember I was like, <laughs> I think if we presented this to a jury, there would be enough evidence to convict us both of liking each other. So oh, I, clever! I don't think that's very clever. I think it's a very cowardly way to say it. I think um, it's hilarious. Really? It's probably also like how, like to think that that could be how your brain worked where you're like, well, like in a court of law, you would like me. <laughs> you're guilty. Yeah, yeah. You can't fight this one. <laughs> so I, I put that out there and, and I just, I didn't want it to even to be like really anything. I just wanted to like acknowledge that we both like each other 
in the way that you know people like each other more than friends right like just, almost like a romantic way not even like it. i don't know whatever the one step above like, crush. like yeah yeah even that like yeah flirting. um and then she sent back a whole thing of i mean we could that's just the beginning of the story but um like i don't i've i vowed to be single for what however many months and i'm still in this and I like I do like you, but I don't want to pursue anything because blah blah blah. And I was like, it's all good because I that's not I wasn't trying to pursue you in this way. I was just saying this is what's going on. And then we ended up dating anyway, but we oh. didn't really. And then I don't know. That's a whole whole. Oh whole god, thing. this is like a whole phone yeah. call or second podcast. Like yeah, you don't ever have to publish, but you can have just to yeah talk because I like these just to talk yeah, through thoughts. That could definitely be two hours as well. I love um, that. But we need to get to this big boob, small boob thing. Let's get to the real meat of the conversation. <laughs> yes. I do have a theory. Yeah, I guess you want to just say it. I like that these are references to my tweets, too. I right, love yeah. that somebody's paying attention. Um, so my theory is this. <laughs> I sent you a big dissertation. Do you remember? about On the, the theory. Yeah, about the big boob, small boob thing. Oh, my God, probably. I'm sure I read it. Like, I'm certain. I literally have been drunk. <laughs> um, no, I do remember you sending me this dissertation because it, because you dove into it. Oh, like yeah. I think you took it further than I ever had yeah, mentally. And I think that's the funny part. I me. love that. Like I, you know, because it's like philosophers. Sometimes you think, did they actually think through that, or did they just say random things and then wait for it? like with art? Did they just put random things on a piece of paper and then wait for somebody else to like write the story for yeah. it? And then they're like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> that um, sounds deep enough. So here's my theory. Okay. Um, is that conservatives, uh, Republicans, I guess, umbrella term, mm-hmm. like big boobs mm-hmm. and don't care as much about the size of the rear. Whereas liberals, I think, worship large behinds mm-hmm. and don't care as much about the size of the chest. <laughs> and based on anecdotal evidence only, <laughs> I think that that is 100% true. Conservatives mm-hmm. like big boobs and liberals like big butts. That's, that was your whole thing? That's the whole thing. I thought there was like some science behind it. I mean, there is some science. It's, it truly is mostly anecdotal. It's literally like if you go through Butler County, um, which is very red. Yeah. Everyone just has massive titties and like no, <laughs> and no butts, and you have to think they were bred that way, right? So you have mm. to think that like their mothers then <laughs> yeah. also had big old titties and small butts, and then and then got married and gave birth yeah. to more conservative women yeah. with the big boobs and small butts. And I just yeah. also feel like I've known guys who are boob guys, mm-hmm. namely like my oldest brother is very conservative. And he likes, like, everybody likes butts. Everybody <laughs> yeah. likes boobs, right? Like, every, you can't yeah. fight it. Um, but <laughs> but he, I think, is, a, like, very much a boob guy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that boob guys were out of existence. And then I realized, I did, like, a little reality check, um, that much like the algorithms that, like, the internet uses to make you only see content you want. Yeah. Um, and I, I've tailored, I guess my subconsciously tailored my social media to only show me like the liberal like people, uh-huh. um, 
which is frustrating. So then I have to like search out the counter arguments that I want. Um, and I realized I thought that the big boob guys, the guys who like big boobs were out of existence mm-hmm. because they were all the conservatives that had then been silenced from oh, my feed. Right. So it's a lot of anecdotal, I, okay. like very scientific, yeah. good evidence and research that I, I put like into that, this. Yeah. And the big butts, like all the guys that I know and am friends with, are ass men. And I think specifically also with like younger people and, and if you look at like the <laughs> if you look at the size of the demographics, like most liberals I think are younger people. Okay, yeah. I think I actually don't know that that could be it feels like that. but it feels that way, doesn't yeah. it? Um, always. And 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 more younger people I think are bot guys. Mm-hmm. And like the older, more conservative I actually no, I could I could make up fake science for this. Um traditionally we didn't have yoga pants in the fifties. Right. And I think the um, as uh, we as 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 we have traditionalists trying to keep with um wow. preferences of Yeah. Of what is it, your? Is your a preference of of old? What's oh yeah, yeah. Is it your? Yeah. Like old Yesteryear or Yesteryear, yeah. Preferences of yesteryear. <laughs> um they are, can only harken back to whenever the most profound part of a woman's body was her titties. Right. And, and pronounced, I guess, part of her body too. Whereas now we have yoga pants. Right. And the advent of like extremely baggy t-shirts. Oh. And, and yeah, the popularity sure. of, um, of, of very fit women with like low, um, body fat percentages. Yeah. Which automatically depletes what we would call the mammary region, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but can very easily feed into a large um, gluteus. Right. So there we go. That's my whole dissertation on that. That's why. Yeah, Give me your it. take. Um, Are we good? Did we record? <laughs> yeah, we recorded it. We really didn't need it to. Just it goes to just... sleep every so often, but. Um... I didn't. Really, I actually didn't really. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't have a lot to say about the conservative versus liberal thing. I was more like, I'm into that like theory, and I want to hear more about it. And I had like some theories about. I guess like, yeah, it seemed like country boys like big boobs. Yeah. For some reason, and I I didn't really have any evidence for that either. But it was just like, felt like. That was a correlation that I didn't even realize that I knew. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think I just devolved, devolved into my opinions on big and small boobs in general. I do think, yeah, I think that you, yeah, I think that I did get like a, a long message about how you feel about breasts. <laughs> and like, once again, we have to restate everybody likes boobs and butts and right. boobs and butts in any way they perform <laughs> are all worthy. Yeah. I just think that there is a trend <laughs> and I would like, I would like to see some research funded on it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Can we like propose a grant? Yeah. Um, Perfect. And you have the biggest butt I've ever seen on, well, on Instagram. And mind you, those photos are unedited. I know. Yeah. They're all very real. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I just, I was born with it. I don't know. It's, some of us are just blessed. <laughs> also, the, um, <laughs> your water picture one, 
Um, I think it was like three days ago or something. Yeah, the drinking water to stay hydrated. Right, yeah, (laughs) back to hydration. My secret Um, for free for you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The water bottle was actually so cool. It was a cool water bottle. What is that from? Where did you get that? My friend who uh, went to art school and now works as like a graphic design person in Chicago mm-hmm. um, who has like a lot of friends who are into fashion and he is by proxy into fashion and, and, and is, you know, hip with it. Whereas I still do dress. Well, now I dress like a, like a skater mixed with Mary Tyler Moore mixed with an old man. But, um, it's a, it's a water bottle by a designer named Colin Estrada. Okay. I've, Apparently I've the water bottle actually was like $90. Really? And he was like, I brought it because he, he texted me and he was like, can we, do you want to go on a hike today? I think you put hike in quotes. He's like, want to go on a hike today to get some content for That's your so page? Funny. And I was like, yeah. And so he brought this, this bedazzled water bottle that was like $90. That's He's like, I thought that this would be good to pose with. And I was like, That's it's so good yeah but it was, certainly was not mine I I could not fathom <laughs> spending $90 yeah. although now I mean maybe once I have money yeah. who knows where this will take me right with that this journey great salary negotiation yeah with that phenomenal salary negotiation well let's jump to that because we're talking about that already um, can you walk me through the process of writing your Instagram captions please yeah and I like I like that you um you clearly gave it some thought. Like, do you put, do you write what you want to say first and then add in the emojis and yeah. parentheses later? It's a very linear process. Is it? I feel like I've gotten into like a very, um, I feel like a professor right now. I think cause I'm holding this pen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I start every post with, Hey guys. And then the waving emoji. Um, <laughs> and then most of them, except for my most recent one, it was, uh, Real talk alert. <laughs> um, most of them, I, I reference that a ton of people have been asking me about yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah, is. Because yeah. <laughs> um, so many people do, and everybody wants to know everything I'm doing. Because yeah. um, I'm so influential. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just, it all, it goes, I write it out a sentence, like exactly how you see it. Yeah. So, um, because here's influencer tip for you as well and this is once again free um you will have to get a subscription for the rest of them but um if you type in a word in the suggested text the emoji for that word will pop up on the right right Mm -hmm. um and so it's gotten to the point now and i'm like (laughs) on the verge of just leaving some of like the the words that I type in to find emojis, just like in it, you know what I mean? If I can't find an emoji, just to like leave the word like air horn. Yeah. Um, But so all my emojis that I use, most of them, unless there's one specifically that I want to find and I don't know what word the emoji people have attached to it. Yeah. I don't know what the button is I'm supposed to push. Yeah. Um, I'll just type it out. So I'll put like, hey guys, and then I'll write hey and hit the emoji button for that and Mm -hmm. it'll replace it. Yeah. And then, um, then the dots, I try to make (laughs) I, I feel bad when they're as long as they've been getting because I feel like nobody cares. Like even even if somebody supports me and thinks it's funny, yeah. Um, but I think that's funnier. The longer nobody it is, wants the to read it. You're right. I should have one that's just like yeah, it's so long. Yeah, yeah. You're because I've 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 like in my past I've copied and pasted like full song lyrics. Yeah, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and made that a caption. Yeah. Before. Um, yeah. So it, it. I just and I try to think of. Um, have like in-text citations in your captions. Oh my God, that'd be I so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just try to think of 
how the voice in my head, like how that person would continue a sentence. <laughs> and then that's where I let it take me. And I yeah. don't know where any of them are going until I start typing them. That's okay. And then I figure it out. I don't ever have like an idea because there's nothing because like what you said, you're like, do you put down what you want to say? Yeah. And then add an, uh, there's nothing that I want to say. I don't want to say a thing, but it just is just whatever, whatever my thumbs do. I kind of let those take the wheel and then, yeah. <laughs> and I, to me, it's, <laughs> I also get to the end of like writing one. And then I'll read back through it because I know that I make myself laugh when I'm doing it. Like, I'll right, sit there, yeah. like, giggling because I'll be like, this is so dumb. Yeah. Um, good. Which is, like, most of, <laughs> like, most of the purpose of it for me is just because it entertains me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I get to the end of it, then I do think in, like, people-pleasing manner. I'm like, are the things that I thought were funny typing this out because yeah. I'm, like, situation? it's funny to me situationally because I'm doing, like, I'm sitting in my room, like, yeah. eating, like, pizza crusts yeah. off my floor making this is that going to translate or do I need to add things that are like dumber in yeah. it too to spice it up yeah. <laughs> but it's like the one that I most recently did I put in it that I was on the French side of um, Niagara Falls and it was like that post was a little bit pointed at um, the Canadian that I dated because he hates he's the one who hates those posts uh, and oh, has told me yeah. so he commented on the first one that I posted ever and deleted his comment immediately, so I couldn't even see what it was. Um, and he, like, he'll always comment on my posts and just, like, kind of, like, um, you know, chirp at me. Mm-hmm. And I texted him, and I was like, why'd you delete your comment? What was it? Put it back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't want to entertain that post at all. And that's when I realized, like, this is actually <laughs> his worst funny. nightmare of, like, what a social media page would be. Because <laughs> yeah. he loves professionalism and, like, yeah. <laughs> making... <laughs> He loves, I think he just loves, I think he gets off on the idea that his employers could like go look at his Instagram and be fine. Whereas I love the idea that none of my employers can ever find it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So then I I made this whole, (laughs) because he also spoke fluent French. Mm -hmm. Um, Not from living in Toronto for anybody who's listening. It was like, Toronto's not French speaking Canada. He had like a, 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 an adopted brother from um, somewhere in Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he spoke fluent French and I tried to learn how to speak French because I thought it was like a cool thing to do. Yeah, and he got annoyed yeah. about me trying to do that. He's like, really? if you want to learn French, just have me teach you. And I said, well, then teach me because he didn't like that I'd do a lingo for it. Uh, I think he didn't like that I was capable of learning the skill that he could so like uh, that he could have been useful for. Yeah. I think he didn't like that I took it into my own hands, <laughs> which is, I guess, fine. Um, but in that post, I put bone shore. Wee oui, wee, oui, like spelled wrong, you know, like bone shore, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> just in case you saw it, just because I figured that would really wind him up. Like he'd be like at home vibrating and like steaming. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I do that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, this is a short, quick one. Why can't you be bootless in the summer? Where, do you have that written down? No. Why can't I be bootless in the summer? Why do I keep breaking my feet? Yeah. I like the way you worded it. Man. I like that I needed clarification. So that's like a good sign. Really making me think. Um, that's such a good question. <laughs> because, and they've all been drinking accidents. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I guess I hadn't you broken a, a foot. Yeah, so as we've discussed, I will be sober soon. Great. 
Um, yeah, the first one. It's funny, too. The first one was um, my friend Stefan's birthday in 2018 mm-hmm. in May. It's like May 11th. And um, was it? Yeah. And we went out drinking and he and I were like reaching for each other across a group of people. Mm-hmm. And he tripped on somebody. <laughs> and instead of like grabbing my hand, he just like hit my shoulder and smashed me down and he fell too. Oh, man. But he didn't hit my foot. My foot, just the way it was planted, yeah. twisted under me and snapped all my metatarsals and tendon holding them together. So I had to get two wow. surgeries on that one. It's called a Lisfranc fra- fracture. Lisfranc fracture. Or for our French speaking counterparts, Lisfranc. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then the wow. second one was uh, less than a year later, my friend Ty's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were going out drinking, and we were sprinting to Jimmy D's in Pittsburgh, <laughs> which is the worst place to ever like. It's, it's to me the funniest part of the story, but what I think anybody with like a sense of shame would not want to include is that we were sprinting to Jimmy D's. I've never been there. Is it? Don't ever go. It's, it's just such a trash bar. Okay. It's where you go. Like when, yeah, it's a bar. (laughs) It's like a diner. No, it sounds like it would be, doesn't it? I wish it was a diner. (laughs) And we were running like the funniest part is that we were just so excited to go to Jimmy D's of all places. Mm -hmm. It's like, it is just a, like a flaming garbage can (laughs) of drunk toddlers. And, um, and he stopped short and like stepped on my foot that was now careening towards his mm-hmm. and just I felt a pop and he felt the pop and he's yeah. a nurse uh, but he didn't tell me that he felt the pop because I was like you just broke my foot and he was like no I didn't and I was like yeah you did he's like no I didn't and I said we can still go inside and he said okay <laughs> so I went upstairs and I got a drink oh found the boy that I was talking about who's the angel who's done nothing wrong uh-huh. And I had actually pissed him off that night earlier because I had flirted with a different boy in front of him. And I guess apparently gave out my number to him in front of him. Like as I was having a conversation with the boy that I like, this other guy that I'd been flirting with came up and asked for my phone number. And I paused my conversation with the boy I was like trying to date actively um, to give my phone number out. So that was Why did you do that? (laughs) Drunk? I think drunk. And because in my mind too, this is like the weird way that I think. I thought if I don't get my phone number out, then it makes it look like I mm. am obsessed with this right. other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we haven't mm. had like a conversation about being exclusive or anything. So yeah. I don't want to look and I like knew I wasn't gonna use it. Like I knew I wasn't like I was gonna give my number to this guy and when he texted me I was gonna ignore it. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I just didn't want to seem I think I I think in my mind, because my mind does go so crazy and I get so obsessive with people, I think that like any little slip up and they'll be able to see like yeah. a window into my brain yeah, yeah. and see like that I like spend two hours creeping on their Facebook mm-hmm. a week, you know? Yeah. I say a week, it's a day. <laughs> um, yeah. And so then he broke my foot and then the sweet angel Ubered me and him to the hospital and he sat with me in the ER until they had set my foot and then he took me out. Nice. And then we, yeah, we just had a nice little evening. I hijacked his whole night with his friends yeah. <laughs> by breaking my foot. But the things you do for love. Yeah. I wish I drank, but then we would probably hang out more. That is, And how sad is that that I would drive people to drink? No. That is so tragic. I know. I am. It's not good. Don't start it. Save yeah. your liver. Unless you, at some point, feel like you should have. Yeah, I don't. Already. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's not good. I'm about to be, like, sober Sally for a while, probably. I say that. I'm just yeah. going to be a month. <laughs> Tops. Um, 
I like the term on the water wagon. On the water wagon. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I fell off the water wagon quite a while ago. Yeah. On the water wagon. Cheers. Cheers to that. Oh, I guess I don't have any. Mm. But I'm about to go to dinner anyway. Yeah. So that's... Do you have to go now? She, well, what'd she say? Any estimate about when you'll be done? Um, uh, should I tell her I'll pick her up at 7.30? If she's also, like, presumably an, a half hour away. She might be even closer, actually. Yeah. Or 7.45. 7.45 would be... I can get I you. Think we could definitely get it done there. We just have the God part to get to. Oh, and that is going to be, like, a chunk, huh? Yeah, but it doesn't have to be, because I don't want you to be late for your friends that you're going to leave. Well, but, I mean, it's an important... I guess, to be fair, though, I don't have a ton to say on this. You probably have more to say on it than I do. I don't know. Because... Um, I guess I'll find out. Yeah, do we want to just dive in? Yeah, so, uh, we'll just go straight to... Wait, I actually have a question. Yeah, sure. What is the quote, it's all about the having and not the keeping? Uh, I heard it on a podcast, and I really liked it. Um, And I wanted to see what it meant to you, and then I was going to say what it meant to me, but... Do that real quick. Yeah, I mean, when I first read it, at least, like my first thought, because I was really interested in that. I think that's like a cool. I just didn't know where it came from. I was like, what is this? Um, I like it. I think it's probably something that I could remind myself of Mm -hmm. is to just not think too far ahead and not get ahead of myself Mm -hmm. with like. It it first hit me with like romantic relationships. I thought about. I thought you know it's like you can. It's about having the person right now. And not trying to keep them and not yeah. worrying about, like, not having them. Yeah. Because I think I get a little caught up in, like, getting nervous that I'm going to... Getting scared that I'm going to push them away by being too much and then being too much as a result. Yeah. Um, or, I guess, being too little as a result. But I think I would I would do well to just chill and, like, like just be happy in there and I guess even like for moment to moment be happy in their presence when I'm with them mm-hmm. and not be so like uh, attached to like making our like ex- extending our time as long as I possibly can because yeah, I, yeah. I have been known to like <laughs> I have been known to like be like no like don't leave <laughs> yeah. whenever they're literally in my physical presence um or like make people late to things because I'm having too much fun yeah with them yeah what does that mean to you uh i think it's mainly that is like in relationships but i think with anything even experiences um you can't really keep an experience and sometimes trying to keep the experience quote unquote by like taking pictures or i don't know what else. yeah i guess you you kind of miss the experience because you're trying to keep it but if you just have it and then kind of let it be what it is while it's happening and also like remembering it um but not like keeping it yeah no i think you're right okay, being in yeah. the moment i think we've yeah. got similar concepts from yeah that. yeah um even uh like material things like i love having like everything that i have right. but it's also not mine it's like this kind of gets into the God thing, but um, I think we're all like one thing and we all kind of share everything. Mm-hmm. And this isn't mine, but my face is on it. And like, I don't know. That's right, a bad like, example, like, but. Yeah, in our humanly way, you own it. But yeah. it's not like it is of the earth. Right, yeah. So, yeah, especially with land and like the whole 
uh, Native American thing we were talking about. What a weird concept to like own land. Yeah. That is on an earth that we all yeah are just coexisting on. Yeah. That's wild. It's always, too hard even. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's about having a knock at the heat. I like that. Um. <clears throat> so. Do you think there's a collective unconscious, and that's like a really broad, um, undescript term? Yeah, that is. <laughs> do you want me to be more specific? And I, I mean, what do you feel like the what what would you consider collective unconscious? Uh, like there's something deeper going on that we kind of don't really know about, but we're all kind of experiencing at the same time. I feel like maybe. I think that, because I'm like spiritual, you know what I mean? No, but yeah. <laughs> right, right, well, right, that's what <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, There's just a bunch of different terms people have that go with that word. Right, that's so true. I, like, that has, yeah. It means a lot of things mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like there's, I feel like it's too easy, I guess, and almost like a science cop-out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that because people believe things for what they believe in, but to just be like, well, it's, we're just here right now. It's not even. It's not even that it's easier because it makes life harder to just have zero faith in anything, and not believe in a collective unconscious. I mean, like, as far as yeah. studies go yeah. and research that people have done, um, people who have some kind of faith in things, oh, like, really? yeah, like really statistically do live longer and like oh, have really? like overall healthier lives and happier. Yeah. Lives, um, so I think it serves a purpose for sure. Like if nothing else, believe in something. Yeah. It's good to believe in something for the health benefits. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I don't know. I feel like there is kind of something like a. I also feel like as people, though, we are capable of connecting on the level that we connect just by being conscious, yeah. sentient beings. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to think that. I would like to think that everybody else. Because I don't know what happens. Like, you have these questions about... What do you... Like, I would like to think, because I don't have any firm beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have, like, one specific faith. I like to think that everybody else knows more than I do. And, mm-hmm. um... Or, I guess, is better off than I am in that regard. And that not everybody is wrong. I would rather me be wrong about, like, not knowing and not being able to pick a side... Yeah. Then the rest of the world who has like such strong faiths be wrong and maybe like, well, there's nothing. Interesting, yeah. And then maybe right. Yeah. I would rather there be a collective unconscious. I'd like to think that there is that there's some sort of Yeah. I like to think that like not everything is just coincidental. Yeah. But I don't have any way to prove it. Right. <clears throat> I think or any like specific things. <laughs> a way it was explained to me, which I really like, is us trying to understand God is like a dog trying to understand the internet. Yeah. Like, you can kind of see, like, there's something going on, but there's no way for them to understand, like, coding and right. all that stuff. Yeah. So I think in that sense, it's easier to be like, well, there's got to be something. It, it might not mean it's God, quote-unquote, depending on what God means to you. Um, you know, but it, there's got to be something else deeper. Not got to be, but it seems like... Because... Seems like there ought yeah. to be. <laughs> there ought to be. Um, and also, a thing I like that I hear, um, that I heard before, is life doesn't really make sense. So, it, and afterlife makes as much sense as life. Yeah. 
Because why are we here? Yeah, true. If we, like, weren't living on this earth and if we weren't... Yeah, if this world didn't exist and we weren't experiencing it, mm-hmm. then we would have no reason to believe that it did. Which is such an abstract thought. Very. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, happy 420. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's fair. And I like the arguments that people make for... Like, because I have, I have, I've had conversations with my brother who's like very, um, I don't want to say devout, because I feel like that sounds like he's following all kinds of rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that he goes to church very often, but he's like a true Christian, like faithful. believes faithful, very faithful. Yeah. Um, at least as in, in, cause he's also like really clinical and calculated and analytical mm-hmm. and he would, in my Look, if I didn't know him, and if I didn't know how faithful he was, I would be like, oh, he definitely has to be, like, an atheist because he's all about science and math and just, like, boiling things down to the bottom. Yeah. But so hearing him explain to me, he was like, you know, the like, he talked to me about the Shroud of Turin and um, uh, just different events that have been recorded in a lot of different uh, religious books and how there are things that just have zero explanation and the argument that people use of like it wouldn't make sense like that's not physically possible um you know for there to be a god or like for jesus to have done what mm-hmm. what they say he did um it's like it's also like there's not a logical way to explain then what happened and like what's been recorded and you know the the all the early christians literally being martyrs the guy didn't exist and didn't do what he did then, right, yeah. then why would they all have martyred themselves mm-hmm. for something that wasn't real yeah um so his whole thing is and again like i don't claim any sort of distinct faith yeah. um and i'm pretty much just here to, like listen to everybody else's but yeah. it's interesting to me to hear him be like well logically because he's he literally thinks in logic phrases mm-hmm. statements he, he's like well logically um there's no way to explain it away. Right. Um, so, what it makes just as little sense for that to have not happened as it does for it to have happened, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Which I think is like an interesting way to think about yeah. it. Yeah. That's kind of what I said. Yeah. The afterlife and stuff. Took way longer to get to. <laughs> no, no. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I think... It's like kind of two sides of the same coin in in a way. And it's, there's not a lot that, especially with him, he seems like pretty, like on the spectrum, he's pretty close to the middle, like a nice, logical, faith-based person. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not too far away from the other side of, I don't know. Like he believes in gravity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, kind of going back to the Rebecca girl, I was going through a dark time, and uh, I just, I didn't, I think, I don't know if we talked about this, but um, I didn't like being at school, I didn't like being away from other people I loved, and I just didn't want to be at school anyway. I'm trying to abbreviate this as fast as I can. (laughs) Um, And I was just, like, very mad at, I don't, I'm not really mad, but, like, just, like, really jaded. And I didn't like my school is Liberty University. It's very, very Christian and conservative. And um, 
and you had to go to a thing called Convo every three three days a week, and uh, and that was like it was like a kind of fun church service, quote unquote, and uh, and so school was I hated school so much, and school was so closely tied with religion, so like the wires in my head got crossed, and I so I started to like hate religion too. Oh gosh! Because I hated school, and um, and so I started um, like reevaluating my values and like why I had them and if they're important to me still. And so um, I was like going through. I wasn't like I wasn't an atheist. I wasn't a Christian, and I wasn't like an agnostic either, which is a right. person that's not sure. I was just nothing. Right. I was, I was just reevaluating. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, uh, and then I met Rebecca. And then she kind of like, to put it in like a non, she made me like believe in magic again, like love and all that stuff. So like, it kind of opened me. You're like not to be like, but you forget that I love that. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But I didn't know how to say it. But now you don't want to sound like cliche. Yeah. And I I don't know how to say it in more of a concrete way other than like magic and love and faith in general, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't remember what else I wanted to say about that, but I, so now, um, I take, like, the Bible and Christianity and stuff more, uh, mythically in that it's not super important to me that it literally happened. Right. But I like the storyline of, like, you die and then you rise again, um, like, you could die to yourself and then... yeah. Like kind of re- rejuvenate like yourself, rebirth, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'm also not saying it didn't right uh, happen or whatever, but uh, so I <laughs> there's this dichotomic. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. I but, think that, I, and <laughs> I understand what it means. Too, yeah. So. Um, dichotomic phrase I made up. I don't. I don't even. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to say that I coined the phrase or whatever, but. It's the first time I heard of it. Is Christian absurdist, and an absurdist is I don't know if you know who like what that is, but for people that don't know, um, an absurdist is like a, a nihilist, um, like it's like nihilism with a smile, and so you like kind of laugh at how everything is nothing, um, but nothing you kind of make your own meaning, so nothing means anything, but anything can mean everything. So, um, I like that. Christ, but a Christian, like, believes there is something. So, but an absurdist believes there's nothing. But I'm a Christian absurdist, so that doesn't make sense. But oh, I love that. They, like, really contradict themselves. But I think um, my nothing that could be everything is, like, whatever God is to me. Right. <laughs> and so, because like, I think I just find myself thinking everything is so funny. And that's why I think I'm absurdist for sure. Yeah. Um, but also, I identify with the Christian storytelling. I have to look up absurdism because I feel like I could fall into yeah. that. I, I, it's in my movie and it's like really well put because I had TJ, because TJ Miller um, introduced me to absurdism and I was having trouble writing about absurdism in my screenplay. And, uh, and so I was like, hey, can you kind of like condense it? A little bit um, to make it digestible, and then so he like said said this like long paragraph about what it means, and I 
uh, recited a little bit of it, talking about it right right now. But um, when I send you the script, you'll understand more about absurdism, and then you could dive deep in there, deeper into that later. But um, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, that'll be good. Oh, that'll be good on my plate right too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I hate flying. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like with a passion. Not with a passion, but I don't like it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I like. I like the concept of like understanding. Because like I've said, I, I've kind of kind of goes back, kind of like a nice callback. How I've always been like familiar, like aware of my own mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and not that there's anything mediocre about faith, because I think the, completely the opposite. Um, and I very much admire people who have strong faiths or, I guess, I don't know, Christianity and the way that it's gotten, um, weaponized, I feel like in Mm. some ways, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a turnoff. Um, but like, I don't know, people who have just any religion, there's so many of them. Um, I admire people who like have the, I guess the, the willpower to like stand up for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just am aware of, like, my own, I guess, wandering mind and my, um, I don't want to say baseless or, like, I don't, it also ties into, like, what, (laughs) the one question you're like, what's your strangest belief? Mm -hmm. So I am going to answer that right now. I don't believe that there's anything, like, I don't believe in objectivity. I don't believe in objective, like, truths or anything. Oh, okay. You know? And some people bring up to me, like, well, like, what about math? Like, two plus two is four. Like, what we call to, and right, what we call yeah. to is what we call for. Right, yeah. But, like, I, I don't know. That could mean anything anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And maybe in other places, two plus two is not four. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And, like, other parts of the universe or corners of people's minds. I don't know. Yeah. And I could never claim to think that I know anything that is right if mm-hmm. somebody else were to counter it with something else. Because, like, how who's to say that I know better than they do? Yeah. Um, so I've just come to this whole thing that I don't believe in objectivity because anything, like you can say that something is objectively right or wrong within the frame of like, you know, objectively right within like, if we're going to assume that humanity existing is right, then there are objective like rights and wrongs or objective goods or bads Mm to like, um, progressing humanity and mm-hmm. keeping humanity around but there's no way to say that humanity is objectively right or wrong <laughs> so in my mind it's like anything that you can say is objectively good or bad within a frame of something else is then subjective to that yeah frame does that make sense mm-hmm. it's so convoluted and i like i'm in a big debate with my oldest brother about it oh, like really? i'm about to gift him for secret santa um uh a response along with like some other but like a response paper because he wrote me a long logic paper about like for objectivity because oh, okay. he believes in it. Okay. And it's like, it's just going to be hard to, <laughs> the paper that I'm going to write is going to have to just be based on like, dude, like I don't have faith in things. Like for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. I respect people who do. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't know who's right. Right. And <laughs> I would not venture to assume that I have any idea. Yeah. Um. What was I getting at with this though? Oh, how you like acknowledge that like there's nothing, but nothing could be everything. And yeah. you just kind of like choose where to, manifest your energy yeah. and and what feels right to you. And I think that's important. I think that we are kind of coming to a time where we're transcending a little bit, like very structured religion. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, I'm sure people did this before, but probably not like, 
I think it's just a progress thing for a lot of people because not everybody is too like some people really do like strict religion oh yeah 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 but um I think it's pretty popular to just kind of be like kind of like agnostic but with hope for or like a a feeling of Mm -hmm. a vibe of like there's something going on yeah and God can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah. And I love to think that everybody's religion is right. Yeah. And like they all can fit together. Yeah. I don't like to believe in a hell. I don't think that's yeah, I don't fair. Think that I don't think that's fair either. Because <laughs> I wouldn't know who, I don't believe in bad people. And like, I don't know who would get sent to hell. Like who would get sent to hell. Yeah. That's the objectivity part. Yeah. Who, who decides and how do you decide? And I'm yeah, sure Christian, hardcore Christians have answers, but. Oh, I'm sure, like they have the answers I'm certain that they believe in. And that's, right. and that's fine. And maybe there is then a hell for them. I don't think that there's an actual hell, though. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, like, maybe Christians, when they die, who are, like, hardcore, definitely there for it, um, get to heaven and then, like, are told that there's a hell just to, like, validate whatever they've been told. <laughs> That's their heaven there's, there, like, knowing that there's a hell. Knowing that they were right. <laughs> and then, like, the rest of the world, like, some people, like, turn into ghosts. And, That's amazing. Yeah, I tried to think so hard about these questions, and I was like, I don't have. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I've never ventured no to guess does. what happens after you die. Yeah. Do you have any idea? Um, <clears throat> I like to answer in a, uh, um, a metaphor. Yes. Um, but so I think uh, like we're all drops of water. Yes. And uh, God is the ocean. And then when we die, we drop into the ocean, become one with everyone else and be God. Oh, That's I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Maybe that, because that is, like, such a thought that, like, if, we, like, once everybody, like, once you die, you just become part of God. Yeah. And now you're a part of, like, that whole energy and yeah. wherever that exists. Yeah. Interesting. So I definitely don't think it's, like, white clouds. Yeah, I don't think that it is. That would not be my heaven. Yeah, I don't think there's pearly gates. I don't think there's golden arches. I don't, yeah, I don't think that Unless I don't. there is, there probably is McDonald's, actually. Probably. <laughs> there has to be. But, like, a McDonald's where it's not bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> that might be the whole thing actually. When they were talking about the golden arches and golden whatever pearly gates, I think they say they're like golden streets though, and that's what I was trying to say. But I said um, golden arches instead. But I don't, I don't think it's that literal. Um, yeah, I don't think a golden street would be my cup of tea either. Because if you think about, like, <laughs> I don't know, if you think about the malleability of gold, that's what I was going to say. Malleability, right? How do you, you clean it? You know, how do you? Yeah, yeah. It's just and it would be such a. I mean, you could always make handprints, I guess, if you stood like if you. <laughs> You couldn't though, because it's not that, you know, soft. Um, what was the other thing I was? I like to think because I like to just adopt every. <laughs> this is so like somebody who's a devout, like very um, strict religious person listening to this would be like, "What is going on?" Yeah. Because I like to like. <laughs> this is also probably appropriation of so many like religions. Not really though, because it's also just appropriation of like a belief conjured up in a movie um i like to adopt different beliefs based on like the day or what i'm feeling or just what pops into my mind and sometimes i think like what if it is like the five people you meet in heaven you get you have five people have you watched that movie no i watched it once when i was little and it stuck with me i don't remember most of it i just know there's five people who were like influential in your life at some Uh point in different ways yeah in unexpected ways yeah and you get to heaven and like it's just like interacting with these people Mm -hmm. um and so sometimes I'm like, I wonder who would be my, yeah. like, five. Like, sometimes I'll meet, like, a random, like, a random, like, regular at a restaurant. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, is this going to be one of my five? Yeah. <laughs> Do I get more? <laughs> Can I have more, please? Yeah. 
It's interesting. Yeah, I do. And you put some questions in here about praying and like talking to yourself, yeah. etc. I do uh, pray. Really? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I've, as with like the worst people, probably in the, the worst, I say worst, I don't believe in worst. Right, right, right. But um, like the people who get scoffed at for different things. Like, you know, you pray in times of hardship or when you feel like you need it. Yeah. So I did, when was the last time that I prayed? Actually, you know, it's interesting. A lot of the time when I pray now, and this is weird and probably like I'm an idolater for this, my grandpa, who I was really close with, mm-hmm. um, like very close with, especially at the time of his passing, um, after he was gone, I would always like kneel and I would, because at the time I was much more religious, I would ask God to deliver a message to my grandpa. Mm. I'd be like, can you please like yeah. make sure he's okay and let him know that I love him. But mm-hmm. Now it's almost like whenever I'm in times of trouble I'll just kind of like sit and talk to my grandpa Mm. um or you know even if I'm not in times of trouble but I'm just like thinking about him a lot I'll be like hey Pat um and I yeah and I you know whether or not he's actually present we can at least make ourselves feel like they are and does it matter right and does it matter no if I'm feeling better about it yeah it makes me feel good then I think so doesn't matter yeah do you yeah. pray actively? I don't know. I've had a weird relationship with praying. Um, I'll try to keep this short too, but uh, like I prayed, I was pretty good at praying at, at one point. Yeah. <laughs> as good as you can be, like traditionally good at um, praying. Right. <laughs> uh, they did. I went to Costa Rica in like 2012, I think, and we had to do. Uh, we had to pray with one person each day and you like picked out of a hat the different person each day and then that like got me in um, to like praying every day and uh, doing it more and that was cool and then I did it for a while and then I just you know just life just comes at at you and then you just uh, (laughs) you just don't do it as much and then you're like I'd rather sleep yeah (laughs) and um, so then I kind of tried to do it more as a conversation uh, like with God instead of like to your heavenly father and like right. kind of addressing him rather than talking to him yeah uh, so more like hey I'm, I'm really struggling with um, being tired and not wanting to pray or something like that yeah. right <laughs> I'm really struggling with being tired yeah uh, can, you, can you just like does this count yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then, uh, now it's more like kind of setting intentions, um, is my prayer, quote unquote, if that makes sense. Like I want to be more, uh, what did I say earlier? I want to be more, um, considerate of other people going through things like periods. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like menstruating. Yeah. <laughs> the horrible Satanistic act. The horrible, all the witches. <laughs> And their bloody legs. <laughs> so, uh, so I do that, but then, you know, like, what do you do about um, when someone dies? What do you pray to? And yeah. you can't, like, <laughs> what do you set intentions for that? Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so it, I still right. don't have it. I don't, it's not, not that I have anything figured out, but I definitely don't have praying figured out. and how I want to go about it, but, um, yeah, what was the question? Just how... Yeah, do you pray? Do I pray? I like the... Yeah, I don't like your concept of it. Yeah. 
think that's cool. Yeah, I think also, um, I guess I, I always will say like what the universe did. I, I, I don't use God as much because I think it has a negative connotation yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, and I don't want to give anybody the impression, I guess, that I'm like super religious. I don't know, I guess. Um, but I always will like reference like, oh, the universe did this or however the universe ends up yeah. uh, arranging itself. Yeah. Um, you said it earlier in the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure I did. I used it quite a bit. <laughs> but I think it's probably a similar concept to what yeah. you're calling God. Is yeah. Like my, like the so. universe works in strange ways. Right, yeah. And I think that is kind of like a, not a cop-out, but it's just, because it is. Like what the, I don't know. It's yeah. just what the universe is, what the universe is doing. And yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's interesting. I think yeah. it is kind of a cop-out thus that I don't sound, because I guess it's not a bad thing to sound religious, but I'm not. I'm not like religious, religious, you know, that's mm-hmm. why I say I'm spiritual. Right, I yeah. think that there's, there's something going on. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe but I'm also half the time. I'm like, right. there really isn't though. Yeah. You know, it's just us and mediocrity, mediocrity, mediocrity. <laughs> but that's why it is so fun to just like, I don't know. That's why I just, as the British say, take the piss out of everything. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, that's absurd. Make a way. joke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. I think that I might be, an absurdist. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's be absurdist together. Um, I think there was something you said that I like the term because I think I think it, in part of your uh, uh, and I don't want to take up your time because I know you're very oh, generous no, no, with your time, but um, you in the universe there's a uh, um, uh, objectiveness. Is that the right word? Uh, yeah, objectiveness, objectivity. It's, yeah, it's not like I'm. I want to spite you specifically, Tommy Wade, for doing this thing twenty years ago when you were a kid. Um, and a lot of, especially like <clears throat> Catholics, believe in a term I, I heard of, and I like a lifeguard God, where he's like looking over you all the time and like. Oh you did that bad thing and I'm going to punish you. I don't think, I don't think God is like that. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's more of a general. Yeah. And that, that goes against Christianity. I think a lot, but, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's that, uh, yeah, I don't like to believe in a God that's very vindictive. Well, right. And especially cause that is like the basis of it's fun. Cause Christianity does kind of contradict itself quite a bit. And that's, I think where I, I, I fall off with it. Um, there are, I mean, if not for like the parts of it that have t- just references to like things that are judgmental anyway, but yeah. it's, it's all about like, you're not supposed to judge cause God will judge, mm-hmm. but it's a loving God. And if you're like a loving God, then are you like, would a loving God judge people? And in my mind too, cause I just like, I just don't believe in bad people mm-hmm. in my mind. If he, he was like, if there was anybody to judge anything, you can't, like you can't judge. Mm-hmm. Things. I think that is kind of where I fell off with religion is that I just, at my core, do not believe in bad people or objectivity. And I think that you have to kind of believe, I think you have to believe in objectivity to be able to hold a religious mm-hmm. belief or else you're yeah. just aware of like, yeah. like, that's not. Well, I think there are religions, I don't want to nitpick you, but there are religions that are more inclusive and Christianity is more like, this is the one and only way yeah. through Christ. Um, but yeah, keep going. No, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I think that's why I'm not religious, religious. Mm-hmm. Cause I do enjoy going to church. Like <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I have not in so long 
And I also am not like a, you know, I'm not somebody that would be marginalized by a church very much aside from being a woman and like what do you mean marginalized like i'm not i can say that i it's like a privilege almost that i can enjoy church because i'm not part of like the lgbtqi community that might feel ostracized and um you know at least not right now it's like a big i was thinking about that so much today gender identity and like anyway um yeah so every time that i've gone to church it's been like i've also had very i think lax churches um in my life every time i've gone there was one youth group i didn't like because the pastor was clearly like homophobic really made a comment to the group and i was like what like Mm -hmm. what if somebody in this group is closeted and you just made them feel yeah for sure bad yeah that happens a lot (laughs) yeah yeah i just like the idea of live and let live and yeah yeah, all these questions are funny too because they're interesting to think about, and I would think that I'd be much more like about coming up with an answer to them. Yeah. <clears throat> but the more I thought about them, the more I was like, "Man, this is stuff that like I can't answer," and it's like I don't like I know that I won't be able to answer. Right? It. Yeah. For real, for real. So yeah. like, I can't. You know. It's exhausting. That's why I put it at the end because you're just you don't want to talk ever again after. This. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like circular arguments. How to wind like, down? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so on that note, <laughs> yeah. um, we could do a, a quick game just to ease the tension because we get so deep. Please, uh, we could do. Um, it's pretty quick, so we could do fake laugh to real laugh. So we just fake laugh until we start real laughing. Start real laughing, and then we'll put our hands up, and then we'll know when each that other is are laughing. So fun. Yes. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh God, I think I already lost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do such a good fake laugh. Really? Have you ever tried fake laughing with a straight face? Yeah, that's a weird one. That's such a weird one, and yeah. that one always gets me. Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll do fake laughter. Do right. you want to do like straight face fake laugh to real laugh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. All right, three, two, one. Oh. <laughs> that was so bad. That was so bad. Was so I just looked over and you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, it's okay. a fun game. Yeah, fake like laugh to real laugh. Okay, thank you so much for everything. Thank you so much. Oh my god, it's been such a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy uh, San Jose. Um, San Jose. Oh my did I new uh Oh my god, I'm so excited about this. Oh I have to take my pen. Yes. I'm so excited. Look at me decked out my Tommy weight. Yeah. Here. <laughs> this is so great. Thank you yeah. so much, Tommy. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming. This is, oh, we should have done this so many times. I know.